This is Ham Radio, fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? Totally tasteless Tuesdays. Why? Because we can. Follow us. Follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Ham Radio. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? Uncle Eddie. Because you're the host of this show, you have total control over what happens on your show. If you don't, if you don't, then you suck at your job. Then you suck at your fucking job. Oh, yeah, I know all about the FCC. Billy McMahon. Listen, I'm here to get my money back for that ham radio. Battery boy. You are a scumbag. You are a scumbag. I did tell him to stop. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Professional radio without the rules. I got it. Ham radio. Make that cleaning big and hard. Woo. Yeah. Oh, so fat for you. Woo. Ham Radio, the most dangerous radio today. Ham Radio. You didn't see any of that. You're you're a liar. Oh my god, we need to play this fucking tape back. Fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? You, that boy, here's your target for mine. And, and now, Ham Radio. Now that you opened up the demon in me. So much going on in the studio today. Good morning, everybody. 
All morning. Right. Morning, sunshine. Good morning, Uncle. Yes. We are live. How live are we? Oh, I'm... Uh, we're live. I'll tell you that much right now. Okay. We are the Hammer Radio Show. This is the Young Crowd Kings of Reality Radio, part of the Unfiltered Radio Network, live on HammerRadioShow.com. We are everywhere, 718-577-1389. Phone lines now open. Also, Facebook Live, right there, going on as we speak. Wilson's in it. A whole bunch of people can't even get to that right now. Danny's doing Wilson? stuff. Wilson? Yeah, Wilson. Wilson? Wilson! <laughs> wow. Uh, is in there. Uh, a lot of things going on. Danny's filming on something. I don't even know what he's filming on. So there's another camera going. The ham cam's going. Go to hamradioshow.com. You can watch it there. We also have the chat room show, which is in full effect over there at hamradioshow.com. We're the most interactive radio show that's out there. What the hell is going on? I have no clue what's going on. Oh, also sitting in today, Mateo. Pudding's on his way. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a cr- <laughs> It's a crazy type of morning here on the Ham Radio Show. Guaranteed he comes to the wrong house. Oh, uh, most definitely. <laughs> he said he was two minutes out. What does that mean? Oh, it was in an hour ago. Ease, yeah. He'll be here on Thursday. He has no clue what he's doing. <laughs> Maybe he could show up to the other show and make that one of those Absolutely. NC-17 shows. He'll show up to the NC-17 radio. Billy made it funny. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yes, hello. Yes, hello. Yes, hello, Dan. Also, Gene in there as well. We got uh, the the Facebook Live thing is getting us a lot of ton of really? yeah. mega hits. Everybody loves the Facebook Live, oh, no. so I do it more now because they ask for it. Well, see if you were really uh, cool, you'd climb the side of a building and do it. I want to do it on a billboard, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's do it that way. Why don't we get crazy like that? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's. How about we fly down to the Olympics? We'd get mugged. We get mugged. Well, in real, <laughs> we lose the phone. You're right. Yeah, sure. Mm. Well, that according to the IOC. Did you That's read that story? Read. Did you read that story? The IOC, <laughs> the uh, the International uh, Olympic Committee there, right? Uh, decided, decided that Ryan Lochte, who said he got robbed by gunmen, <laughs> oh yeah, was yeah. lying. <laughs> yeah, of course, because he, they don't want to make Rio look like <laughs> shit. So automatically, uh, Ryan Lochte was lying. Him and the other four guys. That guy robbed. <laughs> yeah. They went gambling and lost it all. That's yeah. what happened. That's you know, happened. you know who has the most gold medals? The street thieves. They have the most gold medals because they keep robbing these motherfuckers. Right. They'll win it all. You know Michael what? Phelps had uh, had what thirty? He only got down to twenty something now. Yeah. Because they, you know he had more, but they, you know because they're not going to admit there's thievery going on. Right. Of course not. You know now he's only at twenty something. Yeah. Twenty three, I believe. Yeah. Well, Mateo's looking for something. What okay? happened? He, he lost tampons. a few. Oh, tampons? Yes. We need tampons. Aisle three. Pick them up. <laughs> what are you doing, Danny? What are you filming on? I am going on Facebook Live on oh. the Ham Radio Facebook page. So we have the Ham Radio Show Facebook Live. Filming we the other one. Filming, filming me live. do Facebook Live. See, I, I thought he was saying phone, something Danny. else, though. I thought he was saying he didn't like looking Wait, at us. Wait, give me this looking at women. Let's get it mobile. Here we go. This is Danny's phone, and we're on... There's Danny, there's Billy, there's Mateo, there's Joe back here. Hello, please. There's me, but there's me filming me, filming me. That's me going on. That's talent. That's fucking, we're we're in, we're in. It's a good thing we're a radio show. We're in Inception. (laughs) 
fucking crazy. Well, that's the newest thing. You got to uh, you got to now have a, yeah. a visual element it's, it's a, to it's, your programming. You can't just have right. You well, can't just have. Uh, did you just break it? Yeah, I just pushed it. There you go. Yeah, social media there crazy. You that's just what's happening. You, get, awesome. you can't. You have to have a visual element. Yeah. Uh, in there, uh, Matt's in there as well. Uh, yes, by the way, uh, Matt is saying the tampons are an aisle one. Uh, aisle three. So, Pudding is fucking listening. He's watching this, but he's not here. Of course not. So, just, you know, Pudding is in the chat room as well. He's not in the fucking studio, well, but he's off on the, the bus. Jesus Christ, it's a he's special with, bus. With us gotta go bathroom. Yeah. I gotta go to the bathroom and ride to go on the bus. <laughs> I made pudding in my pants. The sad part is you'll ask for a spoon. It's weird. I want to eat the chocolate pudding. That's not pudding. Don't eat that. <laughs> Does it have corn in it? Yeah, it has corn. It's corn pudding. <laughs> By the way, pudding's outside, so we'll wait till the first break is over to get them. <laughs> well, we have to. Yeah, I'm in the middle of a radio show, pudding. I think Lulu's upstairs. You're going to have to wait. Yeah, yeah wifey's going to have to uh, yeah. open the door for pudding. Where the hell is he going to sit next to Joe? Joe he gets the, he gets the Joe seat. Oh, give me a break, will you? Yeah, it's not my fault. <laughs> what about that? You're going to molest he's him? Probably or? Gonna, he's probably going to sing to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pudding, I hope you are watching this. Pudding sang at some show. Oh, we yeah, have the, the yeah. audio. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Right, oh, my right, God. Right, Pudding, what is wrong? Pudding, what are you doing? He sang it like the deaf community's listening party? Oh, wow. Yes. Something like that? The deaf people got up and walked out. Who was that guy? William Hung or something like that? Yeah, he... Uh, William w- Hung yeah, William Hung did. Uh, oh. She bangs. She bangs. Yeah, like oh, that. baby, when she moves, she moves. And then uh, we had, of course, uh, Filipino Heat. Oh, he was right. great. I who, like who, who, who sang off key? Yeah, that way. But he knew that he sang off key. And not only Pudding he... feels like he's Pavarotti. <laughs> Do you understand that Pudding Pavarotti feels that he comes out and he? I can sing so well. I'm a Yeah. Pull that in the uh, Facebook Live suite as well. And then uh, we have uh, Nick as well. Nick the Stalker. Yeah. Of course, the CUNT, the Canadian Unified Network Technician. He's probably in both of them. Is in there as well. Frank Baines. Frank the Baines. Is that Frank po- the Baines. Is that Paulette George's sister? That is, yes. Oh, the hot, sexy. She's very gorgeous. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. I would like to kiss her in places that I'm not allowed to. Wow. Paulette is in the chat room as well. I know. You, you, you she almost... said hi, love, to me, not to you guys. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, you lucky dog. You. Uh. We got tons of shit to get to. Yeah, uh, by the way, someone just threw a, a sign in the regular chat room. Uh, we found out that Billy didn't do Shocker Sunday. Okay. No. We found that He's out. not we, allowed. Why are you not allowed? I don't know. I was probably... Did you even try? No. Oh, God, you're a failure. Did you see the... Shocker guy? Sunday. He was supposed to give the Shocker to his girlfriend who wanted it. Oh, wow. She wanted the Shocker. Who yeah. has a whip and doesn't let him use it. Yes. She'll wow. have to wait. <laughs> you're deprived. Anticipation. That's a bad excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see those great pictures? That, it's that, because that I love her. Giggles yeah. put up in uh, Facebook. Of, of what? Of Billy. Of Billy, of it's Billy that looked like he was dead? He, no, Because he, yeah. he is. Well, he is At dead. that point, but, you know, he's usually wiped out and tired. Well, he just actually looks like sleep. a Calvin Klein model, for Christ's sake. I mean, you know, uh, Giggles is By wrong. the way, Giggles writing in. He was, Giggles is telling me. She just sent me a note. Yeah. He was allowed. He lies. Uh-huh. So uh, this is how Billy gets himself in trouble. Because no. he doesn't just speak the Billy, truth. Yeah. If Billy spoke the truth and just said, I'm lazy uh-huh. and I don't want to do it. <laughs> because that's what it, it's, a, it's all it is. You have a girl. Yeah. 
that wants to open up herself to you. Right. Okay. Literally. Literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah. Wants to open her, her, wants to open, don't show those things. He, in case he doesn't want them on the, uh, the internet, then he don't film them. I'm not filming yeah. it. I know, I'm filming but, you. I yes, post them up so I you have, can see. They but can't I have see. other, but I have angles they can see. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, and I have the live cam on. And the live sure. cam, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> they're okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, this is my fucking great <laughs> producer I have. Let me, let me change that you, shot. You can do, you can do hashtag stop his ass son. Day if you okay. want, I try to think before I do things. Danny just goes, "Ah, eh, fucking pitches. Let's put him up. Is <laughs> let's just let Billy's uh, his yeah. Billy's uh, life just come out in the show. You've seen them? He's, he's dead. No one's he listening. Right? No one's listening. Are you done? Are you by, done by Sunday Are you done ruining Billy's life? Are you done? Yeah, Sunday no. afternoon. All they want to do is sleep. Yes, but the thing is, you have a girlfriend. You have responsibilities. Yeah. You have kids now. That's too. right. Yeah, I know. Now? Yeah, he, well, they're, they were already hers. Yeah. Oh. So he has, like, he's stepdaddy. Oh, that's now then. Yes. Okay. He didn't, he didn't I thought actually, he, was still he getting, didn't make them. I thought he was still getting vagina. No, no. Oh. He's no, not getting, no, he's not getting any, apparently. No, he does get plenty, he but could, he that's besides make, the point. He couldn't make the kids anyway. Oh. He's not touching them. He, he, he has. <laughs> he goes to sleep. He has boring <laughs> sex then. I said, I, what did I say about Billy's sex? I said, Billy is either one of two ways. Yeah. One of he's two ways. He's either a fucking Neanderthal when he's in the bed and he's just like, uh, oh, pussy. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> or he's a fucking <laughs> shitty lover and it's like, it's in. There you go. Gotta go to bed. Gotta go to bed now. I need a nap. That's all. I, bet, I bet you Billy's good when he's drunk. Can you give him a couple of bottles of scotch, you know, a few scotches and something like that? Giggles, are you listening? This is Giggle, well, Giggles needs. is listening. She uh, says, okay. wait, Giggles, she has a quote. Okay. Giggles was saying that he's a great guy and she loves him, uh-huh. but he's a grump at times. No, no. shit! <laughs> no, I've never seen Billy. I've never seen Billy grumpy. This yeah. has never happened in, <laughs> no, in all my it's existence unheard, It's life. unheard of. I call it Tuesday morning. We call him the social butterfly. <laughs> he's my teddy bear. He, oh, he's just a beacon of sunshine. Uh, yeah. Oh so, yeah. I want to. Cut, I, I understand he's ninety-seven and has four jobs, yeah. but Jesus him? Christ, yeah. Yeah, he's he's fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> he just like all he does is yawn or grump. That's all he does. It's like I said last week. He goes to the hospitals because you know his Canasta Club rated the Jello three stars. <laughs> nice. I'm showing an Afghan, Morty. Get in here and hey, see. My mother it was. Canasta. It was really good. Morty, get in here. My son brought me socks. This <laughs> cool whip that's not really cool that just whip. It's ever so Jerry good. Seinfeld, uh, yeah. The Seinfeld episode. It's neither cool nor whip. Uh, but it's really good. Cool it's delicious. It's non-dairy. Doesn't it's give cool me gas. Uh, cool it's cool whip. I think it's a lactate. Cool whip. Yeah, you should take some of that Cool Whip and rub it on your girlfriend's titties, for oh, fuck's sake. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. My goddamn girl. I, it make, he makes my sex life sound amazing. Exactly. You understand that? Because he has somebody. He has, like, a girl just waiting there to be touched. And then she gets this. <laughs> what do you I'm want? sorry, oh, Giggles. Well. What do you want for dinner? I'm getting takeout. Yeah. <laughs> she must have a bigger toy collection than our collection in the back uh, over right, there. Well, we should send her toys. Yeah. We should send her toys just in case Billy comes to your house, use these. I have a ton of them, you know, those, those companies that keep yeah. sending us samples and stuff. Yeah, we'll go to the, we'll go to the uh, quote-unquote prize closet. Yeah, yeah. but once yeah. you use them, they're not samples anymore. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> hey, this fake vagina smells. Do you want to use it again? Oh, no, we didn't use in it. Case no, Bill, no. In case Billy's gr- grumpy, break glass here. <laughs> <laughs> 
The whole wall would be broken in a day. All right, Paulette, by the way, is leaving. She has to go to do something. Well, she wanted to say that she loves me. We so lie. I wanted to be on record on the air as it gets recorded that yeah. Paulette loves me. Okay. So I just wanted Congratulations, to Congratulations, Paulette. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Paulette, I give you this shocker Sunday. Tell you that right now. I wouldn't yeah. be like Billy. Oh, there I you go. Do, I would do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I found out that Paulette knows half my family. I didn't even know that. Yeah. She does. She knows half my family. Um, let's see. Uh... Nick is in the thing. Joe's wife must love him. Must love sex toys being sent uh, being sent to the house. <laughs> they weren't sent to the house. I brought them here. He they brought, they them, brought them to my yeah. house, yeah. and I dumped them here. And he gives them to so me. that's what's going on. Uh, and but Paul yet the drawer is empty. The drawer is empty. Joe Joe does things to his wife that she doesn't know about all the time. I yep. mean, that's how we winded up with two that's kids. That's because she's yeah. still sleeping. <laughs> I wait till she's asleep. I give, <laughs> I give her a Cosby culotta. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> I can't wait for the Benadryl to kick in. Putting it in the Cosmo. You put it in the Cosmo, and then your wife says, what's that, your penis? And then she falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then I chick just on her face like a gentle pudding pot. And, <laughs> and then you just tell her it's the drool from her deep sleep. Yeah, yeah. A, mm. Have some more wine, honey. <laughs> and then the bitch has to untie herself, but she can't, so I say, Bruh! It's like new coke. I'm taking pictures with my Kodak film. But, uh, that's my horrible Bill Cosby. Fucking I, I forgot he was the Kodak spokesman. For yeah, a while. he did everything. Yeah, he did everything. Oh, by the way, uh, Gig- Ava Rent- Ava Strentica. Giggles. Uh, by the way, Giggles is actually asking for the toys now. So. Just of course. Would you? Do you want to bring a toy back to Giggles? No. We can go through the box now and see what we have on the air and go. We have this. We have that. We have many. She. We might have the the gay dudes. Remember, the, we have the flesh. We had the flesh jacks and the fleshlights. Do we have any more penises? I don't know. We, we have to dig through the, the box, and then if he doesn't want to bring it, I'll sneak it in his car. So I'll it's in there, and I'll tell him. Yeah, and I'll, I'll sneak it in the car, and then I'll you tell her where it is to retrieve put it. In my tailpipe. That sounds like a horrible sex act. I'm gonna sneak it <laughs> in, in his, his car. car. Yeah. Uh, we have Mike, by the way, Mike from Smash Burger. Is it? What do you got? Oh, what? the ashtrays. We got ashtrays that magically appear. Uh, they, um, See, Joe's already prepared. All right, hold He's, on. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of doing a radio show. Let me uh, kind of say hi to the people in the face. There's of vegetables on the table. How dare you? I know. Uh, we got uh, Mike Thanks from... salad dressing. We got Mike from Smash Burger in here. We got Erica in here. Uh, what else we have? We have a whole bunch of... Oh, and... Uh, and Giggles, yet again, saying thank you for the gifts. Yeah, who did you so, meet at the coffee shop this morning from Smashburg? Uh, I don't know her name. It was a waitress that works at Smashburg. Yeah, she had your shirt on. She was advertising. She was advertising. We and said, hey, tell, too. tell Mike. Uh, <laughs> so basically, Joe wants to fuck her. I Joe was, just was trying to smash his burger. <laughs> oh, I, was. I like to smash his burger. I'd rather have a burger. Give, um, give me a fried pickle. What else? good. Uh, very good, yeah. Can we talk? Smash Burger's the bomb, man. I love that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, can we talk about my weekend? Sure. That, uh, fuck Billy and his not having sex. Yeah. About, he and Shocker Sunday, so the story went to shit already. Doesn't involve therapy? No, it involves, okay. no, it involves me going to, oh, uh, that was Diana, by the way, from Smash Burger. Oh, Diana. Okay. Diana. Um, they, uh. Where's my fries? Uh, dang it. <laughs> Danny, try not to get anything uh, incriminating on no, film. No, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm focusing on your fat yeah, ass. As, right as you should. <laughs> uh, use a wide-angle lens. Get it all in. Yeah. They, um, they, uh, I, I have to use the headshot of Eddie on the last scene. Yeah, yeah. Just, please, yeah, by the way, all cameras be focused on me. 
Because uh, Method Man walked in the studio for a second, and we want to make sure that we don't get... I'm fine, as you can see. By all the video evidence, I'm not doing anything. It might look like the studio's on fire, uh, but I didn't do anything. Thank God I'm wearing sunglasses indoors. They, um... Yeah, yeah, whoop, turn. Please, please, uh, 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 pass the touchy on the left-hand side. They, um... I did. They, um... Don't do the right-hand side. Do on the left-hand side. They, um... Yeah, so I ended up, by the way, at uh, Sirius XM yeah. over the weekend. Well, not the weekend. Friday, well, Friday into the weekend, yeah, so it was the weekend. So the security was off this weekend? Yeah, I made it right in. I went uh, right under the turnstile slip. They were on vacation. Uh, no, what happened was... Uh, we got a, we got a, I got a call from Eric Nagel. Well, a text message from Eric Nagel. The guy, he ran, he, uh, used to be the producer only of, uh, the Opie and Anthony show Ooh. and then Opie and Jimmy now and everything else. He runs pretty much Opie Radio. He runs the channel pretty much. All right. Uh, that's what he does now. Used to be right? cheese, huh? Well, not the big cheese. There's people obviously higher above him. Oh, okay. But he's, he's the guy that keeps everything in order. So he's limbo. All right. He makes the, he makes the order out of the chaos. He's Swiss cheese. All right. So now what happens was I get a call and then I, he wanted to hear, he wanted to hear all about the ham radio show. Ah, quite frankly. Yeah. So we start talking. It's nothing, mon- you know, nothing huge, but then I got ballsy and I'm like, Hey, if you ever want to be on the show, yeah. I'll, you know, he goes, he suggests, Hey, no, why don't you come down here? Come down to uh, Sirius XM. We'll take the interview. So then it becomes this whole thing, because then I'm like, awesome, absolutely. I'd love to come down there. Wow, a real radio studio again. Yeah. <laughs> so then I co- the best part is I go down to the place, go down to Sirius XM. We do, I'm waiting because they are under construction. They are doing all this stuff. Sure. They, so there's no one else around except me, the construction guy, security, and, and Eric Nagel and his team. So now what happens is, I'm standing around. There was some kind of technical mishap because of the construction that they're doing. Yeah. So we were supposed to tape the interview prior to the thing. All right. All right. So that doesn't happen. Then I see Hammy in the fucking hallway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Hammy's in the fucking hallway. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I explain it. He got all jealous. How dare you? And he runs in the bathroom. And he comes right back out. And he had to keep fucking asking me questions. And he was fucking very excited. But then he, then he leaves. So now, yet again, I'm left alone in the thing. So now I'm waiting with security, and then I'm like, I'm looking at my watch, I'm going, okay, I don't think we're doing this before the show. I think it was kind of few and far between, because it was like 20 minutes before he goes to air, and there's no time to do the interview. <sighs> so then Eric comes out, and he gets me, and he goes, come on with me. Come in, he starts doing his prep for his show, so I still think nothing of it. Now I'm in the hallway leading right to his studio, and he goes, oh, by the way, you're going to do your you're gonna do your interview with me on the air. So then I go, what? <laughs> So then next thing I know, that's why I'm frantically sending out tweets and everything else to try to get some social media behind me, uh, at Ham Radio Show, by the way. Ooh. Trying to get some stuff out there, and Uncle Eddie 13, by the way, on Twitter. That's right. Trying to get all that out there because I'm trying to, trying to get people to make sure that my, my fan base, all three of them, I'm trying to get all of them to listen. Yeah. And I'm trying to make sure that they understand I'm going to be on the air with him. Long story short, the interview never happens on the air because some, there was other technical glitch. I end up, Six minutes on his show, but it was like six minutes. It was like a great promo and infomercial for the Ham Radio show. He stayed along with his team an hour after his show to do an exclusive for the Ham Radio show, which we will play in its entirety today. That was, that was nice. We like on that. the air cool. today. So that's fucking awesome. Big ups to Eric Nagel and to the whole Eric Nagel show. Matt, uh, Giddles, Lewis, uh, Christie, who was there, everybody who was. By the way, 
and I, and I was saying this before and I will say it again. There's not, and even I think Mateo can even attest to this because he's been in the business, you know, he worked at KTU at some points and other places, that you have people that suck in this business. Yeah. There are people that aren't as gracious as they could be. Not that they should be, that they could be. They don't have to yep. be gracious. They could be assholes if they choose to be, and a lot of them do choose to be assholes. Appreciate what, what are you, what you Yeah, do. yeah, but he appreciated the fact that I was there. He appreciated the fact that, that I sat there like a nice, you know, Asshole for the whole show, which was a great show, by the way. Yeah. I, I gained a whole huge more respect for Eric, which I had to begin with. And four pounds. And, and four pounds of fat because I ate. <laughs> uh, but but I sat there and everything else. And it was it, he gracious enough to put me on his airwaves, gracious enough to put me on Sirius XM on his program, and was gracious enough to do um, like a, an hour-long interview. That he didn't have to do. He could have said, go fuck yourself. We did enough for you. Up, have a time's good day. up. Yeah. You've been bumped. And pulled the fucking carpet out from under yeah, me and went, eh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could have done that, but yeah. he didn't. No, so. I, I think pulling a carpet out from under you would be difficult. It's yeah. going to be, well, it's going to take a couple of people. It's not yeah. just, just him. Well, I would have done He's going to have to tie it to a forklift and just drive. Yeah. I would um, say, get him to the edge of the steps and then pull. Already in the, <laughs> already in the Facebook live chat room. Hashtag hire Uncle Eddie. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, there's, there's a tons of stuff. Also on today's show, uh, Taylor Chandler is going to be here. Yes. Uh, Michael Phelps, ex-girlfriend. Yes. Uh, who's caused a giant media firestorm over the last couple of weeks. Every time, anchor? every time that, that, that Michael Phelps wins something, she goes on the internet and it, be, it causes <laughs> more problems. So she's going to be here talking about Michael Phelps uh, in her uh, in the in his in that entirety because there's, there's a whole bunch of did she do this is she that was she born with a cock was she had bull because she's in her she's intersex which you have to learn what that even means she shot a porno since we talked to her uh, the the porno with Michael about Michael Phelps so that's also she's we got so much to talk to her about and unlike other shows we're gonna give her a chance to fucking talk we're not gonna say. You know, alleged girlfriend, or this, that, and the other thing, or she used to be a dude. We'll fucking give her time, and she'll do it. So if she has a dick also, she's really going to fuck Phillips. Well, that's right, but she didn't, but the thing was, I don't think she, intersect, we'll, we'll go over this, but okay. I don't think she had a dick, per se. Oh, she bought one? No, she didn't buy one. She's not giggles. <laughs> she didn't buy one. I think she had, it's a long story. You guys are getting me off track. Second off, then Eric Nagel will play the, the, the uh, part one and part two of the interview, and after that, we also have our Spank Bank Girl of the Week, Brooklyn Chase. By far, look her up. Danny hopefully has the pictorial coming up later. But beyond hot. Beyond hot. Yeah. Just take your pants off now. Because you're not going to have time to when you see what it is. 7189. Well, that's my, almost, I almost gave up my house number, Danny. <laughs> did you see that? Yes. I almost did that. You're an idiot. Let's call mom. Let's call mom. Seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty nine. It's the Ham Radio Show. Let's take a break. We'll regroup. We'll have Mateo, who already has the munchies, yeah. and we'll come back <laughs> on the Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back after these words. Come on. This is Ham Radio. Yo, check us out. Follow us. Follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. 
One of the best-kept secrets in Palm Beach is Monroe's Legends Lounge, a VIP club providing intimate private atmosphere that caters to upscale clientele, offering fine dining and a large variety of top-shelf cocktails, fine cigars, wine, and champagne. Members experience a truly five-star experience where they can enjoy Monroe's signature 36-ounce ribeye tomahawk steak or their famous seafood tower. Watch and listen to the top sporting events and all UFC fights on the large flat-screen TVs. With a dimly lit wood grain decor, the bar features a two-way mirror allowing members to get an unbelievable view of both live stages inside Monroe's Palm Beach. The Legends Lounge offers a private entrance with parking accessible to members. Located at 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. For more information, go to monroespalmbeach.com. Want more of the Ham Radio Show? Then check out Wayback Wednesdays, where we bring you the best of the Ham Radio Show, The Goom Era, right here on hamradioshow.com. Brought to you by ham247.tk. Only on hamradioshow.com. The Tony Batman's Entertainment News is a website dedicated to bringing you all the news that is sexy. Everything you need to know from the gentleman's club industry, adult movie industry, music, and sexy celebrity updates. Check out one of the top ten adult news sites in the world at entertainmentnews.com or simply tonybatman.com. The Entertainment News is updated for your viewing pleasure ten to twelve times a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If it's sexy and entertaining, it's on the Entertainment News. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 50 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida is a 74,000 square foot mega club with a 20,000 square foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Playmates Club has the ultimate Miami strip club experience featuring some of South Florida's hottest female exotic dancers performing for your entertainment in a comfortable, posh, and relaxed environment. The 2,500-square-foot club is located in the heart of Miami, Florida, and prides itself on offering a melting pot of gorgeous entertainers from all over the world for your enjoyment. At Playmates, the staff has one focus in mind, your enjoyment. Whether coming alone with clients, a group of guys, or girlfriends, Playmates Club treats everyone like a VIP making sure your every need is catered to. Along with a bar offering bottle specials all night long, the club's unique bistro features tasty twists on your favorite bar foods and excellent full meals. With an intimate club-like feel, guests are welcome to make themselves comfortable at one of the many cocktail tables in front of the main stage or to venture through to a private table dance and champagne room with the sexy exotic dancers there every day of the week. So check out more at PlaymatesClub.com. Missed an episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin. You are listening to Ham Radio. So give me a hell yeah. It's amazing that this band did a song about something in New York. It's, I'm surprised. I'm shocked. Well, by Dan, that. Danny's doing, or today's ins and outs today. Danny's doing, uh, can, can you wait to hook that up? Cause I'm kind of fucking on the air, Danny. Ah, Jesus don't worry Christ. about it. We do everything wrong. I know. Like, 
I understand that we're, we're called ham radio and it's amateur radio, but can we actually somewhat be professional? Maybe wait a second. Every day except Tuesday. I know. But, uh, we're doing songs inspired by New York. Right now, uh, 53rd and 3rd by the Ramones yep. is what's playing. Uh, is Mateo in studio? How are you? All right, just making sure because he's eating. I didn't know what was going he's on. He's chomping now. He's chomping now. He's got the munchies. I do have the munchies. We call him Munchies Mateo today. On the show. Uh, 53rd and 3rd by the Ramones. Uh, Pudding showed up. Pudding. Yeah. Are you on mic, Pudding? Uh, no, uh, we switched places. I'm on fire. He's on I just turned Joe off. What, Joe? I'm on five now. He's on six. All right, that little thing where you have to tell the guy running the fucking show. I know. Was you in good job. And you What's going rap on? It sounds so good. I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, well, thank you. Because if I do, you get me. I do. Uh, uh, it's the Hammer Radio Show, by the way. On today's program, live here on HammerRadioShow.com. By the way, 718-577-1389. On today's program... Taylor Chandler will be here. That's right. Uh, we got E-Rock, or Eric Nagel, oh, I, I, uh, from I Sirius XM. Shut up, Joe. I can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> it, it, watch, Joe. Ready? Get, there you go. Now you can shut up. But Eric <laughs> Nagel from uh, It's Eric Nagel on the uh, Sirius XM Opie Radio Channel 206. See how fluid that sounded? Sirius, pay attention. See how nice that was? That was beautiful. Uh, we'll be on the program as well. We'll play part one and part two of Eric, the Eric Nagel interview. And, uh, on top of it, our Spank Bang Girl of the Week, the beautiful Brooklyn Chase will be here on the Today Show. On Today's Show, not the Today Show, cause I'm not, I'm not, Matt, I'm not Matt Lauer. I don't think you do that show, Eddie. I, I do a lot of shows. I lose track. I, like of what's going on. That's I don't think that's one of them, though. Well, you get the hairstyle, man. I do. I do have Matt. Yeah. Well, he copied off of me. See, there oh, yeah. you go. I thought he looked more like Bam Bam Bigelow, but I do. You just got to get that freaking flame on your head. You get to go. You know what I mean? I, I would, ha- I would have a flame on my head, but Danny won't sit on my head. Nice. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that, you want- that was a gay joke. <laughs> you want to wear the ass helmet again? I don't want to wear the ass helmet. That oh one, God! I have one Roman soldier helmet. I don't want to have an, you know another one. <laughs> See. <laughs> See <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, pudding. ladies and gentlemen, pudding. Uh, mildly retarded, massively fuck up. Yes, I am. So what else is going? We did like we did the fact that Billy didn't. By the way, if you're just tuning in now, I didn't get a chance to do Facebook Live, so you're missing out on part two because I was busy trying to do my He's program here. And Danny's playing Jeopardy. The answer is Lake Gusagabla, Danny. No, it's what, not. Uh, what is? What is? Uh, there you go. Uh, they, uh, we did that. Billy didn't get any uh, over the weekend. We we learned no, that he didn't shock her Sunday. That. I did shock her Sunday, and apparently it was right nothing. in your face, literally. No, no. You didn't get any? No, I or did. Get no, he did no, get some. He just Everything didn't shock her Sunday. We just didn't do the shock. Why didn't bit. you shock her? Because it just didn't You're already fit in the, the pussy. Time. It didn't fit into the nice program. Yeah. Oh, my God. The pussy. You're there already. Yeah, you still got to go like around. Driving, you got to uh, knock on the door. That's you like, know, that, yeah. that is like driving out. I feel like Giggles is like that little kid that waits to grow up to go on the big kid rides, but just never seems to get there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you got you to be this tall, the yeah. shocker. And she's, <laughs> and she's sitting there like anxiously waiting to get to that height to get, you know. 
the William. Still not there. Today is the day. And she's like wearing like high heels to get like taller and. Mr. Will's wild run. Yeah. But do you understand? Hold on. Do you understand that that's like driving all the way out to Washington D.C. and not seeing the White House? Do you understand? I like guess. You, you went, you were all the way there. You were in Pussyville, USA. Yeah, but when you've been you there, you don't have to go back and see the same thing Yeah, but thing the whole again. point of the fucking bit was <laughs> that you were going to give the shocker to your girlfriend. Giggles was going to get I the shocker. I did. I shocked her by not giving it to her. You shocked her by fucking <laughs> having <laughs> sex with her. That's, no, that's no, it's, no, like, no. it's like going to Wally World and, and it's fucking Wally closed when you get there, man. Yeah, okay. okay. Disappointment. Take no, no. candy hostage. Yep. You didn't even punch the moose in the face? No, no he, but, uh, let's leave his ex-girlfriend out of this. Uh, I didn't punch the moose. Yeah. Like, uh, he was, at least he didn't have to punch the clown, which is a plus. He actually got laid over the weekend, which was nice. There you go. Uh, then we talked about Sirius XM, even going there and doing that. Uh, what else happened over the, uh, because uh, I have, no, because I have tons of shit. We have, we have, we have Johnny Depp stuff. We got Rudy Giuliani sticking his fucking foot in his mouth. Again? Again. Like always. Alright, let's, let's do, since that one just got a reaction, let's do Rudy what Giuliani. He, what did he say? Did Rudy he Giuliani's a fucking moron. Yes, he is. And I think highly of him. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, well, then there's something wrong with you. Well, just <laughs> coming from pudding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Pudding's calling out people now. That's a plus. Every time he calls somebody out, yeah. <laughs> every time he calls somebody out, it goes, it's terribly wrong. Yeah, for it's him. very true. <laughs> Just I, in, in the in the matchup between Pothead and fucking Retard, who do you have? <laughs> where do you, where do you put your money? Because you yeah, but Pudding probably has Retard strength, and and the uh, the Pothead over here, Mateo, Munchy Mateo, is not going to feel any pain. <laughs> you know I mean like so? It's just going to laugh at him the whole time. Just going to be some punches. Go ahead, Danny. <laughs> there you go. Little animal oh, house. boy. Joe, the wife's calling you. Go out there and go get some whatever the hell you have to do. What, what would Joe want, five now? I, I, I don't You guys know. want yeah. some chocolate chip cookies who, and milk? Who wants some? We got some vapor rub. We're all giving out vapor rub. <laughs> Everyone put some vapor rub on. Yeah. They, um, all right, so we have that going on. Let's look about, We can talk about this even though Joe's not in the room now. Uh, but we might as well make oh, it. Oh, boy. We might as well make it official. Let's make that official. Come on, people. Live from the WTF Newsroom, it's What the Fuck Action News. Do it live! I can all write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Why? Because we can. That's right, the WTF News. Brought to you by Hot Rocks. Hot Rocks, the only male and female enhancing pill known to man. It is... Hot Rocks from our friends at Raw Nation. For more information, go to H-O-T-R-A-W-K-S HotRocks.com for more grueling details. Please do so. It would be nice for everything to happen. So hot. Alright, so the, the topic at hand is Rudy Giuliani. Now, Rudy Giuliani uh, kind of went public... And said, yes, you're fucking mic's off because you're retarded, so wait a second. Okay. All right, are you good now? Yeah. Can I kind of host the show? Yeah, Okay, just sit there like like the monkey you are and be quiet. (laughs) The the Rudy Giuliani incident, is Joe back too as well? 
Joe, are you back in the studio? Uh, yeah, I'm in uh, Okay, so you, I wanted to make sure that you heard this. Yeah, I, I really am interested. Rudy, Rudy Giuliani had a, uh, he was having some kind of weird press conference thing where somebody gave a shit what Rudy Giuliani had to say. Oh. And Rudy Giuliani said this out loud, in public. By the way, under those eight years, before Obama came along, we didn't have any successful radical Islamic terrorist attack in the United States. They all started when Clinton and Obama got into office. Wait a minute. So, <laughs> what? What we're saying What is, happened about Bush? What do you do? Just press the delete button? <laughs> wow. So what we're saying is that 9-11 didn't happen. What a faux pas. That wow. is what you're what? saying. You're saying that 9-11 didn't happen. You want to know something, Eddie? These guys are getting old. I think Giuliani was the mayor at that time. Yes, he did. He was the mayor, and he did walk around fucking New York City, walked over the smolding bodies from the wreckage that was the World Trade Center. He did, with the police commissioner at the time, with Ray Carrick, at the time, walked around Manhattan, walked around that exact area where a, I don't know, radical Islamic, you know, terrorist act did happen, but, but according time, to him, but it only t- started when Obama took office. But at the time, they weren't radicals. They were just. It was okay to say it was the Muslims that did it. You didn't have to put radical he in front of it. I don't know. About so those are just regular Muslims, right? Right. The, the Mo- apparently, Muhammad you know. Ali and his friends all right. get on a plane. <laughs> yeah, apparently, that's and all it was. was. Yeah. Oh, they weren't gosh. radicalized. They were just the enemy. But what so, is yeah. their definition of a radical Islamic uh, Muslim? Is, is is their definition like does he uh, you know skateboard and surfboard? Is that radical? Is that what he means by that? I, or do you mean the guys that want to kill us? Donatello? Well, I'm not sure. Yeah, totally <laughs> radical. Yeah. yeah, my name is Muhammad, and I'm totally radical. I don't think that's exactly what it is. That's but, not what he know. means? You no. sure that's not what he means by that? But he was probably still, you know, proud of his accomplishments of banning fireworks and turning Times Square into a fucking into Disney, Disney world. world. Well, the, be- the best part was that Giuliani made this stupid foot-and-mouth fucking quote yeah. when he was introducing Trump. Right. So now Trump is now connected <laughs> to this. No matter no matter love him or hate him, okay, now it's connected between Trump saying stupid shit right. and now Giuliani saying stupid shit. Oh, yeah. Now together they have one giant stupid shit going on. But they, but usually Giuliani spends most of his time trying to create a twenty-year-old. Don't notice my hair. Recreate whatever the hell Trump said. You know. Oh no, what but he meant am- to say was this. But it's amazing. Like that's amazing to me that you would say like. That sentence came out of your mouth, and you said it with such conviction yeah. and such. You believed your own shit that came out of your mouth, and you were like, "It didn't happen." Wait, one more time. It's a Wait. '70s wrestling promo. One more time from the <laughs> Chiefs. By seats. the way, <laughs> under those eight years before Obama came along, Brother. we didn't have any successful radical Islamic terrorist attack in the United States. Brother. They all started when Clinton and Obama got into office. You know something mean, Gene? Let me tell you right now, radical Muslims didn't do shit, You know, I gotta tell you, if you Uh, listen to that again, it almost sounds like two parts, two different parts split and put But that's, it wasn't, that's exactly, I watched the news when he said it. They played the video, I can get you the video too. No, I believe he says, he says, you you can, you you can, no, no, the click is that he's, he's actually baffled by his own bullshit. 
<laughs> listen, I know, I know exactly the part you're talking about. Listen very carefully. By the way, under those eight years, before Obama came along, we didn't have right any there. successful radical Islam. Right there and right there. There's yeah. two spots where he goes, oh, fuck, I'm saying this, ain't I? Yeah. This is coming out of I, my mouth. I think what more he was trying to say was everything started around the time Clinton was in office. I don't know where Obama comes in all this because... Because nothing happened well, until... GW. Apparently, GW well, that, it happened, but then after GW's time was up, Late then we years. all the other things, things have gone on. on. So what are so, GW like you've been hanging out with him? He didn't even get acknowledged. You know, GW down at the corner store getting a soda the other day. Perhaps that is what he's saying. That, yes, you had 9-11, but then for the next eight years, nothing happened until Obama got there. So what you're saying is... So if he said it in a... So no one rocked the boat for right. fucking eight years. Right, apparently. Because, you know, GW, your best friend, GW, <laughs> owner guy. of the Astros, yeah. he says... He's the guy, man. That, that he, we will not have this radical shit happen while I'm in office. Right. As soon as I leave office... Everything could go to You waste. and Barack right. Hussein can <laughs> fuck around. Right. But right here, no. Right. Because I am GW. I'm Billy's G best friend. I'm maybe what he, was to what he was referring to is because Clinton had the opportunity to take out um, right. Bin Laden before. Well, and he didn't have the it. opportunity. Oh, you make it sound like they, like it's like well, that's what that, that's what they're. Why are you screaming? That's how they that's how they, how they make it out. Well, why, to be. But why are you screaming? I'm not first screaming, off, I'm you said first off, you heard it. You made we all flinched. Yeah, and I was like, hey. yeah, he's like, hey, oh, oh, you're as loud as pudding is. Another one. So the 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 fact is, the USS Cole gets bombed. That's when Clinton's in office. That's when people die. That was, it wasn't like he could go get them. It wasn't Patriot Games. It wasn't, the guy wasn't showing up in his fucking house ready to kill his kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, he's not Harrison Ford. He was Bill Clinton. Okay? Get off my plane. Yeah. And then you have, that was Air Force One. Did God damn it, get your movies Did you see right? him sitting in the background at the convention? Did you watch the convention though? Yeah, I was. Okay. So the part where he was sitting there, how many times, I don't know how many times I looked at him and I, all I saw was Stay him on going, mic though, because I don't want to miss these gems. <laughs> him going, yeah, I got a blowjob in that office. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how many times was he really saying that in his head? <clears throat> Well, he if was, you look at him, he's dazing out into outer space. On the microphone, I want to hear the jump. He's dazing out into outer space. Like the point is, though, it doesn't. To me, Bill Clinton, when he was in office, we all had more money. He was getting blowjobs and using the girls as a humidor. We were we were all better off. Then, with the eight years where supposedly radical Islamic shit didn't happen because of Billy's best friend GW. Uh, where go. nothing happens. I'm the man. Uh, I was poorer. Everyone's jobs were in a shitter. Uh, we had a president who wasn't in the White House at all. He was in the woods cutting down trees with his fucking, you know, pet dog Lucky, uh, wearing his little fucking cowboy hat on, on the ranch. And choking on pretzels. You know what I mean? Like, but that's why I laugh when everyone goes, oh, Barack is the worst president and this one was the worst president. They're all fucking the same. When Donald Trump gets in office, because that's probably what's going to happen. I when don't he know gets anymore. In, I don't know anymore uh, the way dude, his rants are going. Dude, and he's derailing dude, himself so. rapidly. Dude, this is the guy leading him off. By the way, under those eight years, before Obama came along, we didn't have any successful radical Islamic terrorist attack in the United States. They all started wait, wait, did you hear when that one Clinton part? and Obama got into office. Did you hear the part in the back where people were fucking clapping? Did you hear somebody go, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, Democrats. Fuck. Yeah, because they believe this shit. Middle America believes the bullshit. The, they go, fuck the black president. 
We believe this horse the, shit. The re- Republicans are, uh, are starting to alienate him again. They're After starting, him with that 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 Muslim Eddie, family stuff again. They weren't starting. Uh, yeah. They've been fucking alienated. No, they are even more now. Even like the ones that were actually supporting him are starting up. They, they're, they're all reaching out going, going dude, you fucked up okay, again. Yeah. First off and foremost, though, he doesn't need them. That's the scariest fucking part of this whole thing. He doesn't need the 50 fucking plus that are anti-Trump movement cocksuckers that write that. They don't, he doesn't need them. Yeah, just the people well, are what's going to get him in office, not these answers. Yeah, yeah but he's been, he's been putting his foot in, the ma- in his mouth uh, since a little, day one. A little bit yeah. more since day one. than usual. Uh, lately. But he, he oh. sort of notched it up. He notched it up like <laughs> he's, he's been, he's been like, a, he's yes, been, I've been an asshole this much, but now watch this. Dude, I'm endorsed. Uh, right. Mark my words for the Boom. rest of the campaign, he's going to be using the teleprompter. These oh, are, I don't know. These, these well, yeah, actually, Joe, because recently I was reading an article, he actually used like graphs and charts in uh, one of his rallies, which he's right. never yeah. done before. Because yeah. he's retarded. I, pudding should run for president. He doesn't over him. normally use like visuals and stuff like that, no, but he actually—he's like this show. He doesn't rehearse. He because, walks in there and says, "What do you want to know?" Because the the media has been contradicting every one of the like the so-called facts he throws right. out about Obama and this and facts? that. Facts, what he thinks. Yeah, yeah there's no facts. There's no facts. That's the thing. There's no facts. The, 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 the radical Muslims weren't around. Yeah. People don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear yeah. what they want to hear. Well, what about the fucking last week when he said that Obama and Hillary Clinton started ISIS? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The what fa- the hell? They're the founders of ISIS. Well, that's when it started to go a little bit downhill for him recently. But and it doesn't then, matter. Even then you even had the he... other people come out to try to explain what he meant that by you... that. Hey, I saw Hillary wearing an ISIS t-shirt, so stop the shit <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, World yeah, tour, really? right? World domination tour. Yeah. Yeah. I am the leader of ISIS, and Hitler was opening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Muslims is all the United States' fault when we were helping yeah. the Afghans get Russia out of there, and, yeah. and we were giving them weapons, and then we just left them hanging after Russia left. <laughs> somebody and, just and, watched, and everybody there? was just fighting amongst each other yeah. over there. All right, somebody just watched Charlie Wilson's War. We get it, but you that's know. pretty much when it started. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that, but the fact of the matter is that Trump made the exact point before. And look, I'm not pro-Trump. I'm just bringing up the fact that you really did just smack your face. Yes, well, you don't have a dog in this race, right? You're no, I don't. I, I want yeah. neither one of them. Yeah. My, my point is... Well, the Green Party's got their thing coming on. Well, <laughs> th- that's Mateo's party. The, the point, oh, that I'm, the point I'm trying to make yes. is that... Because everyone's talking because there's way too many people in this fucking studio today. Yeah, that's true. That the point is that Trump said it before. He can go out to the middle of fucking 50, uh, 51st or whatever the fuck street he said during the thing and shoot somebody and not lose one vote. 53rd and 3rd? Was it, it could be 53rd and 3rd by uh, the Ramones. He could do that. He That's the problem. You're dealing with stupid society. Ooh. You're looking at it logistically, Danny. You're saying he's putting his foot in his mouth. He's going to alienate a lot of people. But he's not alienating shit. These middle America cocksuckers who all they do is plow fields and wake up with the fucking roosters in the morning like are going, I don't want another fucking yeah. Obama but, president. Uh, fuck yeah. Hillary. But they, the, that's what they want. That's what they're hearing. Even the, even what, yeah. what the Republicans are going for, even the ones that don't like Trump, are saying he's still the better alternative than Clinton. Like, if they had a choice between but the two... But that's what I'm saying. There's still people so out there that are rooting way, for him. Yeah. Dude, he can literally build a time machine. Go back in time. All right? Help nail Jesus to the cross. <laughs> would not lose one fucking vote. Well, actually, the Catholics would probably back him then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, sure. The Jews would be like, hey, hey, wait a minute. That was our shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's 
these are my Trump nails. <laughs> Even though they kill my lord. Oh, that's funny. Best line in that song. Yeah. This is probably why we don't make it because we just insulted the people that run our business. <laughs> God damn Whoops. It. Oh well. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. That's just my, I, I, the, the shit that comes out of his mouth, I don't think is going to stop him. The, the, the dam is already busted open, people. The stupidity that was contained is now everywhere. One of the commentators said it. They said, if you're a Trump fan, there's nothing you can do to change your mind. No. And, and it's true. The, the, the Trump people are Trump people, and that's it. They, it, they, it's like you, you can't like when you were right. Jew, you can't change. <laughs> wow, we're well, well, really Wow, obviously, like, once you're a Jew, that's it. You're done. <laughs> no shit. You're out for the count. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, Thanks, Captain Obvious. They, uh, they, yet again, you're fucking with the druggie. Don't fucking do that. No, I'm talking about Joe. Oh. Captain uh, Obvious. The other one. The other druggie. <laughs> Don't fuck with the other druggie. Uh, I was talking about Joe. Did you, um, did you see they burned down that dude's, uh, Trump sign on, on Staten Island here? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, they burned down they again. Torched, they, no, they that torched it. Yeah, and then up. they put a bigger, better one up. up. Yeah, Which I want... was surrounded by press and like 7,500 people because I got stuck in traffic. What I would, what I would want to do though, is I if I I, I, I want to implore people on Staten Island because that's where the sign is. I don't have the exact location. Look it up. I'm not going to give up the guy's address. What I want you to do is I want you to go to the house and start spelling out words that end in T. All you Second Amendment people. Yeah, no, I want you to spell it like cunt. And I want what? Is that uh, double the points though? If you, yeah, we'll, we'll play like it's a triple word score. We'll play like Wheel of Misfortune. You, <laughs> you have to go to the house and just stand on the lawn spelling out words and take a picture and then upload it to the Ham Radio Show's page. I want to see words spelled out. Like I said, the next door neighbor should just put a C U N on his front lawn. So then it just says cunt. Whichever way you look at it. And then it looks like he's supporting Hillary. Yeah. So then, when you're reading it... And now a word from Hillary. And now a word from Hillary. Yes. Uh, it, just, it just boggles my mind. That was the big story. I think that guy actually Bye. came up to me because I saw the shirt of the, the tea that was made by the artist. Uh, some dude was wearing it. And now if they're selling shirts with that logo. Because the, the logo was made by a local artist. So it's not like it's just a logo you can find anywhere. So if there's a t-shirt now with it on, then that means that it's out there in the world. It's in the ether. And it's out there. So, uh, let's go from one dumb thing to another. Um, we have to talk Michael Phelps and we need a, we need an eyewitness. Uh, Taylor Chandler will be on the program when we come back here on the Ham Radio Show. Yay. Uh, ooh, what a big burp from a big boy. 718-577-1389 right here live. On HammerRadioShow.com. We'll be right back after these words, please. Let's go. This is Ham Radio. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? Follow us. Follow us, but not too close. On Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Just in case you thought we were trained professionals, guess again. More after this. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. 
One of the best kept secrets in Palm Beach is Monroe's Legends Lounge, a VIP club providing intimate private atmosphere that caters to upscale clientele, offering fine dining and a large variety of top shelf cocktails, fine cigars, wine, and champagne. Members experience a truly five star experience where they can enjoy Monroe's signature 36 ounce ribeye tomahawk steak or their famous seafood tower. Watch and listen to the top sporting events and all UFC fights on the large flat screen TVs. With a dimly lit wood grain decor, the bar features a two way mirror allowing members to get an unbelievable view of both live stages inside Monroe's Palm Beach. The Legends Lounge offers a private entrance with parking accessible to members. Located at 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. For more information, go to monroespalmbeach.com. Want more of the Ham Radio Show? Then check out Wayback Wednesdays, where we bring you the best of the Ham Radio Show, The Goom Era, right here on hamradioshow.com. Brought to you by ham247.tk. Only on hamradioshow.com. The Tony Batman's Entertainment News is a website dedicated to bringing you all the news that is sexy. Everything you need to know from the gentleman's club industry, adult movie industry, music, and sexy celebrity updates. Check out one of the top ten adult news sites in the world at entertainmentnews.com or simply tonybatman.com. The Entertainment News is updated for your viewing pleasure ten to twelve times a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If it's sexy and entertaining, it's on the Entertainment News. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at one 50 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida is a 74,000 square foot mega club with a 20,000 square foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Playmates Club has the ultimate Miami strip club experience featuring some of South Florida's hottest female exotic dancers performing for your entertainment in a comfortable, posh, and relaxed environment. The 2,500-square-foot club is located in the heart of Miami, Florida, and prides itself on offering a melting pot of gorgeous entertainers from all over the world for your enjoyment. At Playmates, the staff has one focus in mind, your enjoyment. Whether coming alone with clients, a group of guys, or girlfriends, Playmates Club treats everyone like a VIP making sure your every need is catered to. Along with a bar offering bottle specials all night long, the club's unique bistro features tasty twists on your favorite bar foods and excellent full meals. With an intimate club-like feel, guests are welcome to make themselves comfortable at one of the many cocktail tables in front of the main stage or to venture through to a private table dance and champagne room with the sexy exotic dancers there every day of the week. So check out more at PlaymatesClub.com. Missed an episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Hey, this is Gene Simmons from the greatest band in the world. You know it, I know it, come on. Even your grandma knows it. Kiss. And you're listening to Uncle Eddie right here on Ham Radio. Fucking just has to. No one gives a shit, Bill. No one's sitting there going, oh, goddamn. 
that's Eddie's absolutely wrong. Oh. Nobody said Eddie, anything about it. Any mild-mannered Kiss Just, fan, or anyone who even knows of Kiss, would go, oh, Eddie's right, because that's how they'll let him to the stage every time they come out. What a big flaming... This is not when they were Wicked Lester. This is when they were Kiss. Well, and, this was pretty much right after Wicked Lester. Yes, but they're still Kiss! Black Diamond! Kiss! Off the God damn first it. album. Off the first Off album. The first album. Exactly. Songs inspired by New York. They, uh, the song is Black Diamond. This is the Hammer Radio Show. Billy the Baron of Bizarro World would like you to know that this is not when someone wanted the best. So they didn't get the best. They got Wicked Lester Light, a.k.a. Kiss. And this is them with Black Diamond. Yeah. Is that good enough? Is that a better intro for that, you? No, but it'll do. Did that make you feel happy? That worked for you, Bill? Is that nice? No. I'm waiting on your answers. Because why would I want to go no. do my radio show the way I need to do it? 718-577-1389. It's the Ham Radio Show. Let's get Taylor on the phone. Talk about a black diamond. Taylor Chandler is involved in a lot of controversy. She just, she just sent me a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to try to get to right now here on the show. Oh, Michael Phelps ruining her life. Hello? Hey, Taylor. Hey, Hey, hey baby. Hey, baby. How are you Welcome. doing? I've seen you naked, baby. Hey, baby. That is a sexy boy. Yes, you have. Round of applause. Taylor yeah. Chandler is on the phone. Welcome to Ham Radio. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> um, all right, so we have to start from the beginning. Let's just, I, I understand we know each other, but for the people who have no clue who the fuck you are, let's start there, okay? Let's start right there. Uh, let's start with the, the, inter, the intersex thing, because people have no clue what okay. the fuck that is. Explain to the audience what that means. Okay, intersex obviously can mean a lot of different things for people, but for me, I'm what's called mosaic. Intersex used to be hermaphrodite, so of course people are familiar with that, but it was derogatory, more like a freak show. You thought of it in circus context. Um, I was born with both male and female parts. My chromosomes are okay. XX and XY, but I always identified female. Some intersex people don't identify as either. In theory, I was neither male nor female. Ooh. And that's so hard for people to really understand. But decades ago, I was um, surgically corrected to just one gender, female. All right, so you did so, ha you did have a, let's just, like, let's call a spade a spade so people understand this. You had something that w looked like a cock, but it wasn't a cock because you didn't have testicles and everything. Right. Okay. I mean, I had a vagina in that cock, too. Yeah, that's why I figured that. <laughs> it was that. closed up. <laughs> yes. I had a closed up. Well, who hasn't? Billy has a closed up vagina. He calls it his girlfriend. That's true. Wow. <laughs> Far from it. But well, actually, you, you all had a vagina. That's how we all start out. Yeah. If you think about this in the terms of science, we're all female in the beginning. The ovaries drop down, become your testicles. The lips close up, become your sac, and the clitoris grows out and becomes your penis. Yeah. It's so why am I it's all not turned that on? Hard to think <laughs> variation. So I got mine. That's for sure. I still have one. 
The what? I told you, my penis, my penis looks like a clitoris and my ball bag looks like the lips. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Oh, fuck maybe, am I going to do? Maybe that's why I'm attracted uh, to you. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. People are calling it. They, uh, people, I'm talking to Taylor Chandler. Uh, All right? God damn it. Stop calling. Call in a minute when we're in the, We just started the fucking interview. People, crazy. <laughs> It's probably TMZ. They want to hate on me already. Well, that's the thing I want to talk about because you you are seemingly, from what even Danny was just saying, because he was all over the internet and he was he was checking out people's reaction to things that are mainly the reaction to you. You're like the most hated woman on the internet because you're going after the Olympic golden boy, who we have to say allegedly, even though I believe you, allegedly your ex boyfriend Michael Phelps. Okay. I think the problem is a lot of these people yeah. didn't know I existed until now. Sure. I mean, you know, people that have been in the know, I've talked about this nonstop. Um, it's just the Olympics amplified everything. What's frustrating for me is, is that when he did the New York Post, no, New York Times article, and then he did the Sports Center interview, those are the first times he started giving a timeline wow. of the days leading up to the DUI and after the DUI, and it's all a lie. All right, so, let's, so in turn, he's calling me a liar. So let's talk about the DUI. The DUI that you say he got, what that's what caused your life with Michael Phelps to go to shit. Correct, because okay. there was so much media around that when the night of the DUI people saw me come to his house, leave his house. They saw my car. My car was parked there for two days. You know, it just, it, it left me so exposed um, because of his actions. And then by him not saying anything, not acknowledging me, he, by omission, made me look like a liar to the world. And that's why you feel like your life is now fucked up. Because you also feel... now. Can I talk about the thing you just sent me? Yeah. Well, right. let me say this first. As okay. a sign language, I was a sign language interpreter. We yes. need to be invisible. Living in D.C., I worked at you know a lot of government agencies. I worked on the Senate floor. You can't do that job and people be recognizing you. You can't be at the hospital and someone walk up and be like, I just saw you on... TMZ, right. because then I've compromised the, the confidentiality of my deaf client, because we have all their information going in our ears, off our hands. And so what I sent you today is the culmination of what's happened, not being, literally not been able to work for the last two years. You know, people, that's one of the things they bash me about, get a job, get a job. I've tried, you know, with Google, the internet, with being so highly visible, and I'll take responsibility and say some of that's my own fault for things that I did in the beginning, but there was no handbook on how to deal with your life once it's thrown into the public eye. No, and your name has been dragged through the mud, and you've been uh, persecuted at the altar of the court of public opinion, and you've been told this, that, and the other. So how the, how the hell would you be able to get a job? Like, you can't work at a Wegmans or a Publix, because your name gets looked up, and they go, hey, by the way, didn't you also do this? Weren't you also hermaphrodite? And weren't you this, that, and the other? And that's the that's the thing that I think that people kind of gloss over. Because 
you your life in 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 a nutshell because the way you explain it is this one the, the DUI happens and from that moment on now your life is a shambles you are now filing for bankruptcy because yep. you you can't afford anything and you now because I got to play devil's advocate. Now, the other side of the coin is that the Internet is saying that you come off like a jealous ex-girlfriend who can't move on because Michael Phelps has moved on. He has a kid now. I think he I don't know if it's a wife or a girlfriend. I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, fiance. 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 All right. Yeah, right there. She knew. But let me know. let me pose another part of it. Yeah. Let's just say that nothing has changed with Michael Phelps. Octagon and his people have just gotten better at keeping it out of the public eye and keeping his <clears throat> indiscretions clean. Right. Well, the whole re- the, the thing the the point that we were the point of order the reason why we were like oh shit we have to have Taylor on is because you went out on uh, just a random Tuesday uh, during the <laughs> Olympics and just ripped him a new asshole via the internet. You went on and you were talking about how. He was breaking Charlie Sheen's hooker record. Um, <laughs> that he was like that. He's not really a nice dude, and everyone's blinded by the gold medals. Correct. Now, would you, um, do, do you do you care to go more deeper into that? I mean, there's not. I mean, the problem is no one wants to believe that. Um, if you like, you guys were saying the the backlash to that was now we don't care that's his personal life he won gold medal it's kind of sad to me that in my opinion and it is my opinion but it's a pretty strong one he violated so many times the 304 code of usa swimming if he wasn't michael phelps he wouldn't even be allowed to compete period what's the 304 code help me out here the moral conduct that swimmers have to uphold. Because to be part of USA Swimming, not only do you have to qualify on the swimming level, you have to have a high moral caliber. You can't smoke pot. You can't speed. You can't have DUIs. You can't be a womanizer. You can't do all these things that he's done. But yet, he's there. You know, (laughs) Brock, whatever his name, that raped a girl... He's not competing in the Olympics. Yeah, but they, well, but here, right, but, oh, hold on for a second. You can't put rape with smoking weed because then Mateo next to me would be the biggest rapist in the world. It'll <laughs> all be a jam. But I mean, like, the violations of the three hundred four code, code are yeah. a violation. It's no. like sin. You know, if you look at God and religion, yeah, sin yeah. is sin. Violation, violation. Oh, well, I get that. It's I like understand. You're that. gonna have the Little League World Series coming up. They all do that. They oath to the Little League World Series, blah okay. blah blah. So whenever they get caught cheating, they're all thrown out. They you know, that's I, I, and it's a little thing. It's not you know, but they they raped or murdered anybody. The they just violated the oath. So once you violate the oath, boom, you're out. But I get that. What I'm saying though is, to me, to me, it makes her look. It makes Taylor look. Bad in the eyes of the assholes of the world. I understand that Taylor's just trying to make sure that she, she, her message gets heard. Right. That she mm-hmm. is right and he is wrong. And I get that. That he did a lot of bad shit. But what I'm saying is, from the other people looking at her, 
She looks like the jealous ex-girlfriend who just can't get over it. I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that that's what she looks like. Because, like, uh, Taylor, a lot of people would say, just get over it. Fuck Michael Phelps. He's an asshole. Oh, I hear that every day. I do. So then why do you you think you can't get over it? Well, I'm still not working. I filed bankruptcy today in Alexandria, Virginia court. Mm -hmm. Um, Michael Phelps is named in that bankruptcy. Um, (sighs) You know, I, you know, right or wrong, I made the decisions. I felt like I had no other decision at the time, but ultimately it was my decision. I wrote a book about him. I did a film based on my life with him. It's a good porn. It's a good porno. So those, those have to be promoted, and unfortunately, yeah. no matter what I do, his name precedes mine. I literally could probably cure cancer, and they would say Michael Phelps's ex cured cancer. You can get in that time in machine my... with Donald Trump and uh, nail Jesus, and, you, and it would still be <laughs> my... Michael Phelps's ex-girlfriend nail Jesus to the cross. In my defense, I never said I was his girlfriend. That was the media. I well, said that him and I were dating. We were in a relationship. But we you were his about girlfriend. We were making plans. The media started calling me his girlfriend, his alleged this, his self-proclaimed that. Those were never my words. The yeah, media the, did that to but me. But the media also called you a hermaphrodite, and that's not fucking true either. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... The, well, me- the, the, the media worst is wrong. Part is, in the beginning, they'd call me a he, she, man, freak, tranny, transgender, and then the first sentence in the article would be, she was born intersex, and then they'd explain it. It was all about what I've learned is no matter what news is happening, at the end of the day, it's all showbiz. Yeah, and right. I, look, I've seen Taylor Naked. I've seen Taylor Naked in the movie, uh, which, by the way, is called Going for Gold, oh. Going for the Gold. Uh, she is the uh, quote unquote first ever intersex porn star. I believe that's how Vivid, uh, you know, was selling Hocked it. it up. Was 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 uh, hocking it out there, and. Yet again, I watched the trailer again last night, just for you know research, and uh, <laughs> and I got. Did say, you rub one off? You I, sure did. Oh no, I rub I rub one out to you at least uh, once a week. But like, <laughs> see, that's the whole thing. She's not a tranny. She's not transgender. She's not a uh, hermaphrodite. Like she doesn't have anything. Everything down there looks like a working vagina. There you go. Like a well-oiled machine, yes. so to speak. I don't know if it's oiled. I think she uses KY. But I'm just saying, it's... it's that a, depends on the guy. There you go. And she talks dirty amazingly in this movie. Like, there's a lot... Mostly, most of the narration was just Taylor on a couch, upside down, playing with herself, talking Well, you want to know what's funny about that, Eddie? Kimberly yeah. Kane, who's another porn star, she's the director mm-hmm. of Going for the Gold. And her and um, Maddie, who is one of the cameramen... They literally told me that I should teach young girls how to do solo masturbation because they didn't need to direct me at all. And I'd never done that crap before. I just, I thought about what a man would like. And, you know, we were kind of setting it up like he was away at a swim meet and I was home fantasizing about him. And then when he came home from the swim meet, you see it lived out with him. Um, That's the part where we're dressed and stuff. That's. You know, it chronologically goes through exactly what was happening in my relationship with him and what happened sexually with him. All I'm going to say is the guy who ever played Michael Phelps, even though he was in the pool, there was no shrinkage. 
I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> Monster's penis. It was a heated pool. Oh, my God. It was heated. It must have been fucking. It must have been heated by lava. Ooh. All right, Billy, because it got bigger. You know that pool was freezing? That pool scene took like 10 takes because it was so fucking cold. He jumped in, jumped right back out, and he's like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. And they were like, you've got to do this because that part was shot with a GoPro. Yeah. And yeah. it took take. When you see me laying on that chair in that beach bunny bikini, I had like heated blankets on me until right before the camera was going to go over me because it was so freaking cold. <laughs> they told the guy. They told the guy. That was shot in December. <laughs> they you know, told the guy, "Look, like, you're going to get out of the pool. Don't worry about. It. She's going to blow you. Yeah. You'll be fine." She'll give you a mouth and then he had to swim across the pool, and then I'm standing at the end holding the gold medals, and I turn around. Oh, my God. I was like, and he was splashing. I was like, fuck my life. I'm freezing. <laughs> he took a 20-minute hot shower, and it was running so that he literally went from the pool to the shower before anything could happen further. So why, let me ask this question. If you did this porno, why can't you just do more porn, and then you have a job? Um, I don't know. I don't think porn really wasn't what I wanted to do in the first place. It just kind of was, you know, you learn quickly how a news cycle shifts. So things that were offered to me in the beginning that I didn't want any part of, then when I decided I wanted them, those deals were gone. Then other deals come up. It just, it was a constant shift because the whole time he was in rehab, I didn't give interviews. I didn't talk about him. I did nothing. I protected him. I thought we were still together. I was, quote, unquote, standing by my man. It wasn't until November 19th when he got out. Huh? Now, I was singing Stand By Your Man. Poorly, I was (laughs) So it wasn't until November 19th when he got out that I said anything. Yeah, but you had a strike with the iron's hot. I mean, to me... You had you had a um, a, a viable uh, grudge to make the point of that you were you cast aside, you were thrown asunder. It's like, oh yeah, fuck her. I don't care about her now. I, I'm Michael Phelps. I got to go to rehab. Uh, that was the attitude, at least that was out there. Uh, to me, the only thing is to me, Taylor, is I because I don't want you to be looked at as some kind of fucking asshole because that's what how the media <laughs> spins it. Asshole face. <laughs> they what they do is they come out and they'll say like you know she's out there and she's obviously she's got bankruptcy going on issues now she's got her her life is just a shambles. I think she has a great case mm-hmm. of defamation of character. You have to say she has a defamation yeah. of character. Well, I think that's probably what the through the bankruptcy uh, sure. that might lead to that, Joe. Absolutely, she's been damaged. But that she's, she's now damaged damage, goods. Yeah. My whole thing is I don't want you to come off looking like the one who's just a jealous ex girlfriend. Who can't get over, you know, Michael Phelps, you mean like he has got a baby now, he's got a fiance, yeah, he did the pot, and now he's fucking around, he, he sent dick pics to somebody. Wait, he went to rehab to get off pot? No, he went to rehab, oh. no, no. I got really Do you offended. know who I? Yes. <laughs> Munchie's, uh, Mateo just woke up. Yeah. They, uh, no, no, he was, he was drinking. And that's how he got the DUI. I mean, he had uh, weed he, in his system his probably. His second DUI, because he had gotten sure. one prior. Yeah. But they, you know, like she said, they have the people behind them. He got one prior that he right. was caught. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how many times Baltimore police let him go. I sure. Believe it or not, I would. Oh, yeah. All he had to do was get out of the car and then jump into the river. 
And just swing my hat. Who the fuck's gonna catch Michael Phelps? There he Nobody. goes. Yeah, there he goes. Fuck, he's gone. Well, see, part of what was hard about that is when he talks about the dark period and wanting to kill himself, and he was in bed for five days all by himself. Poor that's baby. all a lie. It never even happened. Ooh. It's so no. And anybody that knows his mother sees how dominant a figure she's always been in his life. She lives a mile from him. His door is an electronic keypad. She has the code. Does anybody honestly think that after getting the DUI, all the media scrutiny, that she allowed him to just lay in bed for five days on the brink of suicide? Everything that you are seeing is a well-oiled PR image rebuilding machine. Unfortunately, me saying that comes across like I'm a bitch, I'm angry, and I am but that's, angry but that's because the thing. I'm you're, being called a liar. You're fighting you the know? PR machine of Michael Phelps. That's what I'm saying. It's a, yeah. it's a kind of losing fight. Right. You know, and I, mean, like, I don't want you, you to see, lose, though. When you see that, and I mean, a dark period, let's be realistic He was here. fucking black This chicks. is the way he's always been. That's why I did the timeline of cheating. I wanted people to see he's always done this. And it's not me just saying it. You can look online and you can see these stories that unraveled every single time. You know, he, that's why she left him in the beginning, because the Carrie 3 gene. There's always been a cheating mechanism in all of this. He's always, you know, an article came out today saying that, I'm in a love triangle with him and Nicole. Right. You know, when Nicole got back together with him. Yeah, I was going to say, good for in you. June, <laughs> in June of 2014, during the Irvine meet, she was still with Mark. She was cheating, too. So it's not like she's some mother saint. You right. know, Mark threw her out. She had nowhere to go. She went home to her parents. Michael flew out there, bought her a BMW. You know, she's a former beauty queen. She worked for some subsidiary company of Yahoo as like a spokesperson training telemarketer. So how hard is it for anyone to believe that Michael Phelps on any level was appealing to her? I get get all that. Oh, let me say this. Yes, please. Who in their right mind is going to have a baby in the middle of training for the Olympics? Nobody. Yeah, yeah, but I hats to. off to that girl for securing her future. And, you know, he because of his training, he's hardly been there at all since Boomer was born. So you cannot tell me in any way, shape or form that they want that he wanted to start a family while he's in the middle of, you know, 10, 16 hour training days leading into the Olympics. Have you talked to Michael since? Yes. And what does Michael have to yeah. say about this since since the well-oiled PR machine is telling you, hell no, she's a bitch? Are you going to any Ravens games? <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael's apologized to me in private. Um, the problem is he won't do it publicly. Michael sometimes can be like, everything you're seeing now is so against who he is. He hates talking publicly. It, I couldn't understand the Facebook Live thing. Then it turned out it was a paid deal, plus it makes him more human to people, so they like him more. He never liked fans and taking photos. and t- He's such a private person. All of that was just difficult for him. Um, just 
to know Michael Phelps, when you saw him win that gold and the arm span and telling everybody to clap for him, all I could think of in that moment is he's standing there going, all right, bitches, bow down, suck my dick. I am Michael Phelps. That's, you know. I say that every that time I get in the him. pool. I, I do the exact same thing. I say, bow down, I'm Michael Phelps, yeah, bitch. I like that. <laughs> and my parents are like, you know, why are you telling us to suck your dick? It's mean. But I do it every time. Go ahead. And the funny thing is, it's like, to me, the Olympics aren't what they used to be, like, in the 70s. When people were, were like, amazing Olympians. And don't get me wrong, I am not saying he's, he, when it comes to swimming, he's dedicated, he puts in the work, he is what he is. But that has zero to do with his character, the man, and who he is out of the pool. And what people see has nothing to do with actually who he is. Right. Um, and, the, you know, up until a couple of months ago, he'd never talked about the DUI and everything that happens. If people pay attention to the meadows where he went in Arizona, it's for sexual addiction, primarily. Ooh. It's not for alcoholics. So if people start really doing their homework, um, when I was accused accused of having sex with him during halftime at the Baltimore Ravens game, it was an away game. They weren't even in town. So that's so ridiculous. It's unbelievable. She still, um, she still fucked him, but it was day, an away game. Oh, I was disappointed. The Daily oh, Mail today or yesterday is saying that, you know, I screwed him in the bathroom. You know, first of all, if I'm going to screw Michael Phelps at a Ravens game, it certainly ain't happening in the bathroom. And, you know, Hollywood gossip, who is just a horrible site, today they're calling me a stalker and saying that um, I could never corroborate my story. Why would I corroborate my story to Hollywood gossip? Do you, do you, I mean, do you that's any, just ridiculous. Do you have any pictures of you, like, giving uh, Michael Phelps fellatio or <laughs> a hand job? You mean, like, because that would hey, shut bro. up everybody at one shot. You want to bite him any? No, no. Well, yes, I would like to see it. <laughs> I think Michael Phelps is cheating because he has a giant penis. I think that thing's like a runner <laughs> when he's in the water. Dollars. No, no, I'm People have was... always asked if I had a picture of Michael Phelps and I together. What I, I've never lied about it. I said the truth. I said, you know, things were new with us. You know, I didn't feel like I had to take a picture to prove I was with him. I was right. trying to, on social media, I called him my 6'4 body heater to my... 200 family and friends on my little Facebook at the time. You know, I wasn't trying to be out with this. And I dated a lot of high-profile people throughout my life because I'm blonde, 5'8", big boobs. It's the social circle I ran in in Orlando. And so, I mean, I didn't want any of this that's happened. And that's why it's so frustrating that people think that I did. I had a great job. I made great money. Why would I want my personal life made public when I'd worked so hard to keep my personal life private for 25 years? Right. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. You come off in this whole thing. I understand that you're fighting for what you believe in. I, I got to wrap this up, but I want to make it abundantly clear to you. <laughs> I know that you're fighting for what you believe in. And I understand. I truly believe you over all the... I believe in my heart of hearts... That Michael Phelps, he just, to me, he looks like a dick. So I understand, this is my personal opinion. 
that he comes off like he's a dick. So, okay, that's my personal opinion. But now no one's going to, like, like if I come out and do a whole, uh, get a podium and I stand up in the middle of, like, Times Square and I go, by the way, Michael Phelps is a dick. Let me tell you why. Somebody is going to make it look like this fat tub of shits is out here besmirching the name of Michael Phelps. Our 23 gold medal winning son of a bitch. Should be and blah, 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 blah. And automatically, they're going to attack me then at that point. Do you understand what I'm saying? You automatically are going to look like the ex-girlfriend who's like that one fucking site you just said called you a stalker and called you this, that, and the other. You're not going to look good in the scenario. I think, honestly, you should... If... When you do the bankruptcy now, if he gets called to that trial, like a bankruptcy hearing, and he has to show up, that right there might give you some closure. But if he doesn't... Well, I don't know that he'll be called, but people will get at the public hearing what they've wanted, so they say, because at that hearing, all the proof and documentation that everybody's been so eager for for so long will be submitted into evidence in my bankruptcy case for the public and the world to see. And they will see that I really was dating him. I really was seeing him. I really was there the night of the DUI. They'll see our fight. And, you know, they'll see that no text was doctored, no email was doctored, no phone logs were doctored, that everything is real. It's backed up by evidence um, that can't be disputed and it will be submitted into court in a public hearing and you know it'll be real interesting to see what Phelps and his camp have to say then um, and that's what you then, that's what you need and they you need that public forum yeah. with his being quiet here we are now and now it's going to be forced to come out and be public right i think i think you should be allowed if you win oh, this is the last thing that i have to go to break i think the, what you should do and when you win the bankruptcy, uh, the hearing, and you, you get, and all, and by win I mean all the proof comes out, and in the court of public opinion you win. I think Michael Phelps should have to give you at least three of the medals. Okay. <laughs> I, I think that's, I think that's the nicest thing the fucker can do. All right, he can't give you the kid. I say he gives you the medals. That's the nicest thing he can do. Well, I figure based on the, the image that they keep shoving out there, he has to give up those shoes oh, yeah. with the baby footprint in them. Mm, very true. Aw, mm. those are cute. They really are. All right, uh, Taylor Chandler, thank you for being on the show, baby. Round of applause. Uh, thank you yeah. for She's me. fighting a good fight. She's trying to make sure that she doesn't look like an asshole. No, absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's the present because she's, she's got the proof and nobody wants to fucking listen. Well, good luck with the lawsuit. I know. I want her, I want her to win. Yeah. I want her to win. I, I want her to be not just the girl that I've masturbated to. Sure. I want her to be <laughs> a winner. Uh, uh, a wealthy winner. A winning wealthy girl you winner. I want her to be the winning girl I masturbate absolutely. to. Absolutely. Thank you, Taylor. Yes. Thank you, guys. Have a great Tuesday. You too, yeah, baby. You too. See ya. Bye. Bye. I love that sexy voice. Don't I know. She, don't, you have yeah. to watch the, watch the trailer of her fucking for going for the gold. Okay. She's playing with herself, okay. and it's all narration. And you could probably jerk off in the span of time that she does the trailer. It's good. Seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty nine. It's the Ham Radio Show. We got to go to break. Uh, when we come back, we got more stuff. We got to... What the Radio Show. We're the uncrowned kings of reality radio. What more do you need to know? Find out next on the program. We'll be right back. Yeah. Right here. Sure. Push the button. Let's go. 
What's your name, scumbag? Ham Radio. Wonderful. And while we're at it, we can light up a doobie and watch porn. Great horny toes. Now they will be here. One of the best kept secrets in Palm Beach is Monroe's Legends Lounge, a VIP club providing intimate private atmosphere that caters to upscale clientele, offering fine dining and a large variety of top shelf cocktails, fine cigars, wine, and champagne. Members experience a truly five star experience where they can enjoy Monroe's signature 36 ounce ribeye tomahawk steak or their famous seafood tower. Watch and listen to the top sporting events and all UFC fights on the large flat screen TVs. With a dimly lit wood grain decor, the bar features a two way mirror allowing members to get an unbelievable view of both live stages inside Monroe's Palm Beach. The Legends Lounge offers a private entrance with parking accessible to members. Located at 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. For more information, go to monroespalmbeach.com. Want more of the Ham Radio Show? Then check out Wayback Wednesdays, where we bring you the best of the Ham Radio Show, The Goom Era, right here on hamradioshow.com. Brought to you by ham247.tk. Only on hamradioshow.com. The Tony Batman's Entertainment News is a website dedicated to bringing you all the news that is sexy. Everything you need to know from the gentleman's club industry, adult movie industry, music, and sexy celebrity updates. Check out one of the top ten adult news sites in the world at entertainmentnews.com or simply tonybatman.com. The Entertainment News is updated for your viewing pleasure ten to twelve times a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If it's sexy and entertaining, it's on the Entertainment News. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Playmates Club has the ultimate Miami strip club experience featuring some of South Florida's hottest female exotic dancers performing for your entertainment in a comfortable, posh, and relaxed environment. The 2,500-square-foot club is located in the heart of Miami, Florida, and prides itself on offering a melting pot of gorgeous entertainers from all over the world for your enjoyment. At Playmates, the staff has one focus in mind, your enjoyment. Whether coming alone with clients, a group of guys, or girlfriends, Playmates Club treats everyone like a VIP making sure your every need is catered to. Along with a bar offering bottle specials all night long, the club's unique bistro features tasty twists on your favorite bar foods and excellent full meals. With an intimate club-like feel, guests are welcome to make themselves comfortable at one of the many cocktail tables in front of the main stage or to venture through to a private table dance and champagne room with the sexy exotic dancers there every day of the week. So check out more at PlaymatesClub.com. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on HamRadioShow.com. Go to HamRadioShow.com and click on the downloads link. Hello, this is Miss Swan, and you're listening to Ham Radio with Uncle Eddie. Uh-oh, it's got ham in it. If you're Jewish, you cannot eat it. Jesus. I laugh every time that plays. Yeah. It is the Ham Radio Show. That's one of my favorites. WHAM, part of the Unfiltered Radio Network. 
New York City Serenade. Okay. It's the boss. A little spring scene for you. No. Bruce. Come on. I love the Bruce. And songs inspired by New York City, Joe. Come on. No, let's go, baby. You love the Bruce? I love the Bruce. Bruce. That was on time with the music. No. I got one for you. Yeah. Oh, there it is. 718-577-1389. It is the Ham Radio Show. I think someone's on the phone or they keep trying to call us. So let's call them. Because they keep trying to call me. It's the lawyer telling you to shut up. It's CMZ. Wouldn't be surprised. Let's see. Let's see who it is. They keep trying to call us. Yeah. It might be the FCC. Might be the Internal Revenue. Might be Michael Phelps. It's Michael Phelps. Yeah. I I have something to say. (laughs) Q-Track Sound Lab. Yellow, who's this? Yes, good day. Hello, this is Q-Track Sound Lab. Oh, it's Q-Track. Yes, t- how are you doing today? See, I told you the guy, we're, we're going to be playing uh, some of your music later. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. This is the receptionist. Oh, hey, receptionist. <laughs> okay. we'll play some of your music. Is it, the actual, wait, is it the actual receptionist or are you just being fucking trying to be funny? Uh, can I transfer you over? Uh, okay. Sure. Some tells me this is a dude in one room going, can I transfer you over? <laughs> Uh, okay, yes, please transfer me over, Q-Tracks receptionist. <laughs> I changed my hat. Yes, okay, please. you got it. Let's see. Little does he know that I have the power of Bruce Springsteen on my hands right now. No. And I could just mute him and put when Bruce up. going to sing? Yeah, what up? Yeah, what up? <laughs> What's the day, yo? <laughs> you fucking my receptionist? This is your, I told you you're a receptionist. Yeah, he's over there by the window. You know it's bad when Mateo's putting his head in his hands right now. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's funny? I saw I just saw Mateo eat a sandwich. No, he's not eating a sandwich, he's eating a bagel, but yes, you can see it out in the it's ham a bagel? Camp. It's Is a bagel. Is there any sausalito on there? Is who in the what now? Is there any sausalito on that bagel? Is there any sausalito no. on the he's asking you. He's not asking you. <laughs> I don't know, he's I think he thinks No I, turkey I, on the bagel? I, I think he's I think he's doing a gimmick where he's doing the uh, the, the G from the streets. And he, and he's, and he's, uh, he, he's so being, what is up, B? He's being funny. He's making comedy happen. Hey, what's up, Ham Radio? How you guys doing? Hey, there's the white guy that's black. Hey, how are you? Hey, how come that sounds like Hey, buddy. Yeah, it does. And I have my legal status changed. I'm white now. You're white now, thank you. Yeah. Now you have, yeah. Now you have good credit. I've got ah. good credit. I got home auto loan insurance and everything. Ah. <laughs> this is, by the way, unless you, Did am you I switch to Geico? He might have. Um, I don't think I could do Geico in the United States. I got now. Now we have two retards. I have the guy on the phone, and I have uh, pudding in the back trying to do Geico jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Drink your water, stupid. <laughs> Be quiet. Uh, Ah, uh, they uh, are we doing? Do you want to play the track now? Then is that what hey, you, is, is that why you called? Because we're playing, we are going to be playing a song from you guys. But obviously, really? and I told Mateo, I was like, this motherfucker ain't going to wait. I can already feel it <laughs> in my bones because because we were going to play it around the twelve thirty because we have a stock show today. We have the Eric Nagel, no. we have the Eric Nagel thing. We have the. T- I actually, actually, this has nothing to do, nothing to do with the song. 
This has completely to do with the last and the last inter- interview that just happened. I just wanted to chime in on that. The Taylor Chandler interview, Michael Phelps' ex-girlfriend. Yeah, oh, okay. absolutely. Had to chime in on it. What was All your right, question? So, so, so chime in, sir. I mean, you know, Phelps, man, Phelps. He's he's the man, man. I think I think you're spot on. She's fighting an uphill battle. She's 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 got to find a way. To, you know, just get past, move on, and capitalize and monetize. Listen to the show. Put your, not you. Put your headphones on. <laughs> Even if you fucking do it, I understand you're doing something. But I need my producer to turn off the sound. <laughs> Holy you shit. You can control it from there. No, I don't do it with just the pot, stupid. God. We have. Uh, <laughs> I love how Danny tells me how to do my show. He's sitting there. He, whatever you're doing, I understand is important. He's I'm not saying it's not. On Danny. He always picks All on he Danny. has to do is fucking turn off his board. You're a miserable board. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All he has to do is press the X. There's an X. And if I go lean over and touch it, I'll go look. I'm like, yeah. don't, don't touch my board. <laughs> All right. So now what were you saying about Michael Phelps? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was saying Michael Phelps, you know, he, he's a legend at this point. I mean, he, he you, be, may as well try to, you may as well try to take down... You know, you might as well try to take down, you know, uh, 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 Trump or somebody. Yeah, like, you know, he, you, you, you're not, you're not going to take down Phelps. All like. right, but he could be a legend and still an asshole. Oh, sure. How is that not? Uh, you, you could be both. I don't, I don't know if being an asshole is a crime. I'm not saying being nah. an asshole. Is, no one's saying being an asshole is a crime. Well, we're just saying jealous. that. We're <laughs> saying the point is, it, she has been dragged through the mud. This chick, which depressed the shit out of Mateo. But she she has been dragged through the mud and pushed aside and just been vilified in the media. And for what reason? Because he's the golden boy? That, was, that's some was bullshit. It, was it clear how long she went out with him, Ed? I don't even know. I, did she say I Billy? Mean, I, been, I nah. lost. Might have been like 15 Billy's minutes. Billy's usually my know? fact checker. Like, hi, I would go to Danny, but he's going to yell at me. She met him in the bar. Oh, yeah. It was only two, two days. Wait, what what I read. Here, it was only like two days. Even if it was, weeks. yeah, it doesn't matter. Even if it was two days or two weeks. It they still like had a relationship, day. and and obviously something was there. And then he got the DUI, which fucked up everything. Well, I what think I he came has a good case for uh, defamation by omission. Defamation by omission. Defamation by omission. Every time you open your mouth, it's defecation. They didn't say anything. Defecation by omission. All right, wait. One, one more round at a time. More on number one on the phone. What? <laughs> what did you I say? I was trying to clarify. Oh, please don't, because it's, it's just going to... Once you get Joe started... I'll never understand what the fuck Joe's saying. Now, moron number two, what were, what were you saying, Joe? Oh, me? Yes, moron number two. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't listening to the show. There you go. No, uh, no I, I was just... Be like Danny, take care of She has a very uh, good case for defamation by omission. Yeah. Because he's not acknowledging certain facts, uh, he's defaming her. And uh, she she uh, basically uh, is not able to work, so she has damages. So a good lawyer can make a great case out of that. Right. She should do very well financially. The guy's a freaking millionaire. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, okay. Well, okay, terrific. I mean, don't, um, don't you think bottom line that this uh, there's two two goals for her in, the, in this case. First, first is is notoriety so she can build her brand or whatever she yeah, is. Yeah. And the second is, oh no, she's definitely trying to get make, the wait. Let's make some money. She's definitely trying to get the rub. That's that's yeah. granted. We understand that, and she's definitely using the name Michael Phelps. And I don't think she's getting the rub. Wrong and with I, that. And that's, I don't. That's what it is. But as I'm saying, I don't think there's a fucking there's anything wrong with that at Absolutely, all. You're right because yeah. she's. 
She was the one that was wrong in this scenario. Absolutely. If the scenario is absolutely fucking true, absolutely, then she was the one that was wrong in this scenario. Yeah. So therefore, and not to mention also, it's not her fault that he's an Olympic icon now. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not her fault that the name is there. Well, the that, name recognition's there, so. Well, that's what his lawyers will have to prove, that it's not his fault that these damages occurred on her. It's not his fault he has a giant penis. <laughs> yeah. It's not his fault. <laughs> Fucking monstrous <laughs> yeah. cock. Um, yeah. What was that? Well, that was, I, I think that I, was. I, hey, listen, I, I never heard a funnier joke than Michael Phelps' cock is, is a... Uh, uh, a propeller. It's that a, was hilarious. Thank you. That was hilarious. It's, it's a runner. I think he's cheating. You can imagine it, right? Seeing in the water, just like it's the I third leg. He uses it as a runner. Go right, go left. We 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 have we have Michael. He would have been a three-legged race all by himself. Yeah, we have we have the Michael Phelps. We have the microphone on his dick right now. Let's see what it sounds like. <laughs> there you go. Now, if Danny, now if Danny was using his soundboard, I could have some splashes. Not happening. I'm still doing the runner. Not happening. Let's do the runner. <laughs> Danny actually said, "Fuck off!" I didn't do it. I got an onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. Oh, I had one of those. Splash. Splash. Uh. Don't worry, we'll just make it up. Splash. I had to go take a PO too. I know. um, (laughs) Well, that's like this other, the other story that's in the news today, the Johnny Depp story. Mm. Where Johnny Depp, cultural icon and and celebrity and superstar, and now he's coming off, and now he's coming off like a fucking psychopath because of the, uh, the, the Amanda Heard story, uh, is out there where he supposedly cut off the tip of his finger. And painted a whole rant in blood wow. on the mirror. Here's the mirror, Ooh. by the way. Everyone can see the mirror. Yeah. That's all blood. That's yeah. supposedly his blood uh, in a mirror. Where he went on a drug binge. Red rum. Red, Red rum. <laughs> Lost part of his finger and left a bloody <laughs> message on the on the mirror, according to Amanda Heard. Because Amanda Heard got. Oh, now we got <laughs> splash. Good job, Danny. Good job. That wasn't Danny, that was Billy. Oh, I was going to say, wow. Danny's on strike now because he, I don't know what Danny did. I was going to say, wow, Danny did something. Oh, he always said we were retarded. <laughs> Notice that the one retard's the one that they fucking started saying, thanks, Danny. They, um, supposedly now, what's in the news I almost today? Had heart failure. All right, shut the fuck up, Pudding. What's in the news today? The one thing I said, stop doing talking over, and Pudding's the only one that fucking can't stop because he's retarded. Drink your water, stupid. The thing that's in the story, the, the news today, is that supposedly Amanda, uh, Amber, I keep saying Amanda, because Pudding's got me fucking overclimbed. <laughs> Amber Heard, uh, supposedly was sleeping with Billy Bob Thornton. Mm, nice. So that's, and now Billy Bob Thornton just released a statement. Nice? I don't believe it. He just released a statement saying that he, uh, that it, the accusations are totally, uh, completely false. There you go. According to TMZ, Amber claimed that Johnny accidentally cut his finger during an argument when she was accused of sleeping with Billy Bob. Uh, he then allegedly dipped his cut finger in paint, so it was paint and blood, and wrote on the mirror uh, Billy Bob's names on the mirror, which if you see it, it does say Billy. And I don't think it's our Billy. It says I think it says Billy Bob. I haven't been he to does France say, in a while. There's Billy, and then Bob down here. Ooh. 
See, B.O.B. and then Billy. Right. Uh, I guess um, it's starring Billy Bob and then something here. Is that Easter Island? Billy what? Bob and I think it says something and Amber. Maybe it says eats Amber's ass. I don't know what it says <laughs> on the bottom. It might. It is the post. But the word Amber is there. Okay. So, I don't know. Uh, Danny's got Amber something for me. Amber of crash. Is, is something broken, Danny? Is that what's No. Wrong? Oh. Well, it's on the big screen now. You have the ham radio show. The the, the website uh, that's usually there is coming back now. So I'm asking you. It, it's not like it's not question. highly distracting that shit's going on over here. That's why I'm asking you. What what's going on? Question. Yes. 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 Q. <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying that was a question. Oh, that was a question. Yeah, I don't. Know. Oh, I thought you were doing Shakespeare. Yes. Yes, Twill be an answer to thine question. Okay. Is, is Johnny Depp fucking crazy? Will he vow <laughs> fucking get his vengeance on Billy Bob Thornton? Oh, first, of all, first of all, I don't believe Billy Bob Thornton is, is fucking that broad. Why not? Well, he's 160 years old. She's like 18. You know. Who gives a shit? Or... Billy Bob, Billy Bob Horton. He, yeah, he, he can't uh, get goes it out there and he fucks around. No, no, no he, he can't get it up anymore. Everybody knows this. Had it, who who knows this? I did. Who knows this? You're making it, up a story yet again. No, no, it's a Hollywood who, fact that who Billy Bob Horton knows. Yeah, yeah. Can uh, can uh, by yeah, the way, uh, if you're going to sue, can we also get out of the water? Yeah, please. <laughs> let's let's go to Michael Phelps in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and his and his rudder Somebody right. how's it stroking? Make a left. Make a left. I'm winning the there go. We go. <laughs> Michael Phil Michael, please swim over to me if you think that Billy Bob Thornton sleeping with Amanda Hurts. Yeah. Turns out I was right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the fact still is that there is nobody making up that rumor. Get, put a towel on, you big cocksucker. There's nobody making that rumor that Billy Bob Thornton is not getting it up except Joe. No, so no, please, no. if Billy Bob, if you're no, listening, like no, 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 shut up, Joe. One of those Billy shows. Bob, if you're gonna fucking, uh, I need you to sue. Can you can you sue? Joe, because Joe doesn't shut up during it. Please, uh, your mic's off because you're not shutting up. Sue Joe, you're like fucking. You literally, you're sitting next to the one retard, and you're and you are more retarded today than you've ever been before. I didn't. Well, then shut up long enough, and I'll let you explain. If I'm explaining why I want you to get sued, then you have to shut up and wait till I'm done, and then you can fucking get the answer. Are you done? Are you going to shut up? And then I will turn your mic on. Security. Yeah. This is normal for this show. Wait, Joe, quit a long Joe just ago. wants to keep rambling. <laughs> and he doesn't shut up. And then, when, and then he makes outlandish comments that Billy Bob Thornton can't get it up. I was gonna and then I'm supposed to sit here and go, yeah, don't worry, we won't get sued, Joe. No, no, no. I, I was going to explain that. I, I, I'm yes. not saying this. This was on one of those shows. I don't remember which uh, yeah, one. Yeah, you, so, therefore, uh, you're the one saying it. No, no. So. It was on TMZ or ZSX or yeah, uh, yeah. Entertainment. <laughs> No. All right, but He's you like don't. XXL. Joe probably grew up with Billy Bob Thornton. Yes, you don't have. <laughs> it might have been on the internet. I don't it know. might have been on the internet because yeah. you know everything on the internet has to be true. Oh, absolutely. You're always the stupid and you take lessons. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Bye. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but the truth is, what I'm trying to bring out is I didn't say Oh, it. don't fucking keep trying. Just stop just trying. It, you know. Yeah, you're uh, repeating a rumor yeah. that you heard from some well, fucking it, you know, back like, alley website that you have no clue what the fucking the website is, yeah. but you rather keep saying it so you open yourself up to litigation because no, you I'm have no, gonna, I'm not just like Taylor, you have no proof <laughs> until that. you go into the court of law. You better magically pull this website, Access Hollywood, out of your ass well, and find yeah. me the website that had the balls to write that Billy Bob Thornton can't get it up. Maybe, I'll wait. Maybe, maybe it was not too much. You know he gets. Sucking into that clickbait shit all the yeah, time. Joe is fucking. Know. His middle name is clickbait. Yeah. I don't, what what is that anyway? I don't know. What clickbait is when they put shit on the internet and like assholes like you yeah. click on it yeah. automatically because it's like Obama punches a cat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, it's gotta be true. <laughs> they go. Oh, he's raping kittens. I love oh. that stuff. <laughs> oh, he fucked a cow. Oh. <laughs> I know. I see that all the time. I love it. You're a moron. No, that's the truth. You are the reason. You're a moron. You're the reason the internet is fucking full of buffoons. No, that's true stuff. No, that's right. And monkeys and morons like you. Well, you know, if it's not true, then let them go after them. I didn't do it. Yes, but you're the one on a... Oh, when you put it out... You're the one on a radio show just said... Whoa, we all know that Billy Bob Thornton can't get it up. Well, it was on and the, I'm it supposed was, to sit there and go, go ahead, Joe, go on. It, it was on yeah. the thing. You know? Yeah, fuck. It we was know on the thing. It was on the thing. So It was on the, the thing. thing. The thing so is So that true. means I have the fucking audacity to come out See, and Joe, say Joe, if, I'll, I'll, I'll Joe, to quote that on the radio, you ha- you could say something to the effect that... Oh, well, my God, wait a minute. Billy's teaching someone radio. <laughs> Hold the fuck on. Everyone strap in. Put your fucking thinking caps on. Here's Billy with insight. Joe, Go ahead. You, you say strap something it. to the effect of, I came across this article at such and such a place that stated this. Okay. And you could say that. I'll say it. But you, you too know, late now. Too late. Yeah, you, you have to yeah, pre-qualify. You, you have to qual- you have to pre-say it. You have to say it before you say the dumb thing well, uh, about the guy's erection that doesn't happen. It's like this a way retraction. They I'm, just, I'm retracting. You're you not. You, you're not the fucking newspaper. Well, you can't do a retraction. I can't. No. We can't put little asterisks in there Holy so shit. they can read the bottom of the page to see where yeah. we, we quoted you know, you know what we yeah we can you know what we'll do is like after we go off the air yeah like well joe will record like a retraction we'll insert it into the replay of in the podcast of the show i yeah. can do that no <laughs> i'd like and I, it's like I'd and like, it'd be like the ham radio show retracted edition I, i'd like to have joe just just go out there and actually, I don't know, not be fucking stupid well, and not do things that of the nature of, of being stupid. Well, it, I don't want it, him to be the guy like this. It's got by to. the way, under those eight years, before Obama came along, we didn't have any successful radical Islamic terrorist attack in the United States. They all started when Clinton and Obama got into office. Oh, and by the way, Billy Bob Thornton can't get it up. (laughs) I didn't say that. (laughs) Hey, guys, hey, guys, quick cock humor. What do you call a dick that comes twice? Resurrection. Oh. Okay. You didn't even let us think. Yeah. <laughs> you said that in one breath. Yeah, I, I knew the answer. Ah, who got time to listen for a response? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
I hung up on you. So, their He'll song, call back. Their song will be coming up when? Uh, later on in the program. 12.30. Well, what do we got coming up next? No, one thirty. we're going to play his <laughs> I, I will play his shit That's at one thirty. It's a really good song. And it's a very good song. Yeah. His comedic timing sucks. His musician ability is amazing. And I bet you he knows that Billy Bob Thornton can get it up. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't see uh, When we come back, we're going to play... Uh, the the uh, the Eric Nagel interview part one and part two. Ooh. So while we go teach Joe how to use the internet, we'll it, we'll enlighten you with a guy who actually likes this program. I don't know why don't Elvis know why. is alive. It sure as it fuck. So I don't here. know. It sure as fuck ain't Joe. That's not the reason. No one goes. Holy shit, that guy Joe, so captivating. Nothing, mm. nothing Never happened. Good job. Good. 718-577-1389. When we return here on the program from Sirius XM, from OP Radio, from the It's Eric Nagel program, Eric Nagel, channel 206. On here, though, which is the Ham Radio Show, which is located conveniently on hamradioshow.com. We'll be right back after these... Wait for it, Danny. Words! Let's go. No, no, no. Okay, now, boys, come on, talk about it. Come on, fellas, talk about it now. Let's give it to them. Come on, kids, let's give the old rickety rack. Break the crack of firecrackers, this boom, bah. Ham radio, ham radio. Rah, rah, rah. Break the crack of firecrackers, this boom, bah. Ham radio, ham radio. Rah, rah, rah. Break the crack of firecrackers, this boom, bah. Ham radio, ham radio. Rah, rah, rah. Shut up! Okay, okay, I'm shutting up. Why should I continue to keep yapping when I'm told to shut up? I'm not the kind that don't know when to stop. Shut up, shutting up! This, this is HamRadioShow.com. One of the best-kept secrets in Palm Beach is Monroe's Legends Lounge, a VIP club providing intimate private atmosphere that caters to upscale clientele, offering fine dining and a large variety of top-shelf cocktails, fine cigars, wine, and champagne. Members experience a truly five-star experience where they can enjoy Monroe's signature 36-ounce ribeye tomahawk steak or their famous seafood tower. Watch and listen to the top sporting events and all UFC fights on the large flat-screen TVs. With a dimly lit wood-grain decor, the bar features a two-way mirror, allowing members to get an unbelievable view of both live stages inside Monroe's Palm Beach. The Legends Lounge offers a private entrance with parking accessible to members. Located at 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. For more information, go to monroespalmbeach.com. Check out the all new hamradioshow.com. You can download the latest episode of the Ham Radio Show, get all the latest news on Ham Radio, plus see what's going on with the Planet Platypus Network, get the latest in adult entertainment news by Tony Batman, and more only on the all new Ham HamRadioShow.com. That's a lot of shit, man. The Tony Batman's Entertainment News is a website dedicated to bringing you all the news that is sexy. Everything you need to know from the gentleman's club industry, adult movie industry, music, and sexy celebrity updates. Check out one of the top ten adult news sites in the world at EntertainmentNews.com or simply TonyBatman.com. The Entertainment News is updated for your viewing pleasure ten to twelve times a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If it's Sexy and entertaining, it's on the Entertainment News. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000 square foot mega club with a 20,000 square foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. 
Playmates Club has the ultimate Miami strip club experience featuring some of South Florida's hottest female exotic dancers performing for your entertainment in a comfortable, posh, and relaxed environment. The 2,500-square-foot club is located in the heart of Miami, Florida, and prides itself on offering a melting pot of gorgeous entertainers from all over the world for your enjoyment. At Playmates, the staff has one focus in mind, your enjoyment. Whether coming alone with clients, a group of guys, or girlfriends, Playmates Club treats everyone like a VIP making sure your every need is catered to. Along with a bar offering bottle specials all night long, the club's unique bistro features tasty twists on your favorite bar foods and excellent full meals. With an intimate club-like feel, guests are welcome to make themselves comfortable at one of the many cocktail tables in front of the main stage or to venture through to a private table dance and champagne room with the sexy exotic dancers there every day of the week. So check out more at PlaymatesClub.com. Missed an episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on HamRadioShow.com. Go to HamRadioShow.com and click on the downloads link. Want more of the Ham Radio Show? Then check out Wayback Wednesdays where we bring you the best of the Ham Radio Show, The Goom Era, right here on HamRadioShow.com. Brought to you by Ham247.tk. Only on HamRadioShow.com. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. This is Bob Saget and my dog licked my balls. What's the story of your life? You're listening to Ham Radio. Yeah. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to De Niro, but I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra, and since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem, all of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Brought me back to that McDonald's, took it to my stash spot. Okay, Alright, so am I, doing this? am I doing this like I'm hosting my show? Yeah. Alright. Uh, welcome back to the Hammer Radio Show. We are semi-live. Semi live. Semi live. Well, this is going to be ta- uh, played for to, for the nice people on Tuesday. Uh, Already uh, off to a great start. Yeah. Well, we, we just keep going. <laughs> There's no roadblocks here, Eric. Uh, Sirius XM. We are in the building. We are with Eric Nagel. Eric, say hi. Hello. And we are with the team of the It's the Eric Nagel Show. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. It's Eric Nagel on uh, Sirius XM What's on his OB name? Radio. That is Matt. Yes. Huzzah. Uh, Giddles was there. Yeah, but Giddles was not. not there. That's Christy for right now. <laughs> totally. That totally. was Christy, yes. That's That's like, totally my name. But we had to recast her because yes. there wasn't enough uh, black people in radio. We're trying yeah. to do black Annie. There was just too many white females. <laughs> so we're doing black Christy now. <laughs> so now there's Lewis. Lewis. You. Lewis, the, uh, now you're the producer, Lewis, right? Yes, sir. All right. And Matt, you are a co-star. Are you co-host? Co- do you get on the billing, Matt? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mostly. Does Eric allow it? It does. It's, it's, it's Eric Nagel starring Matt OG. See, there you go. There you go. Uh, and of course, everyone knows Eric Nagel as the. Now, what is your job title now? Because I did a little reading up. It's changed from uh, producer of the Opie, well, formerly the Opie and Anthony Show, now Opie and Jimmy. But you now have a you have a bigger job title throughout Sirius XM. Yeah, it's, now, right? it's called waste of company funds. Yes, <laughs> and uh, I just That's sit here. Normal. I sit here and I loiter every day. 
Uh, no, I can attest I, to that. Uh, I was a uh, producer for Opie and Anthony, uh, now Opie and Jimmy. Uh, I now run their channel and yeah. uh, host uh, my own program. So as you well. run Opie Radio. Uh, the, all the technical stuff for it, yeah. All right. So what, now, what does that actually mean for the people uh, at home that have no clue what the hell radio is? Uh, it means uh, getting a fancy title without the raise that goes with it. Of course. It means radio. Uh, <clears throat> it means. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, it means uh, all the everything that runs outside of them being live. Okay. In some way, it falls under me. In some way, my responsibility, like you know, for the promos that run on the channel, uh, making sure that if they're not live, if there's best of playing, if uh, there's other shows on the channel that go on, like Vo- uh, My Wife Hates Me with Voss and Bonnie or Race Wars or anything like that, that uh, everything's scheduled uh, on on the uh, channel end and uh, all the it's like all this weird technical stuff that doesn't make any sense to really bring up no, no, but to well, explain. But do you actually do like somewhat of the producing aspect? Are you giving them stories? Are you just no? I don't produce. Uh, I don't produce anybody else's no show. segments or anything. Nope. Like that. I I do uh, Opie's show and mm-hmm. I do my show. All right. And Matt, what do you? Where do you technically come from? Because you seem to have a know how of almost everything nerd related. Yeah, how'd you get in here? Yeah, uh, who the hell let you in? Well, see, I duped the security guard downstairs. Ah, no, um, Finsky. No, that is true because we used to bring her junk food all the time. We did. Remember? We did. We, on, when we were on Saturday night, uh, we, we used would to bribe give her, her with Twinkies and hostess. Twinkies and all these other things that she liked. <laughs> so she would let us out the locked doors that were nice. closer to the garage, so we didn't have to walk all the way around. She was the chubby security guard. <laughs> That's right. She now has diabetes. She, she, she wasn't then. She is now. Uh, no, so uh, I, I've I've been hosting a podcast for ten years called Geek Stuff. Okay. Um, and prior to that, I did um, online toy reviews for a couple of different websites back in the day. You know, um, uh, and so I've always just been ingrained in, in pop culture and geek culture in general. Um, and again, you know, the podcast has been going on for ten years, four hundred and twenty episodes, and I've known Eric for a while, and. Uh, when he was looking to kick off the show, he said, you know, I was gonna you, say, you want to come and hang out? And... The chemistry is definitely there. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not like forced. I, sure, like, sure. So it's not like, oh, he's an expert in this. Let's bring him in. I think it, what ha- how that worked was that Matt and I were friends before doing anything in business together. Right. And then we're like, you know what? This could kind of work. You want to try it and let's see how it goes. And uh, it's been working very well uh, since its inception. But I, it's not like... Hey, I'm doing a radio show. Let me find another radio guy to just throw in here so that there's two of us and we can hopefully a show comes out of it. You know, Uh, when you're doing that kind of thing, you really got to screen and vet your partners uh, that you're bringing into the fold. So it's like, does this guy have good personality? Does he have good prep? All these different aspects to work to make sure that you're going to be talking to this person one, two, three, four, five hours a day. And uh, we got to make sure that, you know, when we're having a conversation, you ever have a conversation when you're trying to just talk to a girl and it comes off awkward because either she's vapid and, and has no opinion of her own or she's all the way in the other direction and you're trying to find common ground just to have a discussion and it's just not working. That same goes with uh, this with this business the guy. You're leaning over the uh, looking over the console there. If you can't have a simple discussion with him that you would off air. And translate it to on air, then it's not going to work. And Matt and I have known each other for so long, where you know we've been over each other's houses and uh, parties and and, sure, and yeah. other things like that. And uh, anything that we wound up talking about, 
like, you know, we could just do this on the air, and it just seemed like a no-brainer to bring Matt on board when I was starting this. Well, that's what I, I – and by the way, before, if anyone actually heard uh, Eric's show before when he was giving me all these compliments and saying that we do a great radio show that's here. That's a lie. It was a total just fabrication. <laughs> it was bullshit, quite frankly. But um, the point was made that – a lot of people do podcasts and they just come out and they just go, oh, I turned on the mic. Let's yeah. just do a show. Sure. And it, it's you. It's very noticeable when you're in a, uh, you know, a place like this where you see the great tennis match go on, where people he lobs you the ball, you throw the ball back, it goes to Black Christie, <laughs> and Black Christie turns around and he goes, my fucking name's Lewis, you asshole. And we go into that. Not anymore. Not anymore, Black Christie, because hey. it was Biggie Johnson. Now it's Black Christie. <laughs> it's kind of like Black Annie, but more musical and slightly more violent. Um, but here, here, raise the bourbon. They, um, the fact is, it is like that. It is a great tennis match, and that's what I think is missing from, and hopefully I'm playing at least a good version, even if it's ping pong. <laughs> uh, but I'm playing a good match where it's, you're lobbing the ball back, and you see that with Eric, and you see that with you, and it with Gibbles, and, uh, Gibbles. Gibbles. <laughs> Gibbles. And Gibbles, Gibbles and Bits. And, bits. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you see that with, uh, even when, because Christy is somewhat new, she's not, like, she's, a she's like a new puzzle show, piece that yeah, was just yeah. kind of added, and you. But she's she's got it. Like sure. she knows that she can do, it. and that's something I think is missing in the business. Where, like you were saying, there's no farm team. Yeah, there's and nothing. That, and I'm trying to be that farm team. I'm trying. Like I know there are a lot of guys and girls out there trying to do that. You know, it's it, there, there's a lot of components to it, and you know, again, I've been a podcaster for a long time, and I've yeah. listened to a lot of other shows, and you could tell you could tell the shows. That are literally just turn on the mic and talk versus the shows that have some sort of prep substance that you go into a shit. it. Yeah. And 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 with the show, you know, I mean, you know, we we do have prep. We do we do talk to each other all week long leading up into the show. We've even brought Christy in uh, this week. And um, Black Christy or the regular Christy? Uh, well, well, Black Christy is always part of the conversation. Well, you brought him in. He's usually <laughs> in his own room. I'm just saying. I well, can't yeah. wait for my Black Christy question. <laughs> but uh, no, but. Uh, but but that's an important part of it and 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 then you know having the casual conversation but knowing but but, but having already put in the work uh it it makes it easier and it it makes it sound better i think and and yeah. some podcasts uh just don't do that. Yeah. They don't understand it. I, I think they 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 take the Warner Brothers approach <laughs> and they try to rush to the finish line as opposed to put in the work to to, to get there. And it comes to that's why I, I have to like applaud Eric because I think Eric has paid his dues uh way more than anyone think I I don't think anyone even he had to go through a lot of cornucopia of crap. Right. Uh to get to be sitting in the big chair sure. kind of thing and have his name up in lights and doing the show. Uh and but a lot of people look towards an Opie and Anthony and Jimmy. Uh, and, and I throw all three of them out there for, cause for a long period of time it was O and A. Sure. So, for a long period of time it was O and A and Jimmy, and you're like, okay, I could do that. You get a lot of those. Sure. And, I, and I'm not pissing off the pests, not pissing yeah. off everybody. They don't exist to, anymore. Cause know, they but, don't like being recalled the pests yeah. uh, anymore. So, yeah, they but, don't but exist. They're, but they're those hardcore fans. Sure. I'll just right. say that. And, you know, led by Black Annie. Um, <laughs> even though I changed your name now that now you're Black Annie. <laughs> they, um, they're they're out there and they exist and they think that they can just do like a lot of people think like with Norton they think that uh, Norton uh, I could do exactly what I can I say funny mm. things at parties I can fucking do and you're like no you can't 
Right. Like Norton, he's like a well-trained pit bull. He's just waiting to do the joke. He knows what he's doing. He's a professional. Opie's the same way. Eric's the same way. Anthony is definitely the same. They're all the same. Stern, you can go down the lineage. Uh, even Mancow. Uh, Mike, nope. Uh, <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> but, 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 like uh, Mike Calta is a friend of mine, uh, formerly Cowhead. Uh, and I'm good he, friends with him too. Yeah, yeah. he was also like for, formerly yeah. from Staten Island. Yeah. Uh, Mike moved out and got a really hot wife. Um, <laughs> Did he really? And, oh God. Okay. And Mike knows it. He, she, he was yeah. uh, when you ask him, he goes, I don't, even, I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, he looks like, like he's like, when he's you like nurse a side a, of beef. <laughs> it's like when you uh. nurse a baby bird, then it has the stench of human that the parents disown it. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. And she stayed. <laughs> she was like, I, I can't leave now. I'm, just, I'm, I'm marked. I have to stay. <laughs> Uh, but they, all these guys have this gift and then like you get those, their fans right. who think, and I, and trust me, I'm in that world of the fan who went, I, I can, I, I think I can do this. And they go out there and they try to do it and they just utter, just, well, it, they don't have it. it. It's people think because they could talk. Yeah. That they could talk I can in, breathe. In, in this in this forum and, yeah. and and speaking and I'm not saying I have it I'm just but in but general that, but see but that thing but you it, do that's but in the general you got it Matt it is Matt I got to interrupt you in the yeah. words of Faith No More it what is it you have it oh well thank you oh um, but it's you a, see it's, what a, he did? it's a skill set I did see what he did yeah. it's it's a skill set and and it's also it, called I needed attention oh uh, well <laughs> put the spotlight uh, on me. Uh, yeah, just it, but it's like anything else. You have to develop it. You have to flex that muscle. You have to understand the flow of conversation. You have to put in, you have to put in legwork at every step of the way. And it's not just, it's not just as simple as sitting down and, and having a conversation with your friends. Everybody has a conversation with your friends. It's a matter of taking that conversation to, uh, um, can you entertain those other right. people? And that's, right. you, you find it funny. Right. But do they, on the other side of the door, there are people. <laughs> right. And you have to see if those people go, oh shit, that was fucking funny. That Black Christie, <laughs> holy shit! I was fucking. I laughed. Oh. Stop tooting your own horn. Yeah, that that <laughs> beep, beep. is the guy. That's the guy you want to kind of impress. And I think Eric, uh, to go back to you, since this interview was uh, about you, uh, to go back to you was that where you started to where you are now. The road that you got to to get here was full of a lot of bumps and bruises and bullshit, and you had to go through a lot of shit. But you got there, and that, like a lot of people don't know that you worked in other. Uh, radio shows. Right. Prior. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that. A lot of people, unless they're hardcore fans, don't know. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I yeah, you kind of have to. Um, one of the benefits of growing up on Long Island is you're right in the shadow of New York City, which is the greatest radio market or was the greatest radio market Number in the country. One. Yeah. And the downfall to that is, I mean, the, the, stay with the benefits then. You have access to this. You get to hear this all the time. You get to see, you hear you know the greats from WABC and uh, when NBC was still uh, WNBC was still around and uh, you know fast forward to some of the modern stuff like Howard and Opie and Anthony and and uh, Elvis Duran and the it was great to have that experience. So you know what radio is. You know what you have to aspire to. The problem with that is that you can't be from New York and make it in New York. Unless you're doing uh, traffic and weather where you they need New York people or New Jersey people to, that know the area to specifically yeah, do that. Stuff, yeah. Or sports guys who know New York sports, you can't make it from being from New York. You have to make it somewhere else and then come to New York. So I, I got a great internship with Scott and Todd, which was one of the top morning shows at WPLJ in Manhattan. And uh, for a while they were syndicated too and – 
it was great, but there was no job because you're there. I didn't have other experience and I was doing radio on Long Island and uh, it just – it was not going to work. You needed to leave the market, improve yourself and then come back. So I did stuff in Pennsylvania. I did stuff in Florida and then, you know uh, – uh, however Opie wants to paint it, you know, I was talking to him for a while and then uh, showing him what I could do and what I could bring to uh, Opie and Anthony and, and all this other stuff. And he was like, I, I like what this is. How long were you out the out of the number one market and then back into New York? Maybe two and a half years. So somewhere on there that's like a, that's that. A so, nice, that's a nice little chunk out of your life. Right. But it, it was a lot of the big people needed to do it. Howard yeah. Had to do it. Howard, Howard went everywhere for Christ's sake. Yeah. Howard lived on Long Island and couldn't make it in New York. I mean, he figured out uh, radio in college and then went to all these dumpy little stations, which, if you've seen the movie, is you know very well documented and and uh, a huge part of his storyline as far as that show is concerned. But even he had to go somewhere else until, you know, he he was finally made it in D.C. and then D.C. is like, oh, you know, we here's our guy, and New York goes, nope, we're taking him and we're bringing him up to New York, and then he became. What he was, but you don't start and and, well, yeah, and you have to grow with, in New York City, and unless you're in sports talk or traffic. Well, you got to deal with the the political landscape of a corporate because it's corporate radio. It's not too. even it's, that. No, it's, no, no. It's for you personally. I'm saying the the actual person, and then you also have to deal with the. You could be the guy that's chumming away through the business, but then the other the company also has to pick you. Right. They, somebody has to go. Eric Nagel, he gets a show. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, like somebody has to make that move. And that's what this business it, it is show business. There the business aspect kind of trumps some things sometimes. But at least as far as terrestrial was concerned, they yeah. were always looking elsewhere. Like, all right, we have all this stuff. They're still doing the about face and seeing what else is out there. What's the next thing we can bring in rather than we have all these top guys, but these top guys aren't going to be here all the time. We have need to see what else is out there that they could kind of cherry pick from the rest of the uh, from the country. So you have to go out there, find a program director that's, uh, will allow you to do overnights on a Sunday, you know, like from three to six in the morning or something like that, where you can start to practice. And, and if you're a music DJ, you know, God bless you, you're going down a dead end street, but, <laughs> um, you know, practicing there in these smaller markets and then sending, shopping your tape around to a medium sized market mm. and a bigger market and, and developing that plus learning to lose whatever regional accent that you have. In order to do radio in other markets, because if you sound like you're from New York, it, it really it limits. It definitely it puts limits on it, you. It, it kind of I don't want to say grosses out, but it, it really makes anywhere else in the country cringe. Yeah, you know, like when we're on a, a national and international platform, when we get Chuck from North Carolina, I think he's great. He's funny, but some people hear that heavy Southern drawl and they're like, "Oh, I can't." It's, it, it makes somebody sound ignorant and stupid. But then if you're out in California and you hear a heavy New York talking guy like that, and then they're like, oh, he's an ignorant fuck from the, from the Northeast or from Boston or from Philly. So to go to all these other little markets, you got to really work on losing your accent to sound like you're in the middle of the country. Mm. And when you can do that, then the, then you move up through uh, through the ranks if somebody is lucky enough to hire you. But that's what they're looking for, somebody clean sort of generic, have a personality, but it doesn't sound like you're from somewhere else where we can just put you in there and play you off as that you're, you know, our the guy from this area. So what led to you getting the show then? What, to what, this what, show? Yeah, to what led to you getting, it, it's Eric Nagel, uh, what led to you getting that from being the guy that was behind the scenes of Obi and Anthony and then Obi and Jimmy and everything else? Honestly. To going like, hey, we got a Friday, we have a hole. Honestly, Ope offered me a show Back when we were still doing Saturday Night Virus at XM, 
because we mm-hmm. were rotating comics on Saturday night, and yeah. uh, he knew you know, my uh, infatuation for radio and, and talk and all that. He's like, why don't you do something? And I was, I don't know, I was just so intimidated by, and I shouldn't have been, but. I was gonna say, why were you intimidated? Was, because Opie and Anthony destroy everything they create. You know? <laughs> so, it's like, alright, I'll do one show and it'll go good, and then, uh, nobody's talking to me really Monday morning when we come in, and I'm like, oh fuck, they already got my show cut up and they're ready to destroy me in the first hour of the show, mm-hmm. and that, there's my day. So that was, at that point, I didn't, I felt confident I could do a show. I didn't feel confident enough to do it in front of them. And if I couldn't do it in front of them, I couldn't do it in front of the audience. Mm. But if if we could do geek stuff on the Saturday Night Virus, you could have easily. Thank you for bringing that you up because you know where I passed the buck that. to? Geek stuff. I gave it to Kevin, Matt, and said, you know what? Let's try them out. And, and we I did said, it for a couple of years. And we, that's where we built Dr. Steve, too, mm-hmm. with Weird Medicine. Yeah, and yeah. I was a huge, oh, still am a huge Kevin Smith fan. Sure. Um, and I brought Smodcast. We yeah. had Smodcast right when it was starting. At the very beginning, like 2006, we brought Smodcast to part uh, to be part of the channel and Saturday Night Virus and all that stuff. So were you just worried about uh, you getting you know shit on? Or were you worried about that you couldn't actually do it to pass the buck? Because that's a very generous offer. Hey, by the way, here you go. Here's your – you have a show now. Yeah. Like that's going to be heard by millions of people, has the potential to actually take off. It's just an amazing thing. So why was Eric Nagel – was it was it just because you were going to get shit on, or was it like, oh fuck, I'm actually uh, nervous? It, it it was part of that because I I psyched myself out back then, where I, I had them in the back of my head because everything I knew I would uh, say or do or miscue or misstep or something like that, I, oh, it's going to be there first thing Monday morning. So that was always hanging over me. Yeah. But I should have at that time I should have used it as an incentive to try to be better than that and, and take well, it and make it a positive. I was going to say, because Obi obviously believed in you enough to go, hey, by the way. He said, he's like, do you want to do it? And I, I kept saying, uh, I do, but I, I don't, I'm not ready. I don't want to do it right now. Also, we have, we had a lot of dickheads for a staff, you know, <laughs> yeah. so I was just worried about them, you know, sabotaging and, and, and really, which <laughs> happened to geek stuff, but I mean, sabotaging it. And, and it's like, I have stories. Right. It's I a big stories. enough uphill battle to try to do anything, especially oh, to try to do it on uh, in front of people, in front of, uh, you know, a small market, medium market, large, mm. large market, a worldwide market where you're on satellite radio in two countries and you're going to go sit there for three hours and you're like, uh, uh what am I yeah. supposed to do here? And that's a big enough battle to deal with. But then knowing that you had all this other stuff where you're going to be doing this and people are going to be throwing things right at your head as you're trying to do this. Mm. I was just like, I-, I can't do this right now. And I think I'm actually better off that I didn't do it back then. And and did it at the time that I did because when I was like, you know what, I was getting a little fed up around here about some some things. I was just like, you know what, if that offer is still there, I'd like to try to do the show. And he's like, okay, do it. Nice. So I was like, great. And then that's what led to this. Nice. I was going to say, Matt's chopping at the bit. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, uh, even when we were doing part of the Saturday Night Virus, um, one of the biggest concerns I had was Monday morning, are we going to get completely and utterly trashed and ripped apart? Especially because at the time – like pop culture geek talk quite hadn't hit its not to where it is now crescendo yeah. that it's at now and certainly um in that environment you know we were the we weren't, but we were looked at as like the LARPers, you know, in the hoods mm. and the foam swords. I mean, you know, and we weren't, but that's... Sorry, I just pictured you doing that. Give me a second. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, go ahead. Have your laugh. Yeah. But the funniest thing about... The funny it's thing nerf. was Monday morning came around. I remember the very first show we did, Monday morning came around and nothing. 
they didn't even mention the fact that we had done our show on Saturday night. And it was bittersweet because part of me See, was like, like, I kind of wanted to take the beating a little bit to get a little of the recognition. But at the same time, I was like, but they didn't say anything, which means we can continue to do, do this you shit. you want to know why? Unfettered. Why? You want to know why? Because you were getting sabotaged while your show was going well, on. So, because that was all Danny yeah, stuff. Like, get well, back to the no, d- hold on, wait. So, when oh, we, we got first... some Danny stories. Hold oh, on. No, no, no. That's no, 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 no. I'm not gonna. But <laughs> when we were in this building, yeah. Um, the show that was on directly before us was Eastside. The Serious XM building. Yeah, the Serious yeah. XM building. Sorry, back in the XM building, we were okay. I think. No, that's where you were having the issues with somebody sabotaging your show. Yeah, but in it this was building where, too. Where were they fucking with you, man? <laughs> they, we, on the PDTs, it would say like uh, yeah. Big Kev's Big Gay Treehouse, and you know <laughs> right. they were constantly changing yeah. the pad data while they're talking about stuff. Like they, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Not giving yeah. them a fair sha- uh, fair chance to succeed or fail on their own. Okay, right. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm we, sorry. Somebody was changing the PDTs while they were doing the while show. while we were doing the show, and it would it well, would the, change every break. Back at XM, it was called Pad Data, and yeah. that's yeah. what they were yeah. changing. Big, wow. Big gay treehouse, Greek wow. stuff. By the way, for people that don't know what the hell they're talking about, that's the little words that go across yeah. your Sirius XM unit. Yeah. Just for everyone else that doesn't know. But at, at one point in time, we were actually getting fucked with while on the air in this, in, in, in the serious building, yeah. the serious XM building. That was the XM building. But, uh, but you know what? It's, you just, you just, we just took it with the stride and we, we took I would, the opportunity. I would have turned into a bit. It. I'd be like, what the fuck are they right now? Nah, it was, you know, it was just, uh, at, at and then some just call the show that. Once you got over, Big Gay Treehouse, once wanna, you wanna, got over the initial blow, the initial hit, mm. you just kind of had fun with it or you ignored it. Nine times out of ten, we just tried to ignore it because if you don't address it, it tends to go away faster. Right. It becomes less fun. You take for away the, the bully's yeah, power. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. school special time. Scott Farkas isn't going to take me down in the playground. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, Farkas. Let me taste your tears, Matt. Oh, it's so salty. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, man. I I don't regret any of that time. We had some good shows. No, but uh, yeah, you guys got the opportunity because I just yeah. didn't do it. So I, yeah, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for not wanting to do it. Uh, and then Lewis, now you're the producer of this show. Yes, uh, it's Eric Nagel. Yes, sir. What the? Where did that come out? Like you just be, you know Eric? It just you were working in serious. Um, they placed you, or did Eric was, go? It was that guy. It was timing and good luck, I'd have to say. Okay. Uh, basically, what happened was I applied to intern from the show, for the show. Nice. Uh, and I tweeted it out, and Eric saw my tweet, and he actually called me. and Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was re- pissed. And requested for me to actually be an intern. And I came in uh, being a fan for like ever WNEW days nice. I came in as a fan and I was just like so fanned out like oh my god is that Sam Roberts oh my god I'm talking to E-Rock let me touch his hair oh yeah like <laughs> um, but then something came over me at a point where I was just like you know what I have an opportunity to get a job here at my dream job at yeah. the dream place that I've been listening to Tell uh, me what that's like. <laughs> just, just, just go into, um, go into graphic it's detail. Ama- you know what it is? You got to check yourself sometimes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Basically. Before uh, you wreck yourself. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. You should write that down, too. That's a good, one. <laughs> that's a good quote, right? Um, and, uh, you know, they just saw my hard work. Uh, you know, Oh, it takes hard work. That, that's basically what it was. <laughs> no, it uh, takes hard work once your foot is in the door. Yeah. Getting yeah. in the door does not take hard work. <laughs> Getting in the door is right place, right time. Or having the right connection, or sometimes it's just stupid luck. All right, because I'm technically I'm not... in the building. I'm in the door. That's all I'm saying. Write it down, people. But yeah, I'm anything. not leaving. I'm just I'm going to go under the console and wait. And wait. See, this and is where this is where right time, right situation fails you because you're here on a summer Friday and everyone's gone. <laughs> I know, yeah. So you're in the 
building, but I there's nobody chop, here. I can fucking install shit in the lobby. <laughs> I can lift TVs and put them in the fucking wall, but I right. can't actually do this. Uh, because I, get back. You no, know, I was going to say, but once once Lewis started working with us, he was a pretty natural fit, I think, for the show. I mean, he fit in with uh, our humor pretty easily, and he started bringing stuff to the show right away. I'm consistently fascinated by Lewis and his life. Because oh, he no. has, oh, no. he always releases these little <laughs> gems when I'm like, you're not supposed to be this way. And he is. And I love him for that. When I found out, well, one, his, his white girl fetish made me laugh so hard because anytime there was a pretty white actress here, I ran Lewis over to get a photo. So, <laughs> so we had this insane collection of all these little starlets and people were like, how is this little, this little dude getting all these photos with all these hot chicks? They're hanging on my walls. <laughs> you know, and then he's like, he likes country music and then, uh, uh, there was other little thing, comic books and all these other things. I was just like, wow, this is not what I expected out of Lewis. And every now so and then. Lewis is just a negative of a white guy. He's just the negative version. <laughs> Somewhere it. there's a white Lewis. Right. right. Somewhere. Like, yeah. And he does black things. <laughs> okay. Just want to understand. So people at home listening go, I don't understand the, the Lewis. <laughs> yes, you will. You will. There will be pictures. This is Ham Radio. Remember, thou art mortal. Remember, thou art mortal. Remember, thou art mortal. Oh, blow it on your ass. Oh. This, this is HamRadioShow.com. One of the best-kept secrets in Palm Beach is Monroe's Legends Lounge, a VIP club providing intimate private atmosphere that caters to upscale clientele, offering fine dining and a large variety of top-shelf cocktails, fine cigars, wine, and champagne. Members experience a truly five-star experience where they can enjoy Monroe's signature 36-ounce ribeye tomahawk steak or their famous seafood tower. Watch and listen to the top sporting events and all UFC fights on the large flat-screen TVs. With a dimly lit wood-grain decor, the bar features a two-way mirror, allowing members to get an unbelievable view of both live stages inside Monroe's Palm Beach. The Legends Lounge offers a private entrance with parking accessible to members. Located at 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. For more information, go to monroespalmbeach.com. Check out the all-new hamradioshow.com. You can download the latest episode of the Ham Radio Show, get all the latest news on Ham Radio, plus see what's going on with the Planet Platypus Network, get the latest in adult entertainment news by Tony Batman, and more only on the all-new Ham radioshow.com that's a lot of shit man the tony batman's entertainment news is a website dedicated to bringing you all the news that is sexy everything you need to know from the gentleman's club industry adult movie industry music and sexy celebrity updates check out one of the top 10 adult news sites in the world at entertainmentnews.com or simply tonybatman.com the entertainment news is updated for your viewing pleasure 10 to 12 times a day seven days a week 365 days a year if it's sexy and entertaining, it's on the entertainment news. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close on Twitter. 
twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000 square foot mega club with a 20,000 square foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Playmates Club has the ultimate Miami strip club experience featuring some of South Florida's hottest female exotic dancers performing for your entertainment in a comfortable, posh, and relaxed environment. The 2,500-square-foot club is located in the heart of Miami, Florida, and prides itself on offering a melting pot of gorgeous entertainers from all over the world for your enjoyment. At Playmates, the staff has one focus in mind, your enjoyment. Whether coming alone with clients, a group of guys, or girlfriends, Playmates Club treats everyone like a VIP making sure your every need is catered to. Along with a bar offering bottle specials all night long, the club's unique bistro features tasty twists on your favorite bar foods and excellent full meals. With an intimate club-like feel, guests are welcome to make themselves comfortable at one of the many cocktail tables in front of the main stage or to venture through to a private table dance and champagne room with the sexy exotic dancers there every day of the week. So check out more at PlaymatesClub.com Missed an episode of the ham radio show not to worry you can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link want more of the ham radio show then check out way back wednesdays where we bring you the best of the ham radio show the boom era right here on hamradioshow.com brought to you by ham247.tk only on hamradioshow.com the Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. Hi there, I'm Carl Weathers. You know, I've been maimed and left for dead by a predator. I've been scared to death by an alligator head. Hell, I've even been pummeled by an Italian guy and beaten to death by a huge steroid-filled Russian. But nothing in my movies has prepared me for the beating I took at the hands of Ham Radio. We're back, and you're still listening to Ham Radio. What, are you stupid? Understanding more, I grew up in a lot of white schools, yeah. uh, and I also listened to Opie and Anthony I like, growing up. I was raised in Opie and Anthony, yeah. 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 and so. I grew up in a lot of white. I was like you one of three this, black Eric. kids. You did this, and your friends. <laughs> he saw the potential. And you're mean talking. You're laughing. You did this. You made his. They're okay, terrific. <laughs> okay, terrific. I love it. But yeah, but Lewis seriously, is like the, the genesis of Sirius XM. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't exist. He's from the primordial ooze. <laughs> but some of the more fun components of the show, I think, that yeah. we've done have come as a result of stuff that Lewis. Is either contributed to directly or suggested the beer shows, for example. We you know we do beer shows a couple yeah. times a year. I mean, a lot of that was 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 Lewis helped bring bring that about, knowing uh, having connections at some of the breweries and stuff like that. And it, he's again, I think he's just a natural fit in in with the group, and it's it works out that way. Because one of the major the major questions I was going to ask Eric, but since everyone's now sitting, and I'll ask everybody, um, is how do you see this show? 
Like, because it's not Opie and Anthony, it's not Opie and Jimmy, it's mm-hmm. not Stern, it's not this, that, or the other. It has its own, like, feel. Right. It has its own, it's, you were doing serious topics before, like, if, if, if we're doing this after you, I, I sat in on the show. So you had, like, the Olympic topics, and then you were into freaking uh, the WB thing. And then you went into superheroes, and you went into freaking, uh, it, it went all over the place. You had Steve Gutenberg on, for Christ's sake, and Tara Reid, like, it was everything. And it's such a hodgepodge to me. But to me, I was like, this is fucking good because it has a little bit of everything for Could everybody. Could you tell our boss that? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, well, it's most, evolved. Most bosses don't see yeah. what's uh, right in front of them. Email sometimes. Don Wicklin. If yeah, right, please. Don um, Wicklin, please. It's evolved a I lot. I speak to him, please. Um, yeah. It's evolved a lot since we started. When we started the show out, it was really, it was really mostly pop culture driven. Yeah. Um, and, and that was kind of the niche, I think, that, that we were most comfortable with to start with, but we've had yeah, this we conversation. Well, it's still based yeah. there, right? It, it it's is still based. It there. is still based there, but it I just th- branches off into other things, which I, is good. I think because of the natural conversations that's that has developed amongst the group, we've been able to take on more serious topics when they've presented themselves. Um, and so we still dabble in the pop culture, we, or we still are very pop culture yeah. focused. But but if something comes up that's that's really significant, or just I mean, we've we've talked about some of the awful like current events that have taken place just while the show is going on, you know, you know. And and again, I think that's just a natural development of the of the conversation. If we weren't comfortable talking to each other in general, we wouldn't be able to tackle those topics. And just because we're comfortable, we could take those turns and come back to where we have to. We'll always find center. But going left and right every once in a while, it 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 works, and and I think we all enjoy doing it. So yeah, I, I see personally, I believe that that's the evolution of what talk radio is. Talk radio should be what came before us, all the mm-hmm. legends that have come before us, and then you kind of take that aspect, you put that on the side, and then you go, okay, well, what am I going to do now to meet that same aspect? And we'll run parallel with it, and right. then wherever it goes, it goes. Because like even on my show. On the ham radio show, we do everything. I sure. mean, every, nothing's off them. We have porn stars, we have politicians. I mean, I've had the Spank Bank Girl of the Week, and I've had Jesse Ventura on the same show. <laughs> so so I, we're yelling, <laughs> see? And, and both were talking about 9-11. It was fucking weird. <laughs> uh, but conspiracy theories aside, it's all, it, 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 that's what I think the, the, the new genesis of that is. I think that it's, it morphed into something else. Like, Stern did one way. Opie Anthony did another. And then though, like, we're, we're the spawn, like, especially Lewis, is the spawn of those, that thinking, that mindset. Sure, right. And then it's now become something else. And I think I see that a lot in Eric's show. And with Eric at the helm, you see, like, that what used to be, like, he has that, 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 his O&A world and Owen, Owen, uh, Opie and Jimmy world that was out there. And then you have, now you have, the like kind of it's gonna sound like you're the future of talk radio. <laughs> That's what's about to fucking come out of my mouth. Well, if that <laughs> was like, true, yeah. there's no future for talk. Excuse radio. me, Don Wicklin, pay attention. <laughs> the future of talk radio. No, but that what I mean by that is it's become something else. Like I don't know if there's even a name you could put on it because it's not shock jockery. It's not no. this, that, and the other. It's like, even my show is very much everything. It's a hodgepodge. It's every little kind of different. The cool shit that we all love about talk radio in one show. I think the one good thing that's come out of podcasting is um, I, I think that that helped some people break away from certain formats that they had preconceived in their heads. 
like like the morning zoo format or a shock jock format. I think podcasting, the one good thing or one of the good things is it it really did introduce a more casual, broad-based conversation amongst a lot of shows. And and I think now that that's kind of filtering back in. And there are other there are other radio shows that have it, yeah. or, you know, certainly. But I, I I think that's what that is. I I think that you needed something that was outside of the thumb of the corporation to develop and then the corporation recognized that maybe there was something to that and how do they integrate it back how do we into make their money business plan? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like with me, I did, I, I worked with Jim Kerr and did the morning show over a queue. So I have that, I learned from like, to me, like Mozart. What was it like working with him? Very nice. He, I mean, he's definitely, he has, he's his own man. Uh, <laughs> he's, he has his own little quirks and everything else. But other than that, tremendous dude like i can't yeah. say shit like and not even just because he's a friend of mine i can't say shit negative about him. like i can say like shit that he does wrong i'll say it right to his face yeah. but like to work for him it's like i'm telling you it's like it's it is like working with and it's gonna sound stupid too but it's like watching mozart if i was trying to learn piano and you, you learn it you learn from the like it's one of like stupid shit like doing live reads Right. And he makes it sound like just basic conversation. Then there's times when he does it and you're like, Jesus, that sounded like a commercial. <laughs> but then there's other times when you're doing live reads and he's just like, it's a fucking conversation about uh quick check fucking submarine sandwiches that actually is an actual conversation. Right. Where we're, you know, they're actually having a conversation. And it's it's weird like that. And I see a lot of that with, because uh, I, I know Eric's backstory and you see a little bit of the origin story, sir. The origin, origin story, sorry. <laughs> he was born on a distant planet. <laughs> And they put him in a shuttle and they sent him off. And then he did nothing uh, with his life. Yes. And then he learned to masturbate and that, that's it. Nothing else happened after that. What comics are you reading? Um, <laughs> Masturbation Man. It's a very, very sticky book. Um, they, but you have like a little bit, you, you do see, and it's, it's the radio nerd in me, but you see the, like the, the, the Scott and Todd influence. And oh, so, and, and a little bit of Opie. No, more no, Scott like, than Todd, please. Well, yeah, absolutely. But it's, it's more, you see, who the fuck wants to follow Todd? They, uh, it's, it's the, the aspects of like how you run, how you're delivering a conversation when you're on the air. Like you see, and you don't even know you're doing it. That's the thing. Cause you watch, that's what you watch. That's what you learned. And it comes out. I mean, am I, it, do you see yourself in them? Like, do you, like, you see them in you? I mean, uh, I, I I hope so. I mean, I I've been uh, the reason why I asked you about Jim Kerr was because mm-hmm. I remember listening to him as a kid when he yeah. was the morning show at uh, WPLJ. Yeah, and he was on against Scott Power ninety five. Right when they were Power ninety five, and he was on against Scott when Scott was doing the morning zoo mm-hmm. with Ross Britton on Z one hundred, and uh, all that stuff. I used to tape stuff as a kid. Once I figured out. That the tape cassette in the stereo could tape the radio. Mm-hmm. I figured out that I'm like. All right, I can tape radio shows. And then I'm like, well, how do I tape them when I'm not here? I have to go to school. And then I was like, oh, they make 120-minute tapes. And then some stereos have the auto reverse. So you get two hours of a program. But some of these morning shows are four hours. How do I make that happen? Oh, well, then I figured out multiple stereos. And then and they this, have... is, this is why he has his own show. <laughs> and, and then I was like, and then I discovered, yeah. oh, wait. Uh, we have that timer for the Christmas tree, you know that. So that the <laughs> tree goes off at a certain time. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much what I want. Shit up. So I, um, you know, I got multiple timers on multiple radios taping around the house. So it's like, all right, from six to eight, this is going to tape uh, the morning zoo here, and then the stereo downstairs is going to tape eight to ten, and then this, you know, I wasn't old enough to or 
to listen to Howard yet yeah. at that point. But, you know, when I did find Howard, then I discovered, hey, I could tape six hours of the radio on the VCR. So I plugged the radio into the VCR, and that's how I'd listen to it there. And that's in why one he shot. has its so Eric Nagel. I hope um, yeah. I got... I hope uh, there's some influence and in all that for the amount of hours of, of radio that I used to listen yeah. to. I'd run home from school, I'd uh, by Walkman or whatever, with the tape deck, and uh, that's what I would listen to for in the afternoon. Yeah. You and, sat under the learning tree of these guys that came before you, and you don't even know you're doing it, even though you're doing it out of fun. You're like, I just want to hear the show, but you actually were learning well, yeah, how I, to be the jock that you are today. I, and, and, I figured out that wow, well, this was really a career that I could have access to at some point, mm-hmm. like in my early teens. That you could go to college for this. That college have uh, some colleges have radio stations, and I was like, "All right, I think this is what I want to do." So yeah, I was taping everybody, listening to everything, yeah. and uh, I hope I, I got the the good parts out of it and not the bad. I'm well, sure the bad parts are in there too <laughs> somewhere, and though I'm sure they'll surface. You, you have some sucky qualities. Let's go into that now for another. Half an hour. The show, my co-host. Yeah. Uh, it happens. Uh, sorry. We can't all be you. <laughs> we didn't Eric. say which one. <laughs> you fucked yourself on that I'm one. just going to point my finger and spin around the room and that'll cover everything. Um, yeah, so I hope that does. Uh, I wanted to touch on something that Matt said about podcasting yes. being that, uh, you know, it's bringing in this long form, more casual conversation kind of thing. I have a real love-hate relationship with podcasts because I do love them, especially if they're done right or if they're by people who I find interesting. But I also hate them, too, because there's a lot of people that think that because I'm doing a podcast, you're doing radio. And that's not the case. Um, You know, if I was growing up at this point and had access to a podcast stuff, I'd be doing a podcast as a kid. But I would be trying to do a radio show as Mm -hmm. a podcast. You know, there's a there's a uh, a whole I'll, I'll call it an art to doing a show where you're structuring a show. Um, you have topics that you know that you want to talk about, and it, the, the, the discussion doesn't need to be structured in the sense of, well, you say this, and I'm going to say that, and then it'll react to this. It's more of, all right, we're going to do it in this segment. Here's some of the things we want to talk about. This story goes into this story that goes into this story. We'll line it up that way and then see how it goes uh, till we have to take a break. Doing all of those things and having uh, – I, I pride myself on, on like – I like having – production not over the top stuff but stuff that sounds good that sounds amazing because growing up and listening to new york city be it talk or music had like killer production that i could sing jingles from the 80s and the 90s uh, depending on who it was i remember bumpers that howard had and and uh stuff that uh you know like uh, cousin brucey had and scott shannon and uh and uh, even you know Rush Limbaugh and, and Sean Hannity, I remember the th- the transition, yeah. that kind of stuff. Not just because I have, I built this head for radio, but it was catchy. It meant something, you know. It, yeah. it, it was an emphasis it's on for a reason, right? You're not just turning on the microphone talking and then okay, done, like some podcasts do. Yes. And that's not necessarily their fault because not everybody has access to making production or paying for production, stuff like that. But when you have something good, then what's the next step? How do you make it sound good? It's like you got to have a bunch of layers. you got to have uh, a really kick-ass intro. Then you got to have certain beds under you. Like, it's a production. It's a whole it's thing a show. to do. Right. That's now, mm. again, not faulting podcasters because not everybody has that kind of money or mm. access to that stuff. But when a lot of podcasters think, like, I can just take a bunch of my friends, um, We'll turn on the mic and start shooting the shit. Sometimes that works out great. And this is one of the qualities uh, 
that I love about Kevin Smith because for years he always encouraged everybody to do, try and do a podcast. If you want to do it, just sit down and, and talk with your friends. Maybe something comes out of it. Maybe something doesn't. Uh, one of the examples is tell them Steve Dave. Right. Those guys, nowhere near professional broadcasters, uh, don't do radio or any of that stuff. But they sit down. They know how to talk to each other. They tell stories, and they're they're a riot. They're hilarious, and it's they're like, well, you know what? We do this all the time on a Saturday night. Now we're recording it. We'll put it out there and let the rest of the world hear that. And that's where I love podcasting. What I hate is when those same people like, oh, we sit there and we're going to talk, uh, you know, using profanity too much. It's not a punctuation. It's not part of a normal conversation where if I messed up and Matt called me out and went, oh, shit, I didn't even realize I said it. Right. You know, you're using it in the right way. But when you're saying fuck every other word because you don't know how to speak and uh, you're telling your stories and they're all thinking like, oh, what Howard does, I can do that. Or what Opie and Anthony did, yes. I can do that. What Bubba the Love Sponge does, I can do that. But and they're trying to do all this shit. Um, I know you, you said you had uh, porn stars uh, but, yeah. and political people on your show. That's you're rounding out the show. You're you're figuring out you know, you're catering to different demographics for people who, you can't who just check do out one your show, type of, right? Yeah. But then you get <clears throat> these shows when they submit stuff to us or they send me a link and they say, "Hey, could check out my show, or whatever." And all they're constantly doing is, is you know uh, porn star stuff, or it's just constantly um, over the top vulgarity and uh, and just really not even doing cringe humor in yeah. the sense of cringe humor. It's just like. This is awful. You know, they're not, they're like, you're all over the place. You're calling this person out. You're, you know, fake on air fights and, and this discussion or, oh, oh yeah, did you see this thing with Kim Kardashian? She's a cunt, man. It's like, yeah, you're really not telling your story. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you think you're doing good, but you're not going to attract people to listen to it. And if you're thinking you're doing a career in radio, just because us here at Satellite have, the freedom to say what we want. Not all the time do you have to say that. I think Howard uh, really set a, a good precedence when uh, he came over to uh, Sirius from uh, from FM, and yeah. he was just like, "Yeah, we can do it." But I, um, he would yell at his staff. He was like, "Could you just stop cursing? You don't need to curse for the sake of cursing." And after the first couple of weeks of Opie and Anthony, they got it all out of their system. Right. It was fun, and then they even like. Yeah, you know what? It's, we have the freedom, so we don't have to run and hit the dump button. But uh, let's try not to talk like that if we don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to go out of your way. I'm not saying that I don't do that on my show because I do. Right. But, but that's what that's yeah. where I, I have a problem with podcasts. Is where I encourage people to try things and, and do it. But don't go on and think you're doing what we do. And thinking like, oh, we're, we're doing what you did. We, we do what Opie and Anthony used to do. And it's like, no, you don't. You're not doing it. So what you're, you, you know, you're, you're getting really trashy and you're getting really uh, violent with your language, you know, misogynistic and, and racist and all this stuff. And like, we're, we're harder than Opie and Anthony ever, but you'd never make it in this business by mm-hmm. doing that. Like Opie and Anthony pushed the limit being what they were because in some degree their language and their discussions were worse than what Howard was doing. Yeah. Howard was, had all the girls on there doing, uh, you know, all these weird, hysterical sex stuff where girls are getting baloney thrown at their ass or riding Sibians and all this other hardcore stuff. Mm-hmm. But he pushed it in that way. Opie and Anthony went in this other direction, but it was still within the perimeters of what they were allowed to do. And these guys think, oh, if we go way past that and we go balls to the wall and we're going to be, you know, we can do what they do and better because, you know, Howard's fucking soft and ONA split up and I hate all of them. And it's like, we're going to do what ONA used to do. Then you're already 
you already, already failed. You're yeah. already facing a wall because you can't do what ONA did. You can't do what Howard did. You can't do what any of these guys did. You gotta do what you can do. And if this is what you can do, it's not gonna do anything. And that pisses me off about a lot of podcasts where people think that they're doing radio, they're doing what we do, and they think they're doing it better than what we're doing. And, and you're not. You're just not. <clears throat> but, Go back to the more of the positive side. There's a lot of great stuff that has come out of podcasts. Sure. A lot of comedians where you're like, oh, my God, who would have known Joe Rogan, you know, three hours at a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, even that's ridiculous. And his shows are good, but it's just he can do it. And people, he has his fan base. People love doing it. So he's doing it right. It's not for everybody, but he's doing it right because he's got a huge following that supports what he does. Bill Burr, a unique podcast because he doesn't use anybody. He sits there. It's like everyone's out of the room. He sits there for roughly an hour and just – I don't know what he focuses on because I always try to put myself in his head sometimes when I listen to his show. And I see when he goes on his sports rants and all these other things like that, that's the comedian in him. But when he's having just a discussion and and it becomes very fluid and a train of thought, I was like, how the hell does he do this? And that's a unique instance of a podcast too. Mm. Those guys are doing it right. Not, and, but then again, every other comic has a podcast and not all of them are good. So it's a hit or miss with everything. But uh, I encourage people to do podcasts, try them out and everything. Just figure out what's, what works for you and stop trying to be somebody else. That was a long rant. I'm that was a very a long now. rant. But I was enjoying it. No, I'm fine I with it. Say, I didn't say it sucked. It was good. That's why when you when we actually got into contact with each other, I was I to me you you actually gave a shit to listen to what I did mm-hmm. and you didn't you didn't tell me I was doing anything bad so it was like <laughs> wow all right yeah, cool. yeah, like yeah, I said on uh, yeah. I said this on my show yes. on Sirius say it again feel free um, I was like he's got better microphones than we have <laughs> yeah. and those are expensive microphones yeah, no and uh, mm-hmm. I was just like I that was the first thing when you went uh, I saw one of your Facebook but we're live prettier. videos. You are prettier, yes. We have air conditioning in our studio. Very true. (laughs) We have one unit, and it sucks. Well, funny story about the – those microphones actually came from Clear Channel. When I worked worked at Clear Channel. bravo that they should because I've taken stuff from radio stations that I've been at. My whole – oh, here's a little something for you. Here's a little tidbit. Jocktober segments. Yes. When we started to focus on Scott and Todd. Mm Mm-hmm. And I knew some people still over at, at that station, and I heard that Todd freaked out that we had all their elements that they would use for their show. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the more common ones, maybe not yeah. the more current ones, but more common ones that they would use. And uh, they were freaking out, like, how do they have this? How do they have that? Like, we, ha- I had the bed for the end of his phone scams that doesn't exist anywhere. No. But I had it. When I was an intern there for about two years um, – I used to do all the jobs that nobody wanted to do. Like they had these huge, massive uh, storage areas for their prize closets and they were a mess. And all the promotion people would just throw shit in there and never organize. It It was just a pile of nonsense. And I said, I'll clean that out. And they're like, what? Nobody wants to. I said, I'll like, give me two days. Let me just uh, focus on that. I'll clean it out. I cleaned it. I organized it. They had steel shelves that weren't built. I built it all up there for them. And I found a million things in there. I'm like, oh, like air checks from, from, uh, Jim Kerr's days, like photos of Howard the cab driver wow. and, and Shelly Sunstein. And, yeah. and, uh, then there was all these, uh, you know, CD box sets and, and video sets. I'm like, this was coming home with me. No <laughs> one knows that this is there. So I cleaned the place out. But, um, they also had all these boxes of carts. Now, for people who don't know radio, it, it say, looks yeah. like an 8-track tape, but they would run on the machine where you would put the song or a sound effect or something on these little magnetic tapes. <laughs> 
So I see these carts. I'm like, what are you going to do with these carts? Oh, they're just going to throw them out. I said, well, I work at my college station. We could use these and uh, I can get something from my college and it could be a tax write-off. Great. So I took three huge boxes of carts cards. Uh, into the PLJ prize van and drove it out to my car on Long Island, put them in the car, drove the prize van back, and then took the train back to Long Island. And so I had these three huge boxes of carts, and I took them to to my college. And me being the, the radio you know, nerd that I am, I would sit there at night at the radio station when not much was going on in the production studio, and I would play the carts into a program called Gold Wave at the time. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first uh, wave recorders, and I recorded everything off those carts, and I just saved it. For no reason. I just had them digitally. And then who knew There was that, a reason. Who knew 10 years yeah. later when we start going after Scott and Todd, um, hey, I got the phone scam stuff. I have – there's accents and all this other stuff and we'd play it for everything and uh, used to drive them nuts. Not Scott so much because I found out later on that he secretly liked how Todd would – because we used to shit on Scott a lot. Yeah. And uh, I'll say they did, not me. Uh, <laughs> they used to shit on Scott a lot. But then as time was going on, we realized that it wasn't Scott that was the problem. It was more Todd. Yeah. So then Jimmy figured it out and then it shifted all their thinking. It's like Todd's really the pro- pro- problem. Scott wants to do a show and Todd's derailing everything. So we just constantly went after him and then I had all his elements. I had his phone scams. I had everything and it just well, drove him crazy. Well, Scott called in. I mean, you did, he did, he had that little, not detente. Right. But he actually called in and be, you know, was like when he was uh, starting to do his show on CBS, he actually yeah. was like, no need for even to wave a white flag. It was like, hey, I loved the shit you were doing. <laughs> yeah. uh, and obviously in his own way, he was saying it was Todd, too. When really you think yeah. about it, he was saying it was Todd, too. So, <laughs> um, I think we have a lot of stuff yeah. uh, to do. Uh, do you want to? Talk more because I don't give a. Uh, well, we got to get out of here. Get the hell out of here. We got to get out of here in a minute. So uh, right. whatever you want to finish up with, let's do that. Uh, I think we're good. I mean, I mean, this, we'll play it, and this will actually be. I, I won't even edit this part of me saying goodbye to you. You asked something uh, about what we thought about our show. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. throw this in real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. And, and Matt uh, made his point as far as what he thought everything was and how it developed in our conversation and, of course, and yeah. whatnot. But um, what I always visioned this show was. The Opie and Anthony show was a lot of negativity. It was a lot mm-hmm. of fun, too, but a lot of negativity and all that stuff. And i not going to lie. I can't do what Jim Norton does. I can't do what Anthony does. Uh, I can do what Opie does. But <laughs> <Hi-oh>! <laughs> uh, No, I mean sitting behind the board here. Um, I, I can't do what they did, and I don't want to replicate what they do. Uh, just because I came from their world, I don't want – it, it's really – I I think it was in – it would be in bad taste if I was trying – to siphon off of that and try to bring those elements to my thing. And, it's, and then it's just, you know, it's E-Rock doing Opie and Anthony light. Exactly. And I didn't want to do that. And I was just like, well, what do I know? What can I talk about? What are my strengths with this? And, you know, involving Matt and everything. And I always viewed this show as I try to get Ope and, and Jim into things. When stuff would come up and they would, they would just crucify me over one of the famous episodes where the, uh, from Futurama where I said I cried on the cartoon mm-hmm. where the dog the died. Dog and they were just destroying me and then all of a sudden the phones lit up and the fo- people on the phones were destroying them like you, like are you inhuman fucks? You know, <laughs> it's like how did you not cry or get upset over that episode? So I try to bring things in. To get them to try things and you know, a lot of times they're very close minded or whatever. Is or, that really, is that really them though? 
Or is that like, yeah. is that? Do you like, ever hear Jim? No, no, I know Jim has. Jim Jim's has just discovering Jennifer Lopez from the nineties. Yeah, you know, and, and every time we talk about animation stuff, Jim's always like, "I hate animation. I like Pixar. Who cares?" And all that. Mm. Stuff. But we try to tell him, "No, these are good movies. You give it a chance." But you know, that was my job as far and what I wanted to bring, and I was like, trying to get them to try new things. Mm-hmm. So when we were doing this show, I was like. You know what? Let's try to be a bit more inclusive. And uh, if somebody calls in, if, they, if there's something stupid, we're going to chastise them. Yes, but we're like, hey, and they're like, I don't get why you guys are talking about this. I'm like, no, let me tell you why sure. you might enjoy this. And Matt does a great job because he handles more of uh, the comic book world than I can, and, and mm-hmm. some certain other things, art and and whatnot. And and he explains to people, it's like maybe you want to give this a chance, or if you like this, try some other things by this artist or by this director or producer or whatever. And I always tried to vision the show as more of if you're sitting in the coffee house or somewhere and somebody's having a conversation at the table next to you and all of a sudden you're kind of eavesdropping and you hear the conversation. You're like, I kind of like what they're talking about. We kind of recognize that you're listening and say, hey, do you want to know about this? Turn around and come sit here and, and we'll tell you about it and try to get people in that way. Like in the cafeteria in the lunchroom. Yeah. You know, like there's the cool kids table where you, you're not good enough to sit over here. And then you get the rejects table over there and something like that. We're somewhere in the middle of that where we're having a good conversation and people walking by and then – couple of people sit down and we're having a conversation and then he's like, oh, what's going on over there? And then a couple more people come down and a couple more people pull their chairs over and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And we try to tell him, it's like, you, look, you may not know about this, but this is great. This is something Matt's known about for a long time, something I've always done. You may want to try this. Uh, Stranger Things. We talked about Stranger sure. Things not too long ago and uh, I think we did a pretty good job uh, summarizing our feelings on it. And all these people who didn't even know about it when it's such a huge buzz is like, oh, my God, because you guys talked about it. I went and checked it out, and it was amazing. That means we're doing our job right, and that's exactly the goal of what we wanted to do with this show was like, hey, let us tell you what we're into. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You can turn the channel, do whatever. If you like it, hey, we'll we'll be glad to tell you um, you more about it or other things that that go along with it that you might enjoy. This show is like that bridge out of the Opie and Anthony, Opie and Jimmy world. And then it's like, hey, we we we, ha- we come from there, but we're over here now. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, again, if if I tried to do anything that Opie and Anthony did, if I tried to be, uh, you know, tried to uh, to just those hard, sarcastic comments that come mm-hmm. from Jimmy and Anthony, and I, I can't do that. And it, it looks really obvious that I'm attempting to do that, mm-hmm. and it comes off very fake. So I'm not that. But – were other things, and that's what I decided to focus on. Sure. And, and Matt was like, "You know what? That's a good idea. I want to do that too." And again, I give Matt all the credit in the world because I can't do this show without him. He he really brings a whole other aspect to the show and a whole wealth of knowledge on things that I I'm still learning off of him. And I, I I'm just scratching the surface on some of this stuff. And if I can't discuss it or if we don't know enough about it, usually I can look at Matt and he knows where to go with this, and we just let him go. So it kind of balances out pretty well. You're the Batman. I'm the Robin. You're either the Batman to his Robin or the Robin to his Batman. No, I'm the Robin, but I'm okay with that. He's the Alfred to my Bruce. That's what he is. All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. Not bad. Alfred's a badass. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take Alfred. All right, so I guess we have to wrap up, right? Because we all have to get the hell out of here. Yes. Uh, Well, guess what? I'll throw like I'm doing to this. Thank you, Eric Nagel. Thank you, Matt. 
Uh, Matt, what's your last name? Because I don't know. Uh, Cipolletti is my last name. Okay. Uh, and, it's and a nice Irish last name. Plug your show and everything else. Sure. Uh, uh, BK Geek Stuff is the podcast. It's called Geek Stuff. New episodes go online every Thursday in Geek Stuff OG on social, social media. And the rest of the room kind of, you know, petered yeah. out, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you snooze, you lose. Hey, geek on, guys. Um, and Eric, of course, thank you for doing the show. No um, problem, Eddie. Uh, it's the Hammer Radio Show right here, HammerRadioShow.com. Uh, we have more stuff on the, uh, I guess hey, on the you other side. plug in for geek stuff. Can I, I am, plug I'm, my show? I was going to just totally have you end it right okay, now. Perfect. I was going to throw you. into you right Jeez. now. And here's Eric Nagel. Attention. Star. <laughs> actor. Actor. The Batman. Um, yeah, check to out. To Matt's Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> check out uh, uh, Matt and myself. Uh, we do a show called It's Eric Nagel on Sirius XM. Friday nights, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, it's Eric Nagel across the board on social media. And for myself personally, E-Rock Radio, if you care to follow or block both accounts. I don't care what you do. <laughs> there you go. See? And that's why you end with the professional. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Where, where's the professional? Oh, somewhere. <laughs> we'll be right back after these words. Ham Radio will be back in a flash. But first, a clip of what everyone is thinking on a New York City subway car. That van is a product of a poor environment. There's absolutely nothing wrong with him. I can prove it. Of course there's something wrong with him. He's a Negro. Probably been stealing since he could crawl. Be afraid. Be very afraid. More after this. Ham Radio. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want with This is HamRadioShow.com. One of the best-kept secrets in Palm Beach is Monroe's Legends Lounge, a VIP club providing intimate private atmosphere that caters to upscale clientele, offering fine dining and a large variety of top-shelf cocktails, fine cigars, wine, and champagne. Members experience a truly five-star experience where they can enjoy Monroe's signature 36-ounce ribeye tomahawk steak or their famous seafood tower. Watch and listen to the top sporting events and all UFC fights on the large flat-screen TVs. With a dimly lit wood-grain decor, the bar features a two-way mirror, allowing members to get an unbelievable view of both live stages inside Monroe's Palm Beach. The Legends Lounge offers a private entrance with parking accessible to members. Located at 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. For more information, go to monroespalmbeach.com. Check out the all-new hamradioshow.com. You can download the latest episode of the Ham Radio Show, get all the latest news on Ham Radio, plus see what's going on with the Planet Platypus Network, get the latest in adult entertainment news by Tony Batman, and more only on the all-new Ham Radioshow.com. That's a lot of shit, man. The Tony Batman's Entertainment News is a website dedicated to bringing you all the news that is sexy. Everything you need to know from the gentleman's club industry, adult movie industry, music, and sexy celebrity updates. Check out one of the top ten adult news sites in the world at entertainmentnews.com or simply tonybatman.com. The Entertainment News is updated for your viewing pleasure ten to twelve times a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If it's sexy and entertaining, it's on the Entertainment News. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000 square foot mega club with a 20,000 square foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. 
Playmates Club has the ultimate Miami strip club experience featuring some of South Florida's hottest female exotic dancers performing for your entertainment in a comfortable, posh, and relaxed environment. The 2,500-square-foot club is located in the heart of Miami, Florida, and prides itself on offering a melting pot of gorgeous entertainers from all over the world for your enjoyment. At Playmates, the staff has one focus in mind, your enjoyment. Whether coming alone with clients, a group of guys, or girlfriends, Playmates Club treats everyone like a VIP making sure your every need is catered to. Along with a bar offering bottle specials all night long, the club's unique bistro features tasty twists on your favorite bar foods and excellent full meals. With an intimate club-like feel, guests are welcome to make themselves comfortable at one of the many cocktail tables in front of the main stage or to venture through to a private table dance and champagne room with the sexy exotic dancers there every day of the week. So check out more at PlaymatesClub.com. Missed an episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Want more of the Ham Radio Show? Then check out Wayback Wednesdays where we bring you the best of the Ham Radio Show, The Doom Era, right here on hamradioshow.com. Brought to you by ham247.tk. Only on hamradioshow.com. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. Hi, I'm Paul Schaefer, and you're listening to Ham Radio. <laughs> Start spreading the news. I, I, I knew what it was, Andy. I was just making a face. Because I, I was looking at be a part of it. That's the, the Chief Chief Yes, it is of course New Frank Sinatra. York. New York, New York. Songs inspired by New York. I was I knew it was coming, I just didn't think. I thought I was like, that's a an apparent Seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty five thirteen eighty nine. Call thirteen eighty five, see what happens. Why not? It's the Hammer Radio Show. Let's get um, our Spank Banker of the Week on the phone, Brooklyn Chase, because we're running a little behind. It was a great Eric Nagel interview, though. It was. It was very good. Very informative uh, and, and fun. Yeah, I, I had fun. Yeah. Hello. Hello, beautiful. Is this the beautiful, sexy, and vivacious Brooklyn Chase? I mean, it's Brooklyn. I don't know about the rest of it. Uh, I fucking do. Tell you that right now. <laughs> Round of applause. Brooklyn yeah. Chase on the boat. Welcome to Ham Radio. Gentlemen, get your hands off your cocks and clap. God damn it. And drop Thank you. By the way, Brooklyn Chase, uh, not only is she our Spank Bang Girl of the Week, and you can check out the victorial yeah. on hamradioshow.com. Beautiful. Of course, she's she's stunning. That's the... The overall consensus from everybody in the room. Uh, we were checking out your pictures uh, while we were playing the taped interview with Eric Nagel, and we were checking out the uh, the just how freaking ridiculously hot you are. Like you, you're 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 you because some of them have when you're talking about porn stars, and not to act like they're pieces of cattle, but like we're gonna describe them, we're gonna describe you as pieces of cattle for a second. The, okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> because some of them have phenomenal bodies oh, yeah. and fucked up faces. Yes, they do. And then some of them yeah. have phenomenal faces and fucked up bodies. It's terrible. 
Brooklyn Chase yeah. is <laughs> obviously not either one of those things. Gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Seriously. Beautiful fucking, like, I want to fuck your face. <laughs> that's how hot, that's how, how hot your face is. Like I'm, she I'm, said, it happens. It happens. I mean, that, that happens too. I'm not even talking about like a blowjob. I'm just saying I want to figure out a way to actually have intercourse with your face. He wants to be like a little spider monkey. And yeah, I just want to just poke you right in I want to climb. Oh my God. I want to hump her nose. I don't care. It's just straight. Hey, <laughs> it'll fit. Stick your dick in the ear and fuck start a brain. I can fuck start a brain. But, she's, but the thing is, she's not one of those dullards either. That's another thing. I, I did a lot of research. Not only did I jerk off to the Brooklyn Chase, which I did. Thank you. Which for that. is also research. Oh yes, it was definitely research. Yes. Uh, she knows you well. I had to search for it, and by that I mean my cock. I know. But I did jerk. Mm-hmm. Off, I did jerk off to uh, Brooklyn. Yep. But that's not what I'm talking about. Then I'm doing other research, and I found out that Brooklyn is a fucking. She's a, 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 an old lady trapped in a sexy body. Are you kidding me? This girl. It's true. She likes to do crafts. Scrapbooking? She's crafty. She's crafty. She likes to do crafts. She, You know what her favorite thing in the world is? I might get her to say it, but do you know what her favorite thing in the world is? I don't know. It'd be better if she said it, though. No, wait, but you have to understand. I want to see if she laughs uncontrollably after I say it. You ready? <laughs> what is it? Gift baskets. Oh, I love making gift baskets. She loves making gift baskets. Tell me this is not the perfect girl. So how come we didn't get a gift basket? Uh, yes, can you send a gift basket to our mailing address? Oh, incredible. Oh my god, totally. I love making gift baskets for people. It's literally. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. I have a whole station in my craft. I have this craft area in my basement, and I have this, like, gift bag station. Do you customize the gift basket to the person? Yeah, do you make, like, jellies and jams? Well, no, you know, like. Like you, she'd give you all porno stuff in the, in the gift basket if she was making it. 100%. Yeah. yeah you know. Double no, the price would... if you wanted to make the wine with a feet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I do have a foot fetish. Oh. I would think, I would think that like for like, so I think that Brooklyn Chase, yeah. who by the way is our Spank Bank Girl of the Week, if anyone's tuning in right now, yeah. I would think that she would not just give somebody just porn stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I think she would analyze each person in particular, Joe, yeah. and go like, well, Uncle Eddie, he likes food, cigars. Yeah, that's exactly right. Booze. Yeah. Yeah. 45. She would send you an edible, inflatable doll. <laughs> I'm of I, I want someone to open their gift basket and be like, she climbed inside my brain. Ouch. Get out of my head. has everything that I want in here. Yeah. I love making gift baskets. That's, that's the art of it. Have that's you, the art. Have wine you ever, crackers and vagina. Yeah, I would say wine crackers <laughs> and vagina would work. But that's why I would think that maybe oh, maybe God. Brooklyn would just, like, when someone would like, oh, make me a gift basket, she just takes her vagina and wraps it in tissue paper. Yeah, that would be nice. And, like, cellophane. Yeah. And puts a bow on it and goes, here's your gift basket. Now go fuck this. Now. <laughs> this, just, just sit Indian style in a little bucket. And nice. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. But, she also, <laughs> but she's also, all right, wait, this gets even funnier how she's an old woman. She also loves, I'm telling you, she's the greatest girl in the world. She yeah, looks like this. Chronologically. She, she makes uh, cookies. She looks like this. She probably does make cookies, but she looks like that. Yeah. Okay, that's what she looks like naked, because if you go to the Ham Radio Show, get the pictorial. Uh-huh. There's a ton of naked shots. 
So we know that she's a good girl and gets naked and looks like that. She makes Boston cream pies. She does. We have a picture of that. That's the second picture. Oh. I don't know if she's in Boston, <laughs> but that's a cream pie. The second thing <laughs> is that she loves those, those like the... Uh, what do they call it? Like murder porn? Oh, Those yeah. Those crime scene investigation uh, snuck them, snuck them. TV shows? She loves them. Oh, like, uh, she just got wet. Yeah. Did you hear her get wet yeah. over fucking Did crime it? scene porn? Did yeah, you hear her? I listen to I listen to that stuff while I sleep. Don't, don't fuck with Brooklyn. She knows yeah. how to hide the body. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first thing to teach you in grade school over there. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a cream It's like bedtime stories. Yeah. <laughs> And then he put the body in the woods. After fucking it repeatedly dead. Yep. Yep. And then he dismantled my, the body with an axe. And then I watched Yeah, my, uh, apparently sometimes my headphones, like, come unplugged. And my husband's like, and then I hear screaming in the middle of the night. Wow. Coming from my phone. Do you have, do you have, like, night terrors and shit? Because No, of it, I feel like lo- a baby. Telling you, she's. I'm telling you, and also, here's the other part. Minus the husband thing, that fucks up a lot of oh, shit. Sure but the sorry, but the other rewind thing, that part. Rewind that. Lose the husband. <laughs> okay. In this scenario, you're single and you're in my bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, okay. I'm ready. The uh, total the, fiction. The total fiction. And I have a giant cock and abs. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing that is awesome that how she's an old lady <laughs> is. That she goes to sleep at like nine thirty, ten o'clock top. Oh, yeah. Like you have other porn stars who go out and they get like they they do they don't lines start of coke. Their day yeah, until you know, that, that's at the three a.m. off a guy's dick. She's that's... like, I need to go. It's eight fifty. Can I have a cracker and maybe some coffee <laughs> oh, or a little tea? And I'm gonna go sleep. Yeah. That's what she. Does. I do drink tea before bed. Little chamomile. <laughs> what do you do? Sleepy time. What are you? <laughs> that's very right hard. now I'm on a tea. I'm on a tea talk. You're in a so tea I have talk? a nice little, I have a nice little warm cup of, of like cleansing tea, and I go to sleep. Cleansing testicle. Yes. <laughs> what is your? What, why do you? Are you trying to lose weight? Because you're not out of shape. So why no, do you need a? Tea, why do you need a cleanse? No, I just like to feel good. I like to feel. That's why I stay up. That's why I don't Let stay me feel up late, you. and I try and eat well. I just like to feel good. What do you feel like? I feel. Healthy. I don't know. Healthy. I would say she feels probably. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll test the melons out and see if they're ripe. Quack, quack. Uh, come in, <laughs> Tokyo. Come in. <laughs> she's got, cause she has, like, she definitely looks like she's in shape. I try. Well, I'm old, so I have to work hard at that. Old. What's old? What's old to you? Well, in in porno years, I'm like 95. Oh, yeah. um, so she's like she's 24. I mean, I'm 31. Oh, Granny! Oh, what the hell does that I make? Know. Bambino, bambino. So that means that Billy and Joe in this room are dead. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, in porno years, I'd be 760. Yeah. Let me tell you, when I, I turned 30, when I turned 30 last year, it was all downhill. So I've had to work hard since then. But you look like you got to do the stepmom porn then, which I love. I, Eddie loves I've that. I started to do more of that. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking hot. I gotta I find. Have. Now I, I have to find Brooklyn Chase's step uh, yeah. stepmom porn. I have to find it now. Yeah. 
I, the last time I, I was in L.A. shooting, one day I gave my stepson a blowjob, and the next day um, I had a different stepson who I had to fuck and not tell, you know, made sure he didn't tell his dad. Oh, isn't so that I had two different case? stepsons in two different days. It, it's weird also. And when does it morph into Law and Order SVU? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> she gets rid of the body. Don't worry about it. <laughs> My, 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 my thing is, my thing is, <laughs> those movies have to be the most easiest fucking movie to make. Because oh, sure. they all have the same dialogue. Yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. She, don't tell your dad. Don't tell your dad. Yeah. It's the same lines. Don't tell your dad. <laughs> uh, am, are we going to get in trouble? The guy has to go, are we going to get in trouble for this? Yeah. And then she goes, Eddie's been studying. Shh. Oh, dude, I, that's all, I jerk. That's dude, all he watches. I he love, talks about every week. I love <laughs> stepmom. I love, first off, I love MILFs. Yeah, First too. off, yeah. and, and I got to say that you've never had a child, right, at all? No. no. Okay. When she In the porn world, she's the, considered a MILF. World, yes, in the porn world somehow Brooklyn Chase is a MILF. She's oh, yeah. she's just a woman I'd like to fuck. She, I don't know, she's a wilf. But <laughs> if she if, in the porn world she's a MILF. A MILF. Which yeah. means that she'll like She'll like she'll have this scene. I'll tell you exactly. I can write. I can write one of these blindfolded. There's a scene when Brooklyn Chase she fights with the husband, that or he or he's ready to leave on a business trip. And I oh, use the yeah. air quotes. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can take you yeah. through one of these. He's going on a business trip and he hasn't paid much attention to Brooklyn and Brooklyn's needs sexually. And he's walking out the door going, honey, I don't have time for this. I have to land the Yakahama account. I have to go. And then he leaves. Nagasaki? Yes. And then she goes into the shower because you know what? Shower time. It's the beginning of the day. And she starts flicking her fucking clit like a mouse. Yes. And she's in the shower taking They have one of those expensive water massages. Exactly. You know, and it just clicked it just right. Billy, stop fucking up. My goddamn porno! It's your fucking fantasy. You're trying to it's meld not your a fantasy. You're it, it, trying to meld what you do with giggles in the, the shower way into it works. this. Is, is, is Junior peeking at the door? So that no, no, but that's a Junior who's not supposed to be home because he went to boarding school because okay. he was bad because he would just be around the neighborhood fucking all the broads. He TP'd somebody's house and he got kicked out of boarding school and then he comes home early, uh-huh. sees the stepmom in the shower. Uh-huh. And then starts cranking one out with the crack because for some odd reason Brooklyn Chase left the door open, Absolutely. as a sexy stepmom does. They all do. And he's, exactly. he's looking through the crack of the door and he's jacking one off. Yeah. She notices the penis sticking because it's such a massive penis. Right. Man. Just so you know, it has to be a massive. The steps How on the, massive is it? He never has below six inches. I it's should. always. Monstrous! It has an elbow and it wears a wristwatch. It's just so there. at night they use it as a lighthouse. Yes, yeah, and then, trust me, she's coming towards the light. He's like Justin Bieber and Orlando Bloom morphed yes. into one, giant one penis. giant penis. So Does now, you think it's the UPS guy? No, no, no! It's never the UPS. Joe, don't fuck this up by your stupid fantasy okay. now. Don't help me. Well, to me, it would be lesbian massage. Yeah, yeah. fuck you and your lesbian massage, Brooklyn. <laughs> that's Brooklyn's fantasy. Let's yeah. get the mine. One fetish at a time. Thank you. <laughs> Why does Brooklyn have to help me shut you guys up? Listen. <laughs> so then he's cranking one out. She sees it. He doesn't finish because he hits the door or something, and he thinks he, that she heard him. Ooh. Because she'll go, hello, who's that? 
thinking that he's going to come in the bathroom, but he doesn't come in the bathroom because he's a pussy bitch. It's the UPS. He man. doesn't come in the bathroom. He runs back to his room, and he goes to finish jerking one off. Ooh. She comes out of the shower dripping wet yeah. into his room and, with a towel on, and she goes, Oh, Johnny, I can't believe you're home. What's <laughs> going on? How are you? She sits on the bed. He gets a glance at the puss. <laughs> she notices he's still erect. There you go. Bing, bang, boom. He's banging mommy. <laughs> and it's a great movie. Yeah. I've already finished. Yeah. I finished when she was in the shower. Yeah, and then the ice pit. Like, and then I the ice. novel. And, yeah. then, and then the ice pit comes out and she dumps the body in the river. That's no, the no, end. No, no, no. That's when the jealous aunt shows up. <laughs> and then they have a three-way. With the paper boy. That's when the aunt, who's the wife, the sister of the original mom. Yeah. Right. I have to step up. She comes over <gasps> and it's oh, she. Oh, man. See? And then she fucks Brooklyn, But what about too. Junior's girlfriend, the 18-year-old? She comes over well, later. See, yeah. That's that's another popular one is, <laughs> honey, I think you're getting older that I should teach you how to do this. Yes. Oh, yeah, Cougar teaches. As a stepmom. Yeah. I like that one, too. You ever see that one where the, the two young kids are fucking, and he's got another go, massive penis, yeah. doesn't know what to do with it, and he's right. like slap her in the face yeah. with it. He's, he fucks this, her, her hip. He doesn't know what he's doing. So when they're banging on the couch, he's actually putting it into cushions. And yeah. Then she's got to show her how to put it he's into all, the vagina. all over the place. He has no clue what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, but and, he's then, happy, yeah. and then what happens is Brooklyn Chase is playing the stepmom, uh-huh. would come in, and she goes, what are you doing in my house, you fu-? And then she, they yell a lot. You vile sperm and, shooting and then, bad person. Yes, and then... Doesn't mess the fight with you. That's because... <laughs> <laughs> now you know why the Italians had everything covered in plastic. <laughs> yep, yep. So then, and then what happens is she starts yelling, but of course she's mesmerized. Because this guy has a giant cock, and then she goes, what are you wasting this cock for? You don't know what to do with it, you dumb bitch. And then Brooklyn takes it to town. Doing all that kind of crazy shit to it. Playing with the bulls. She goes, I'll teach you how to suck a dick. Uh-huh. And the next thing you know, the dude is now in a three-way with the daughter and the stepmom. Yeah. Lucky shit. Never going to happen to me in life. And that's what happens. And I I can see Brooklyn Chase playing all these parts, but there's no way in hell in real life that Brooklyn Chase is old enough for anyone to go, holy fuck, you're a mom. Yeah. yeah. Once I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, in some, it depends on the company. Some companies go strictly off by age, not how old you look. Mm-hmm. Some you... companies are like 25. Like once you're 25 and older, you shoot milk. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, What? How is that not right. ageism in like? How is that not like you can't? I, Age can, sexism. Can you go to the? Can you go to the porn union? I don't know. Yeah, you know. it's like discrimination. Yeah, be like complain if about ageism. Yeah, the, the local fifteen hundred triple X. What do you do? I don't know what to do. Uh, how, do how do they know? What do you do? They ask for your birth certificate or something? I mean, well, well they, well, they do know proof. her age. They, they know her it's age. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty well, common knowledge how old you know how old everybody is. But you also have. Well, stop lying Give when you're lying or something, you know. Yeah, you stop, know? Sho- you stop showing up. You can't do that. Stop showing up to the auditions with a walker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the, the funniest thing when you're. I there was one. I shopped for that company, and there was there was one week that I had a scene come out for them where I was a mill. Yeah. In the same week that I had a scene come out where I was a college student. I see. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it was like yeah. <laughs> she looks and like even my step- fans were like, "This is stupid." Exactly. She looks like the stepdaughter. She looks like the stepsister. 
Like, I can see her boning her stepbrother. Yeah. That's fine. That's, That's hot. That yeah, I've done a lot, too. Exactly, as as one does. Yeah. But what I'm saying, yeah. when you look at her, do you, nothing, uh, look. Nothing beyond, says MILF about that photo. Yeah, no, she, <laughs> she definitely, I'm telling you, she's a wilf. She's a wilf. But oh, she, yeah. on top of everything else, she's the girl that you, like, she's the, uh, the girl next door. That leave. Thank you for sucking on your juice box, Danny, like a four-year-old. The girl next door. <laughs> oh, he's getting hot. He's <laughs> getting a little, a little hot in here. I know it's hot. It's Brooklyn Chase, our Spank Bang Girl of the Week. That's why it's hot in there. Absolutely. She's the girl next door who happens to leave the blinds open a little bit, and you get to look. Yeah. And you're in the room. That should be your next movie. Like peekaboo. You're next door getting changed. The guy is across, and he's jacking one off because he's looking at you. Maybe I could probably star in it. We're going to need a stunt cock, preferably black. Okay. And we go out there. Okay. And then I'm, in, I'm looking. What was that? She got really excited. You were like black. She, okay. I, I guess. <laughs> she likes the oh black. God. She did. By the way, you have Worth. to. I, and yet again, I always say this. It's not racist. I have to sift through a ton of videos. Oh, when I when I do the research, and by that I mean jerk off, to, to our Spank Bang Girls of the Week. And most of the videos is all black cocks because she takes them like they're nothing. Yeah. Like she's like these mandingo penises <laughs> that are yeah. just monster. They, they, they're literally like this mic arm with an elbow and they, they, they have all these little apparatus. They're monstrous penises. Now, she takes those. I have to watch her bang the white guy with the average looking penis because I go, okay, that's more fitting to me. I can't watch right. her take the giant penis because I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna get ripped in half. Yeah. Yeah. Look, she's got tons of look at it. Tons. It's a lot of black guys. Is that a, is that the guy? I we do. Know? Is that Go ahead. is that Flash Brown? Who's that? I have uh, never worked with Flash Brown. I don't know what you're looking at, but I have never uh, actually worked with Flash Brown. I've worked with Mandingo a whole bunch. Yes. Um. Who is? Yeah. He's he's basically a baby arm. Um, look at the look at the dude's nuts. Danny brought up a picture you know? of you banging a black dude. He's the guy's nuts look like two chocolate midgets. <laughs> <laughs> his nuts. Bring up this picture. Look at his balls. They're huge. Yeah, you know, and you know what's funny is I had never ever been with a black guy until until I did it on camera. Mandingo was my first in life. That's the way to jump in. Right? You know, you just you just jump in the deep end, yeah. and um, literally, I do. I do a lot of interracial, um, and I love it, dude. Literally, the one where she's giving the dude a hand job at the bottom looks like it's another arm. Go down, go, that's go. Probably. All right, that's at least a white guy with a giant penis. No, they just painted him. No, he's that's white. Clown he's in, he's in <laughs> white face. <laughs> wow, she's got a lot yeah. of people. Brooklyn's got a lot of movies. I do. I've been busy in the last. It's been about four years. I've been busy. Who's that guy, Danny? Go up to the thing. I want. I want. So now you've got four years in. What do you, What do you plan on down the road? You looking to get out and maybe start your own production company or yeah, buy a farm go in Las on? Vegas? I'm just, I'm just gonna craft. I'm okay. gonna start making. Oh, you know what else I love to do is make wreaths, like door wreaths. Ah, so I, I'm going to make a room and open a wreath shop. No, wreaths, um, Joe, wreaths. You should make me think about yeah, cock scarves. <laughs> so you can end up on, like, the DIY network or something. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, I would totally watch that. <laughs> sure. 
I think it would work. I'll do it naked. Morning crowd. Well, well you normally, go. normally when I watch uh, Brooklyn Chase, I am doing it myself. So yeah, it's not fucking uh, yeah. anything new. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I have a craft no, too. I, eventually, eventually, I would probably love to open my own production company and you know, and and start shooting my own content. Um, you know, where you know, or, or even just. Uh, you know, my website's going to be coming out very soon. Um, you don't have to a website. Put a lot of time yet? and energy into that. You don't have a website yet. It's not yet. It's in the works. It should be coming out like next month. Wow! Wow! I see. Here's yeah. a. I do have. A, I have a dick question, Danny. You I have do? a dick question. I have to ask, and Brooklyn might be able to be more knowledgeable. Danny, bring up one of the penises on the screen here that we have. <laughs> the black dude, or the, even the white guy that she's fucking, because it's not, it's just a big dick question. Do you ever notice on the big dicks, there's usually a line, like when they're really big, it looks like they have a line where they got like an extension put on their penis. I've always wanted to ask I know what question. you're talking about. Yeah, there's a line for some reason, and don't get me, Dane's going to be like, why are you looking at the dicks, no, Eddie? I, Burr. I, Joe sorry too, so we're both yeah, gay yeah. then. Well, I, it's, I, very, no, it's very noticeable on some, on some decks. Now, do they, now do, they, do they get extensions? Because I want to believe that they're all hung like me in real life. And then they got built I mean, Robococks. Maybe. <laughs> they fresh skin that's grown. Yeah, look, look, there, right there. You see where the, that's not, the head is in her mouth. Right. Do you see how it's a different color and there's a line right there? Like right yeah. there. Right is that there. where the foreskin's cut back? I don't know. Maybe that's the I stop line. Probably, you can't go past that I line. think probably. But I could also, I could also get behind the extension part. Of course you can. Well, You're a pro. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I would get in front of the extension, really. Not behind it. You can get but, in it, behind it, on it, whatever you got to do. On it, you know, that fucking, whatever I need. Dude, his vein, well, his, the like, vein in his cock vein. is the size of my cock. So since you like SVU <laughs> so much, perhaps one day you'll just have to, like, bite on it or stab at it. See if it's real or if it's a prosthetic. Maybe. Maybe. Can, can you put it in my gift basket that you're going to bring me? I will. Wow. Now, see, that guy's dick I'll also... I'll deliver that to you. That guy's dick also comes out a little too weird, too. You see the guy she's giving a hand job to? Go up. No, I saw that. That's the two with the bridesmaids. One. I watched. That's the movie I jerked off to. The one where she's giving the guy a hand job... Watch when she see. First of all, he has a he has a fucking it looks like a ramp it curves on up. his penis. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why it looks weird when she's standing up giving him a hand job. It's like out and like this. It's like an L. It's making yeah, like yeah. a U shape almost. It's making a U turn. How many weird cocks she's probably seen in her life? Yeah, they're so huge, many. but they're weird, and she has to go like, oh, oh, you're so sexy, oh, and then she has to start sucking you know on it. In in porn, I would say they're not as weird. In real life, though, there's some weird dicks out there. I'll yeah. send you a picture. I have your phone number now. <laughs> there's four weird they're dicks just, in this room. Yeah. Sometimes they're weird. They're they're just like. So I've seen ones that I'm like, I don't even know that they're so curved that I'm like, I don't even know how that's going in me. I know. I don't even know how that's going to work. It looks like a pickle. <laughs> it's a comma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, how does yeah. that? Or it's like a scoop, like it, like it curves up. <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing. Well, the, it's like a highlight 
but when they play highlight, a big curved <laughs> sticks they use. Four, it's so like, weird. There's like four people that knew what the hell highlight was. I know. And I'm being still. one of them. How about it? it's as curved as a hockey stick? No, no, no. Yeah, that would be no. a little bit more better for the, the highlight ones. Are basically yeah. you take yeah. like a pelican yes, nose they, and just. Okay, curve it. I get like a toucan. You know? I yeah. get that, Lord of the Literal, but no one knows what highlight is. <laughs> well, look it up. Okay, I got. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, thank honest. you. You're, you're I fucking just went up. Along with it. You're fucking up Brooklyn well, Chase's day. You're, you're old, and you know you're, you haven't yeah, seen your moments. Oh, Move yeah. to Florida and check it out. It's oh, popular. Yeah. In the, <laughs> there you go. You'll see it. No, yeah. she she's old in, in the porn world. She's right. gonna play shuffleboard, assholes. That's what she's <laughs> well, when you're not playing shuffleboard, they go to watch highlights. Yeah, going to Florida. Dear, and they dear, all wear uh, pink uh, jackets. Seriously, is there anything better than that picture that Danny just clicked on? Okay, come on now. Yeah. The come plant on. arrangement How is rather hot nice. Is she? Holy shit, girl! I good. You look like a nice. I try. I just want you to stand. I, I don't even want to fuck you. Just stand like that while I jerk off. Because honestly, I don't I know what do the fuck. Just stand up in the corner like a potted plant. There's, <laughs> that's all you. <laughs> There's no way I could. That's a two minute jerk. That's uh, honestly. If that's what's climbing on top of you, think, think, Danny. That's dude. None of us in this room have ever fucked. That I'm going to be... Even Mateo, who gets I'm a lot of pussy. I'm going to be yeah. honest. The, the minute she takes the clothes off, I mean, I'm he's done. got a girlfriend now, so he's not getting any pussy. <laughs> but you haven't... Mateo, get on the microphone. Have you ever fucked a girl that hot? Yes, once in Vegas. That hot. Yes. Did yes. you have to pay Why? for it? Once at the real in Well, maybe not face hot. She's pretty fucking hot. But yeah, she's pretty hot, fucking yeah. hot. Yeah. Definitely body hot. So body hot. So, so you there's hot. There's some really hot girls in Vegas. Yeah, I was there. I was at MGM for a year, DJing there. And I yeah. Real hot girls yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, they're real hot, but they're and and wait, and I didn't have to pay for it. Oh well, then I'm out. So somebody <laughs> else did. <laughs> I have to save up. The they MGM already, paid for they it. They were already in the VIP area. <laughs> Very oh, impregnated gosh. pussy. <laughs> um. Wow! Do you do you have, do you have, do you have time for a uh, very fast game? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, let me let me make sure I have my music prepared. All right, here's uh, Brooklyn Chase. She's about to play this. Come on, people! And and now, Ham Radio presents Master Bait Theater. All right, so Brooklyn Chase is going to play Master Bait Theater with us. It's a very simplistic game. Here's what you want to do if you want to play at home. The home version is located conveniently on HammerNailShow.com. Only two C batteries required. Yes, please just go there, get the pictures from our pictorial of the Spank Bank Girl of the Week. This week, of course, being the beautiful, sexy, and stunning Brooklyn Chase. And all you have to do is play this along while she's doing it. While you're jerking off to her, she's going to be moaning... And giving us her, our, her best <laughs> orgasm. Get to the game, I can't wait. Mm. Yes, that's all you have to do. So I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put 35 seconds, Daddy, on the clock. I'm feeling froggy. Oh, feel free to go longer. 40 seconds? 40 seconds on the clock. We're feeling fucking crazy tonight. Until she's ready. Alright, and what you're gonna do, if you want to, please feel free to Really masturbate. We have no problem with that. If you have any toys that vibrate or make noises, please feel to whip them out, whatever you want to do. Are you a toy or you're a finger girl? 
No, I am a vibrator girl. Let me grab that. Oh, go get your vibrator and then put it on the... Put it... I can grab my vibrator. Please grab your vibrator. God. Oh, in the attic. And then please put the uh, put the vibrator up to the phone so we can hear it. I want to make sure that we're not fucking around, kids. Yes, sir. I want to make sure that safety first. Safety? Yeah, you don't want right. to say you're what? using a vibrator and then you just don't have one. So let's... Yeah. Yeah, you don't want... All right, you ready? Yeah, put it up to the phone so I can hear it. Oh wow! That sounds what? like that sounds like an off-board motor. <laughs> yeah, that's a supercharged. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have a motorboat in your house? <laughs> the ship just Listen, came it in. It plugs into the wall. It needs like a <laughs> wow. wow! Wow! She blew the fuses on the uh, west we coast. Don't, we don't fuck around over here. This is All the right. industrial size. All right, Joe, shut up! Because I, I have a hot chick about to fucking masturbate. I don't need you fucking it up. Yeah, go, t- t- turn go. his mic off so he doesn't ruin it, please. Yes, Joe, you'll be quiet. <laughs> There you go. Joe's mic is off. Only the people that know better will be quiet right now. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. With her, with her, her beautiful giant vibrator that plugs into the wall, here is our Spank Bad Girl of the Week. This is Brooklyn Chase. Are you ready? I'm ready. And action. How was I? <laughs> I need a you tissue. You were great. Yeah! The yeah. I, I fucked her with my mind. Some crazy European sex. Yes. I made I made her come with my mind. My uh, this toy is amazing. I use it literally three times a day. Is it the Hitachi wand? It is. It See? sounded like a lightsaber when she turned it on. It's like <laughs> uh, it's amazing that you would know that. I mean, just by the sound. I, I'm telling you, I know my vibrators, Joe. I'm telling you. Name it's that vibrator. It's a porn stable. It, it looks like it looks like um, the like the artificial hip of a robot. Oh wow! It has a ball joint, and then it just goes into this like weird white shafty thing. Yeah, I think I've seen these. And and it, and it, it can also make a soup real fast. Yeah. It's like oh an, my god! It's like an immersion blender. It just, it just goes nuts. <laughs> also um, power your private boat. Yes. <laughs> She doesn't even swim. She just goes right across the lake. Exactly. Um, Brooklyn, do you have any uh, things that you want to plug? The website, you directly. Can I come over and plug you? Whatever you want to plug. (laughs) You can. You can. I don't think you're too far from me. Where are Um, you? I'm in Pittsburgh. Danny, (laughs) start the car. (laughs) We're going to Pittsburgh. Mateo, grab some weed. We're going to Pittsburgh. I'll meet you in McKeesport. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, Billy knows his way around, so you're pretty All much right. getting laid by four of us. Just throwing it out there. 
I don't know which ones, but you are. <laughs> You're taking pudding uh, yeah. on a road trip? Mm-hmm. Pudding's going to finally sing a vagina. All right, so go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. We're, we're making fun of the retard in the room. Feel free to oh. tell us uh, uh, what you what you want plugged. Go ahead. Well, coming very soon is brooklynchase.com. Um, should be up and running next month. Nice. Um, so keep your eyes open for that. And then everyone can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brooklyn underscore Chase. Very good. Very good. Not only yeah. is her website coming soon, but I guarantee so am I. I guarantee there it. There you go. Later on today, okay. I'm going to find a video and I'm going to frolic with myself, Daniel. <laughs> That's what I do. Right. It's the Ham Radio Show. Thank you, Brooklyn, for calling into the show, being a part of our world and our Spank Bang Girl of the Week, baby. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you later, okay? Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. We'll be right back after these words. It's the Ham Radio Show right here on HamRadioShow.com. Come on, Denny. This is Ham Radio. Uh, I'm sorry. I really am. Sorry, you dumb fat chickaboo. Wow! Oh, shit. Twenty billion people were offended by this. Don't go anywhere. More insanity to follow. This is HamRadioShow.com. One of the best-kept secrets in Palm Beach is Monroe's Legends Lounge, a VIP club providing intimate private atmosphere that caters to upscale clientele, offering fine dining and a large variety of top-shelf cocktails, fine cigars, wine, and champagne. Members experience a truly five-star experience where they can enjoy Monroe's signature 36-ounce ribeye tomahawk steak or their famous seafood tower. Watch and listen to the top sporting events and all UFC fights on the large flat-screen TVs. With a dimly lit wood-grain decor, the bar features a two-way mirror, allowing members to get an unbelievable view of both live stages inside Monroe's Palm Beach. The Legends Lounge offers a private entrance with parking accessible to members. Located at 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. For more information, go to monroespalmbeach.com. Check out the all-new hamradioshow.com. You can download the latest episode of the Ham Radio Show, get all the latest news on Ham Radio, plus see what's going on with the Planet Platypus Network, get the latest in adult entertainment news by Tony Batman, and more only on the all-new Ham Radioshow.com. That's a lot of shit, man. The Tony Batman's Entertainment News is a website dedicated to bringing you all the news that is sexy. Everything you need to know from the gentleman's club industry, adult movie industry, music, and sexy celebrity updates. Check out one of the top ten adult news sites in the world at entertainmentnews.com or simply TonyBatman.com. The Entertainment News is updated for your viewing pleasure ten to twelve times a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If it's sexy and entertaining, it's on the Entertainment News. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000 square foot mega club with a 20,000 square foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. 
Playmates Club has the ultimate Miami strip club experience featuring some of South Florida's hottest female exotic dancers performing for your entertainment in a comfortable, posh, and relaxed environment. The 2,500-square-foot club is located in the heart of Miami, Florida, and prides itself on offering a melting pot of gorgeous entertainers from all over the world for your enjoyment. At Playmates, the staff has one focus in mind, your enjoyment. Whether coming alone with clients, a group of guys, or girlfriends, Playmates Club treats everyone like a VIP making sure your every need is catered to. Along with a bar offering bottle specials all night long, the club's unique bistro features tasty twists on your favorite bar foods and excellent full meals. With an intimate club-like feel, guests are welcome to make themselves comfortable at one of the many cocktail tables in front of the main stage or to venture through to a private table dance and champagne room with the sexy exotic dancers there every day of the week. So check out more at PlaymatesClub.com. Missed an episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Want more of the Ham Radio Show? Then check out Wayback Wednesdays, where we bring you the best of the Ham Radio Show, The Goom Era, right here on hamradioshow.com. Brought to you by ham247.tk. Only on hamradioshow.com. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. In 2005, a crack radio show was sentenced to prison by the FCC for a crime they may or may not have committed. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security radio station stockade to the planet, planet underground. Today, still wanted by the FCC, they survive as shock jocks of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else could help, and if you can find them and have low enough standards, maybe you too can hire the B-Team. The B-Team, starring Uncle Eddie as John Horrible Smith. Billy Nicknames as B.J. Baracus, Danny, a.k.a. Battery Boy, as Squealing Man Moorcock. Random, rotating fourth chair person as the Face Man. And Hamster as Colonel Decker. Rated PG-13 for the amount of people who care about this show. Just kidding, guys. That was the longest A-team ever! Jesus! I don't even know if I have enough time to talk about Smashburger.com! Smashburger.com, where you can get the brand new banana shake. That's right, the new banana shake, where it is, of course, real bananas, hand-spun with vanilla hockey dogs ice cream, topped with whipped cream. But get this, it doesn't have to stop there. You can get any shake that you want made with banana for 30 cents. You got that in your couch cushion. 30 cents, and you can have a banana shake added to any kind of shake. That's all you need to do. You need to go to haagen and you need to slap them and say, why did you think of this earlier? Hand spun with the bananas. It's delicious. Go to smashburger.com for more information. And then on top of that, just go to the locator and find the Smashburger that's nearest you. It's all about bananas. It's all about Smashburger. Smashburger. Burger better. 
That's all you have to do. Burger. Better. Come on, people. It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley. Rapper The Game dropped a new song claiming within the lyrics that he slept with three Kardashians. So the question of the day seems to be, whose boobs felt the most natural? I'm guessing Rob's. Rumors circulating around Hollywood have been proven false, as Lindsay Lohan is in fact not pregnant. Starting this Thursday. Demi Lovato apologized to fans after making a joke connecting this year's Rio Olympics with the Zika virus. Unfortunately, there are some parts of Brazil that don't have the best health conditions. Just ask their Olympic water polio team. The cast of the Netflix show Fuller House has officially lost hope on ever having Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen on the show. The twins seem to have moved on from Hollywood. In fact, since the original Full House, the most famous part Mary-Kate ever got belonged to Heath Ledger. And that's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap-Up. Follow us on Twitter, at Rock and Wrap-Up.
Nice. Yeah. Nice. I was, I was fucking enjoying I was that. Yeah. that. Really I was nice. actually digging that. What, what's that called? I don't even know what the fuck it's called. It's called like Diamond, I, District. Diamond District. Diamond who District. Does, who does yeah. that, that joint, son? That would be the crazy guy that called in earlier, Mr. Q Tracks himself. All right, his comedy sucks, but his music <laughs> is <laughs> good. He, you know what? He is a, an, actually a phenomenal producer. Yeah. He really is. Nice he, job. Nice yeah, job. very he good. He set up shop, uh, you know, at 695 Bay Street. He set up, he put everything into a full, full sure blast. Make sure you're on this mic. Well, I am, sorry. Sure come on, Mr. We, full. I, come I, on, Mr. DJ. He's no, like, he's, he's, right? he's on. He's like 695 Bay Street. Yeah. <laughs> no, but sure what I, I mean is they put, they put a, he put a full recording studio into the point where tracks can be fully mastered there. Ready for radio play. All right, good. You know, nice. so it's not like it has to go through different processes and all that stuff. You don't have to go to the mastering so, plant. Yeah, he went right. He put everything into one building. You could fit 15 people in the recording booth. I mean, it's it's huge. Nice. What kind of orgies do you have going on? The yes. ones where the women are screaming and singing into the mic. Ah. So you can have, like, the boys' choir in there. Right. I was going to say ones that fit 15 people. But he does. He plays, like, seven instruments. That's all him playing the instruments. What's in the name song. of the studio? Uh, Q-Tracks Recording Q-Tracks. Studio. Q-Tracks. Yep. Q-Tracks Recording Studio yeah. here in Staten Island. Yeah. I'm thinking he's going to be a little busy. That was a very good. Uh, he got reasonable rates. Uh, uh yes, okay. actually he does. I mean, he's got a lot of like hip hop. No, Joe, he has it. shitty rates. Well, you know, <laughs> some guys. You know, I know, but how is that a good question to answer? You got reasonable rates? No, I overcharged through the fucking nose. <laughs> right, man. You do I'll show get. You, you yeah. do get people that will do that. No, but though. like, but hey. even it doesn't matter, Lord of the Literal. What well, my point is. Is would someone actually? If Q was sitting here right now, he still wouldn't go. Yeah, I fucking make him pay double. No, he'd sit there go. Yes, that would be the answer. To yes. Yeah, well, well that's your. You opening. Would never, Danny. That's you, your opening to Danny, negotiate. Do you fuck well? No, I'm yeah, horrible. At I'm it. horrible. But I'm really I working suck. on it. I'm really I'm working. I'm really on working it. on it. Well, I come too I have quickly. A goal. Yeah. I, I just anybody that knows about studios knows when you walk in there. Depending on what your project is, you can negotiate a price. Correct. That's not the point, you know. Joe. No one would ask. You just ask the guy that's working in the fucking studio. Uh-huh. You got reasonable rates. Well, yeah. Joe, no. even if I charge, no. even if I charge double, I'm not going to fucking tell you that because you're not going to come. I think yeah. charging double is a reasonable rate. Yeah. Well, but I'm not going to yeah, say. What if I- his rate? What if his reason? Is assholey. <laughs> I mean, I mean like, I'm not going to say I charge you double than the Acme Studios because then you won't come check me out. Here, come down. I'm, of course, I'm going to say it's reasonable. Come down to Smash Burger. We make you three dollars more than every other burger. But the Burger Studios, because that's our reasonable rate. In a it's room. just an opening phrase to get into the negotiation process. Yes, that's but you're not cool. fucking doing it. Can we not negotiate <laughs> on my show? Talk about Lord of the Literal, my God! Oh my God! <laughs> you asked the question. The Lord of the Literal fuck was like, well, you know, some people do that, Eddie. Oh, they, he understands what have, I'm talking about. Let me they tell you. have reasonable rates, and then they have the rates for those that they don't want in the yeah, studio. Uh, oh, my, absolutely. But There's my point that, is, yeah. you don't talk about it yeah. on the air. For, for Joe. Dumb dumb number one and dumb dumb number <laughs> for, two. For, you don't do it on the air. <laughs> for, for Joe, my rate would be $1,000 an hour. That's reasonable. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you no, 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 maybe double $2,000. I was wondering. That's your rate. I was wondering. I was wondering. Hitler is uh, is it reasonable that we put them all in the one oven? No, I'm spread Oh, but this is what I think. I think that we should put them all. No, it's not reasonable. Oh wait, we shouldn't discuss this out loud. Yeah, maybe. What people might have a problem with this? What? Who? I understand that the Diamond District uh, song there was. 
an amazing song. It was. It was and I know it got you captivated. Song, and yeah. I know you liked it a lot. Yeah. But then don't ask dumb questions. Right? Just nod your head. And after the show, go, excuse me, does he have reasonable <laughs> rates? Uh, yeah. Not during the broadcast. <laughs> excuse me, uh, hookers at the Bunny Ranch. Do you have reasonable rates? I just I minute. was wondering. Are you reasonable? Are you going to you know, charge me about the size of my cock or no, something? No, what we that do is we gouge you. That That's what know. we do here. <laughs> we gouge you. Yeah. We were wondering if maybe you could just like, we'll hang you upside down and whatever money comes out of your pockets well, uh, is what we're going to do. They do that, you know, even at the Bunny Ranch. I mean, they, they, no, they the Bunny Ranch is actually and... very reasonable. Yeah. Because even, even uh, when you, you go should there, note the price they charge you free. I, I, yeah, free, <laughs> absolutely. Because <laughs> I am a friend and I get a gift. Uh, that's because you're Uncle I Larry. don't walk in there. I don't walk into the, with the bunnies and go, excuse me, do you, would you have a reasonable rate? I do want to, I do want to <laughs> shout out one more thing though. And then yeah, point at your cock, Bill. What? You know, the recording studio was also built in cahoots with, you know, like a lot of the Staten Island Wu-Tang Clan and the old rap group. Uh, it, the, the studio was kind of um, designated for design based on a lot of things Method Man wanted. Okay. So, when, so, when so we there's did that, weed everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. But besides <laughs> that, um, you know, like we and did. And how high I, I wanted, I, I wanted to promote, to I wanted to promote one thing. Yeah. Um, on behalf of, you know, Edgewater Hall, Q-Tracks Recording Studio, the Meth Lab's new album is coming out. <laughs> I, we love Meth. Meth has been Absolutely. on our show. You should bring him down with you one time, uh, and I, we can all uh, have the vegetables we've had, together. We've had Redman on. I don't see why not having Meth is, you know. It's it's not, you know. Why break up the tandem? <laughs> yeah. You know, have a, he's been on. He recorded something for yeah. us. We have Meth. We have, yes. It's, you know, so the Meth, his new album is coming out. Some of shortly. us have interviewed Meth. Yeah. <clears throat> Me. Some got of a us we- have got a website man. at uh, uh, the studio. Yeah, it's Q Tracks Recording NYC. Does Method Man uh, charge reasonable rates? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Well, you know, Wait, given all these plugs, the maybe he'll charge me in. reasonable rates. You never know. But that's something that you do on your own time. <laughs> you and him, you blow each other for all I care. I don't care. After the show, you go. How much is that going to cost me? Is that reasonable? Jiggling Method Man's balls. Yeah. Okay. I was. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was getting prepared to swallow. Oh, I was going to say, Danny does shaft. I do bulls. This, this okay. went very gay, very quick. Yeah. But they, they have it all worked out, though. Went. Danny, so far, we don't even have time to bring it up. We have, What we did all day was, uh, during the br- pictures of Justin Bieber and his giant penis and his and uh, Orlando, and Orlando Bloom. Bloom. And then I also got Oh, said, we should have asked Brooklyn which one she would have preferred. Well, I, I just think point blank. She would have said Justin Bloom. <laughs> I, I would just say point blank. If you, look at, if you look at the Justin Bieber picture, I don't give a shit what size his cock is. He has a giant, like, Afro. chia pet but that died around his cock. But you won't it see it on Instagram anymore because apparently he quit Instagram. It's pixelated. <laughs> you won't see it. Justin no, no, Bieber's a quit life. Quit it. I wonder if I pay him a reasonable rate, will he give me a cockpit? <laughs> fucking Joe. Hurt my brain. Just hurt my fucking brain. This is a perfectly legitimate. No, question. it's just, when the mics are off and you're on your own time, it's a perfectly That's reasonable funny. question. When you're on this oh, show, not so much. So on the mic, he's like, should I be spanking myself off or on air? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering. Can I do that? Alright, special thanks, by the way. Wait, stop putting this gonna laugh too much. Special thanks to Tan, uh, Taylor Chandler for being on the show. Yes. Eric Nagel, Matt Giddles, Black Christie, everybody, Lewis, <laughs> everybody that was on for the It's Eric Nagel show, and of course Brooklyn Chase, our Spank Banker of the Week. 
a phenomenal program today. Everything, phenomenal. But, everything but Joe's last question. Wow. And if you if you <laughs> just if you just tuning in and catching the tail end of it, starting and, at two o'clock, you can hear the replay on HamRadioShow dot com. And I want to yeah. thank also Mateo, and of course Pudding for being here. But I want to yeah. thank thank you. Um, Q. Q tracks. Q tracks with his, uh, was it the Diamond District? Diamond District. Great song. Great song. It's gonna be stuck in my head. I'm gonna play it in the car on the way back. It's the Hamradio Show. Remember, free speech is never silent, so always speak the fuck up. And if you're gonna fuck that chicken, ask if it has reasonable rates. <laughs> Until then, I say adios, motherfucker! Reasonable rights! You get it? Yeah! Reasonable rights! Ham Radio is a production of the Unfiltered Radio Network and broadcast live from the Bunker Studios in New York every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on planetplatypus.com. Download the latest episode of the Ham Radio Show at hamradioshow.com. All material is copyrighted of the Ham Radio Show. Some material may be copyrighted by its respective owners. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission of the Ham Radio Show's material is strictly prohibited by Ham Radio and or its affiliates. So, asshole, that means you can't use this without our permission. Fuck you. <laughs>